Ladies and gentlemen, you are about to listen to the incomparable Win Twice Wrestling Podcast with your hosts, Scott and Holly. So sit back, relax, and prepare to be entertained. Hello everybody and welcome to episode number 9 of the Win Twice Wrestling Podcast alongside your co-hosts Scott and Holly. Hello. Are you excited Holly for this one? I am excited. So this one is a little bit different. We mentioned it in episode 8 so for anyone that listened to that, sorry we're going to be treading over old ground a little bit. But this episode we're kind of going to be doing a live watch along and I say live, it's not really live but we're going to have the show going on in the background as we're going to discuss it live and in person Mm. with a few drinks along the way Mm -hmm. now the difficulty is is in order to do this i've got to i've moved my seating position so i can't really look directly at you while we're we're watching this (laughs) but i can look directly at you well whatever makes you happy (laughs) but yeah so in this one we have decided to pick up a show that we attended in person it's got a bit of a personal touch Mm -hmm. AEW all in 2023 that was in London in Wembley Stadium with an attendance of 72,265. A buy rate of 175,000 is pretty good going for AEW, I think. And also, it's worth mentioning, this is the first non-WWE show yes. that we've covered. So uh, there'll be a host of new characters Yes. that we have not not I nearly said a word that I'm not allowed to say because it's part oh, of the good, drinking yes. game. So we've got a few games that we're playing along um, as we go through this. I will apologise now because this is going to be as long as the show itself. And the show itself is just shy of four hours. So it might get a little bit delirious towards the end. Break us up into little chunks. We will break it up into little chunks because one or both of us will need to use the facilities several times (laughs) throughout the showing of this, I reckon. Um, But I think without any further ado, should we just go straight into it? Let's crack on. Although, do you want to say what you're not allowed to say? Okay, yeah, good point. Okay, so. As part of the rules for the the game, of the the drinking game, you explain it because words are failing me at the moment. <laughs> it's going to bode well, isn't it? Um, so I think we both realised that there are some words, phrases that we both use on the regular. Um, I noticed I say one of them all the damn time. And I thought, let's bring it in that if we say it, you have to have a little, a little finger of drink. Finger of drink finger of drink finger of drink just to be clear or two so mine are peak <laughs> peak and what's the second homage homage so does that mean that like, i'm allowed to say them no Ah, oh, okay right and i've noticed and i feel like i get a very difficult job being the, the lead kind of talker on the show <laughs> you talk better than i do i don't i won't go as far as that but there's certain phrases that i keep using and i notice it when i listen back to things but i can't think of alternatives and i don't want to say things just for the sake of it sounding different but the two phrases that i notice that i say quite a lot is we'll touch upon that later and the other one is in the match itself so I'm going to do my best not to say that. Yeah. And I'm hoping the different type of format that we're watching this will Yeah, I think it's help. going to catch me out more than you. Because I hope so. Because you're not going to touch upon much later when we're watching it. I mean, you're a borderline alcoholic coming. anyway, so you'll cope better with, with multiple fingers. Whereas I don't know if I could, I could cope with that, to be honest. Wow. But wow. Okay. are you ready to rock mm, and roll? Please, into yes. This? Let's just go. Yeah. Okay. Apologies now for anyone we oh, may God. offend along this, this journey. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it was a nice day weather-wise. Oh, it was lovely. Because, you know, when you see these shows that are over in the States, especially around SummerSlam and, you know, anything in August, June, July, you can pretty much bank that the weather's going to be good. Whereas 
in the UK. Oh, it knows? might be warm. Who knows? But you can't guarantee it won't rain. And the turnout was impressive, I'll be honest. Yeah. With AEW announcing that they were going to come and do a show over here. I thought they might do O2 Arena, to be mm-hmm. honest. Because that's kind of a safe bet. They could fill that out, no worries. Yeah. But when they said Wembley... I respected it, but I did fear for them, if I'm being honest. Yeah. I thought, all in all, it was a bloody good effort. Yeah. Yeah, enjoyed and, it. And pre-show, so we're actually just going into match one, we've got Samoa Joe walking out looking tough as all kinds of shit. <laughs> and a thing that I should probably elaborate that Holly and I had to do in person was we do a game oh, good, when yeah. we go to a show yeah. where you can't cheer for the same person. No. Nope. You have to... Whoever, let's say arbitrarily, Holly gets to pick the first match. She picks who she thinks will win. Yeah. I have to then automatically cheer for the other party. Yes, that was a real struggle, cheering, especially later on in the show. Yeah. Cheering for people that I, I really didn't either care about or want to win. And but I got so invested. You did. I think and the you... 20 beers probably helped, but I got so invested. True. Oh, we've got some flame pyro there for Samoa Joe. Yeah. I, honestly... I think they really dropped the ball with Samoa Joe in WWE. He didn't help himself in the fact that he was injured so often. But I've loved Joe's work for a long time. For me, he's a throwback. You look at him and you think that's legitimately a tough guy. Mm-hmm. And I, it was, you know, it's nice to see him now. He's AEW champion. He's dethroned yeah. MJF, which I'll, he wouldn't have been the person I'd have bet on no. doing that. Hey. And here we go. Now this is my guy coming. Oh, no, it wasn't my guy <laughs> no. coming to the ring, was it? <laughs> No. This one I wanted to cheer for, but wasn't allowed to. So Holly had the first this pick. This is my guy. And Holly picked CM Punk. Of course so I did. Of course. CM Punk coming out in his what would prove to be his last outing. We saw his last ever AEW oh, outing. because this was the night. This was the night that he uh, had an incident backstage with uh, Jack Perry. Um, oh. I think that match is later on the card. I'm pretty sure it is because it wasn't a pre-show match. No. But for the entirety of uh, this, well, the match, I had to make sure that I was cheering for Samoa Joe, which I don't mind. But I didn't like the idea. This of... this wasn't a bad match to have to ch- to have to support either person. I didn't think. Would you have been okay supporting Samoa Joe then? Um, wouldn't have minded. No. But if I'm picking first, I'm definitely picking Punk. So. Well, I would have see my pick or how I would have gone about picking is who actually I thought would win. Yeah, but you're cleverer than I am when it comes to that I will always go for what I want not for the logical reason no I think you're doing yourself a bit of a disservice there because you can often identify who is actually going to win but you still stubbornly yeah. then go against it of course which is I know it's very unlike you not particularly stubborn <laughs> by nature <laughs> no um, never <laughs> it's just it's, it's a nice memory looking back at this it's kind of surreal knowing that we are in the arena for this mm. What do you think of... Uh, so, Punk's attire, by the way, on point. Yes. Samoa Joe's attire, on point. They work for both of them. Yeah. I... What do you think specifically when it comes to his belt? So, obviously, he wasn't the AEW World Champion, but you can see he's wearing the AEW World title, but he's got a black With the big cross through it. through it. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? I mean... I don't know much behind it. Okay. Well, I can elaborate for you. But, might as well. again, it works for him. Well, yeah, because I guess straight edge, so the X is a big symbol in, yeah. in the straight edge society and that culture. Effectively, he's saying that he was never actually dethroned as champion. He had to surrender it because of injury. Oh, okay. So he's saying he's the uncrowned he's still... champion. Right, okay. So that's why he brings brings this out. I think at the time, Samoa Joe was the Ring of Honor television champion as mm-hmm. well. And I don't really like the fact that Ring of, not that Ring of Honor has been bought out by Tony Khan, 
but I don't like the merging of the two brands because it makes it too muddy for me. Okay. One of the big issues that I have with AEW, because I want them to work, I really do want them to work. Yeah. Is that they've got too many titles. Everyone seems to have a championship of some it kind. It's very confusing for my little brain when I, on the rare occasion, I will invest time and watch it. I'm so confused because everyone comes out of a belt. Yeah, and that's the thing. It, it devalues it in my eyes. Because if everyone's got a, a title, then what does it matter mm-hmm. if someone's a champion? In fact, you look at the people that don't have titles and go, well, what's wrong with you, you shithouse? Yeah. Like, it, it's just... I do pref- I do wish Punk was wearing the black pants, I'll be honest. Just put, sorry, yeah. just to really interrupt you and go back no, to... No, that's fine. I do prefer the black pants. I like the white pants. I miss the stuff he used to wear, to be fair, when he was... Um, in Ring of Honor back in the day, hmm. he used to wear not too dissimilar actually to what Joe's got on here. Oh, like he the to, oh, not MMA, but like the loose fitting shorts. Very much so, but they were long ones as well, so they'd come down to just below his knees or around his knees. Okay. But he used to wear yellow and black quite a lot actually. And the reason that this match has a lot of not ex- well, yeah, I guess excitement behind it hmm. is because this was a very, very popular and well thought upon trilogy that took place in Ring of Honor back in the day. Hmm. Um, both of these guys, this was when Samoa Joe was the Ring of Honor champion. This so this would have been two thousand four, two thousand three, two thousand four around okay. that time, and they had three incredible matches. One of them actually went ninety minutes. Jesus. Um, which looking at Samoa Joe, you think. How? How's he doing that? But he did, and he's always been... How are people watching that? A keg of a guy. They, the fans loved it. Ring of Honor audiences back then specifically were different breed. They okay. appreciated the athleticism, the sportsman side yeah. of it, rather than just specifically going out there and saying, oh, tell me a story. So the match has kicked off, and we see Punk basically winding up Samoa yeah, Joe. for sure. Chopping him, ducking out the way, now he's throwing a side oh, headlock on. Yeah. At this point, how many beers deep were we? Well, uh, we'd already been out for some before. Two places, in fact. Yeah, so we're at least four. Yeah. But at we'd... least four deep, and then we'd also probably got about two more in here. I think we came out with, yeah, two each, so yeah. I think we got a set of four. Yeah. So we were, we were getting merry. Absolutely. Why wouldn't you? No, exactly. It was a lovely time. How are you thinking about uh, this year? Because I know obviously they're returning, mm. doing a show at Wembley. Yeah. Fancy going? I'd be up for going again. It's just the logistics. Of getting back? Well, yeah, that wasn't a joyful time. I don't remember. I was asleep most of the time. Yeah, I, I, to be fair, I didn't mind letting you, you sleep and enjoy it. So here, this is something that we couldn't hear no. when we were that far back in the crowd. But we see the action falls to the outside of the mm-hmm. ring. Samoa Joe sits CM Punk on what looks like a drinks cooler, actually, yeah. which I hadn't spotted. He goes to walk away to hit him with a running face wash, which is what we'd call kicking him in the oh, face. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But as he walks off, he starts going, ole, ole, Oh, that's what that is. And that was something that, again, used to, the fans used to do all the time in Ring of Honor. So okay. now when you hear, ole, ole, the only time you might have heard it... Is that not it, Sami Zayn? I was going to say it was Sami Zayn, and that's when because... When you're yeah, I think we might <laughs> you've have... Told me, you've told me about it enough. Yeah, I think it's because... <laughs> I'm just retaining some information. We've uh, touched upon... Oh, for... F- okay, that's drink one for me. <laughs> I didn't notice... See, that I didn't notice. The move where Punk is kind of... Not stuck in the ropes, but like effectively doing like half somersaults to get slapped to go and do it again. That's I didn't notice that when we were there. So he's sat on the middle ropes. He's kind of seesawing backwards and forwards... 
And now we've gone to a very famous part that Joe likes doing. I'm annoyed that more people hey. don't do it. It's when someone jumps to the second rope and then goes to springboard off and take flight at him, Joe just walks away. Punk knows him well enough that he actually stopped himself as Joe yeah. went to walk away. Had a sit a minute. Threw himself off and then hit him with a not a great Hurricane Rana, but it well, was about no. as good as you're going to get between these two guys. And On the outside, Ooh. now Punk misses. And Samoa Joe indicates that CM Punk is a wanker. Oh, see, I don't remember seeing any of this. From our perspective, we, we would have that, only would seen we? Joe standing up because we were basically. Right I, I know you guys who are listening to this can't see me pointing. But we were effectively... I've said effectively too many times. I'm going to call an audible. That needs to go on the list as well. Oh, okay. He's now set him up for a face wash. He's going to hit it this time. Runs through. Big kick in the face. CM Punk also, falls to the floor. CM Punk is... I know we know this. We've talked about it hundreds of times. CM Punk is sat on a chair. Watching him. Run towards him. Yeah, but he's dazed. He's kind of off at is an he? angle. But, hey If you start pulling the threads of everything... Oh, I know, be left I know. But I get it because it's it's early in the match, so yes. you'd think, oh, he would know more. A bit later to... on, yeah, fair play. It could be worse. He's not uh, like in any danger of hitting old school. <laughs> Just the worst move. Oh, right oh, now, so okay. Punk's taken flight off the edge of the ropes. There it is. Okay. So <laughs> Punk into the bottom of the commentary table. Yep. So Punk goes to hit another hurricane. Rona Joe catches him and then okay. swings him into the commentary table, which Punk goes through. And now you'll notice that Punk won't be seen for a bit because he might be doing a little bit of something that's known oh, as a blade job. Oh, I see. Because he could, because he's hidden, because he's underneath the table. Exactly. Joe gave him uh, the bird for good measure, and we see oh, that CM Jesus. Punk has got colour. Wow. I, after this event, I watched it the day or so after. Yeah. And. I saw, because we could see from our angle that Punk was bleeding because yes, they had big could. screens up, but we didn't see what caused it. No. Watching this back, and I still feel the same now, I don't see logically how we're supposed to believe that he would have got cut from that because well, especially he hit shoulder and arm first. And underneath the commentary table is cardboard. I mean... Effectively, it's, it's... Have a drink. Oh, crap. Yep. We say that a lot. Sorry. And we see one of the Scissor Sisters at the front row there. I can't remember the guy's names. The Scissor Me Daddy Ass, which mm-hmm. was very popular with the crowd on this evening. Oh my God, they loved it. They did. And many a man so did came you. up to me. Yeah, I did. Many a man like came up to me. You me. And I scissored many a gentleman that evening. Back in the ring now, changing, changing blows, exchanging blows. Boom. And Joe just says, no, I'm not. He's just a powerhouse. I'm not playing this shit. Just absolutely steamrolls him. How old is he? Joe. I think he's about 38, 39. Okay. Might be verging on 40. So is that roughly the same age as Punk? I think Punk is 44. Really? 44. God, he looks good for that age. You say that at not the most opportune time. Yeah. Mm. As he's pissing blood from his head. Yeah, I probably (laughs) can't see half of his head. Yeah, I mean, the half that we can see now is There's so much good. blood, though. It's because a thin it's little from the cut... Head. There's so many veins in the head, if you think That's about so it, dangerous. that all go and feed through to the brain, that it doesn't take much to really set it off, no. especially when you've got... Your like, heart's pumping, exactly. and it's... I get it, but it's just so dangerous. So Punk's now fighting back. He goes to oh. Irish Whip, Joe into the buckles. Joe, again, not having any of it. Charges nice. in, then hits an insecurity kick, and Punk is, for all intents and purposes, dead... 
He's drapes over the middle rope. One of those people to me as well. You'd look at and you think he's got no mobility because he's a bigger lad, but then pulls out moves like that, and you think, yeah, fair. I think it's something to do with like Samoan culture. To be honest, I think yeah, I by nature, so maybe uh, just most a bit more of them agile, big boned, but they've can carry can themselves. Bartamina. She did stop, don't worry, she retired. Stop, so mean. The crowd freaking loved this, though. It did, they were ready for this. Absolutely loved it. I wonder how much of this show played into WWE teasing that they were going to... Oh, no, because that was before this, wasn't it? They did Money in the Bank at Ota Arena mm-hmm. a month before yeah. this. But obviously, they would have known this show was taking place. Yeah. So I wonder if WWE always planned on teasing... WrestleMania. WrestleMania in London. Yeah, maybe. Or if it was and a who are you going to get to do that? Of course, you're going to get John Cena to do that. Yeah, that was a lot of spit. That oh, we just saw. honestly, so grim. I, mean, I get it, but it's oh, he is many things. Handsome is not one of them. Is uh, Joe <laughs> Sanoa. That tattoo is awful from Punk. I'm Which sorry, one? the Pepsi. That was that was like one of the first tattoos he had. Awful. That and straight edge across I his mean, belly. I'm all for bad tattoos. I had one. It's nicely covered up now, but that is just awful. What was your bad tattoo? I don't think I know It's the first one I ever got. It's just a little Chinese symbol. I've still got Chinese symbols on me. What was it, noodles and broccoli or something? Yeah, egg fried rice. Um, But it just was not... I didn't go to the best place to have it done. It just wasn't very nice. I got it covered up with something else. So we see Samoa Joe try and hit the muscle buster on Punk. Punk falls out the back Mm -hmm. and then just flat out kicks him in the head. They Both men are down. Need a little rest, don't they? Yeah, I mean, at this point, we were probably just discussing why we were upset that we couldn't cheer, or I was probably more yeah. accurately bitching about the fact I couldn't cheer for Punk. I was probably trying to work out at what point to go and get more beer. These I, are facts. I was pretty. I think you'll find I was very. You will say this. I was pretty skilled at little beer runs. You were when, very, very when good when we at were beer here. Runs. Very good. Don't mess oh, around. Lot of spit again out of Samoa Joe. See, Samoa Joe's balding, but he's doing it in a respectable manner. Cena's kind of growing more hair to make it look yes. more obvious, and Joe's just like, this is nature. Sweep over. Oh, he's doing the, uh, that was the, the Cena shoulder. The John Cena tribute. <laughs> How apropos we were talking about He wasn't paying her. A... <laughs> I won't say it, I can't. What was he paying? Mm, respect. Respect. <laughs> loyalty. Hustle, loyalty, Hustle. and respect. He still grabbed your drink oh, anyway. Yeah, I know. Because I know what I was going for. But he hits a leg drop after the three shoulder tackles and the uh, back suplex. And Samoa Joe is having none of that again. Kicking out at two. Who doesn't kick out of it? Honestly, he needs to swallow. He is like a... As all good... Yep, he should swallow. I agree. Sorry. You smack the ever-loving crap out of the microphone already. Not even an hour in. I know. Look at the blood on Joe's chest and sleeve. Mmm. Tasty. He's offloading with right hands. Punk hits a forearm in exchange. Off the ropes. Oh, nice. Snap power slam from the big man. Very nice. Very quick. And you know he's ready for another move because he already pulled his arm off. Goes into the arm bar against the very talented mixed martial artist known as CM Punk. (laughs) Punk's runs. Goes to hit a knee in the corner. Joe is licking all kinds of bollocks right now. Powerbomb two. Is that actually a pin? Yeah. To stand up and just hold someone's ankles on your shoulders. Basically. And oh, he's gone I've into an I've done that STF. a fair few times. Maybe I would win. <laughs> I don't quite understand the imagery there. You might have to... <laughs> no, it's fine. We just oh, okay. carry on. We just carry on. 
So the SDF is applied. Punk is struggling. Now it's turned into a crossface. Oh, God. What, Randy's eyebrows? We can't see because we're just looking at a lot of arse right now from Punk <laughs> from this angle. Oh, it's a bit it's sluggish no... now, isn't it? Yeah, this is a bit... Oh! Mm. Punk just about grazed him on the top of the head with a kick. I don't remember how this finished. Sorry, I'm just going to keep my hands by my side so I keep moving. What is that tattoo on his leg? Is that his wife? I hope not. Looks oh like Michael God. Jackson. Oh, wow. That's tough. Just examining one of... Uh... I think you'll find it's bad. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm just going to have a drink for that myself, to be honest. You're going to have to pick up So the what's pieces. he going to do, the figure four? Is he? Probably not. Figure four? He's doing a spinning toe hold. Oh, is that what that is? A Terry Funk special. Oh, okay. Look at the awful pin. Roll up. The end position's quite good, but the build-up to get yeah, there is no. awful. Trez slow. Oh, they don't have the pace that they used to, bless them, but they're still giving oh, it their he's, all. he's getting his leg out. Punk means business. The knee pad has been dropped. Charges across the ring and gets STF for his troubles. Gosh. Not STF'd, Uranagid. I think at this point I definitely would have been saying to you, I'm just going to go now. You didn't go in this match? No, I don't no. think I did. But I remember one match specifically that you went... No, oh, two matches I remember There was one, I remember in. hearing the result when I was there going, yeah, fine. Yeah. Right. He's going for the muscle buster for the second time of asking. Punk's fighting his way out. Ooh. Ooh. Big knife edge chop. Beefy slap over the top rope. I'm assuming wasn't meant, wasn't meant to go over the top? I think he was. Oh, okay. For the setup because he had his legs in for front sake of the ropes of, beforehand. Right. Second Whereas, rope superplex. Oh. And this is where I said going nowhere. And this is where I said I think we're about to see the end of this match. Yes. Bite to the head on CM Punk of CM Punk on Joe. Nice. Are we going to see the Pepsi plunge? <laughs> so stupid. There's the Pepsi plunge. Joe is absolutely Two, done for. Three. One. CM Woo-hoo. Punk walks away with the victory and I was 1-0 down to this I was so happy. Oh, I never good. like actually score well in these games either, so this made me very happy. And you're trying to work out if you can see us, aren't you? I was, yeah. <laughs> the other show that we you attended. You me in going person. absolutely mental, being like, yeah, I got a point. Yeah. Yeah, we got quite aggy. Like, in a friendly, oh, competitive sure. way. I love yeah, it was really good. That was honestly one of my favourite nights that we've done. Anything. Yeah. That was really good. And you can see where Punk had cut himself. Yes. The blood dried up pretty quick. Yeah. I enjoyed that. It was a good match. Good match. Good, opener. good match so to start with. On the Holly scale of... Look how quickly Joe fucks off, by the way. Mm-hmm. He's already halfway down the rump. The rump? The rump. Well, he's got a lot... Oh, there's a bit of penis. <laughs> Any emotions there, Holly? <laughs> to be no. clear, that's CM Punk's, not mine. No. No. <laughs> anything taking your fancy? <laughs> no. No, I enjoyed that. It was a good match. And actually it was quite nice to watch it properly rather than not properly, do you know what I mean? But to see all of it rather than just the bits that we could see and or that were portrayed on the uh big screen. He had um he was very cold at this moment in time, I think, was Mr Mr oh. Brooks. Is that a guy or a girl in the crowd there? Who knows? Who knows? What's he saying? What do you reckon Punk's saying to the ref there? Um 
I'm a bit tired. Can we can, hurry this up a bit? Can you help jostle my genitals back to a yeah, normal standing just, position? Just cover me so I can I've rearrange. Got, I've got blood on my arse. Rearranging my nuts. And you can tell that I'm not Jewish. Yeah, you can. It's a bit upsetting. Look at that cut he gave himself, yes. though. That's, to me, that's Brutal. not well done. No. I mean, it's in the hairline, so it's more easy have to hide. Hair. Yeah, but it's in the yeah, but it is Mm. in the hairline. But it just looks like it's it's been done jagged, which makes me think it wasn't intended. But it must have been. Unless he, I don't know, just did it quickly and did a swipe. I don't know. And with our first ever match that we've covered from AEW, yes, we see CM Punk's last ever match. I like the way he gets out of the ring. What is in hand standing over the top? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, bit different. She's like, actually, you're covered in blood. So he's gone right over to a fan who's got a poster for trans rights, gives her a hug. She seems happy that Punk's there, but ultimately he is sweaty and bloody, and she was recoiling ever so slightly. Just a tad. And now we've seen a Chicago and CM Punk flag. Goes over to those fans. He's signalling he's number one. Or that was him signalling this. He was on his last strike. He was ready to go home. Gosh. And this was uh, the first of two matches he would win on the night, of course. Was it? Yeah, he choked someone out. Oh, God. Right, okay. okay. I was going for funny. Yeah, <laughs> I missed that completely. You got a beer during this match. I did. So I they're advertising did. the next trios match. We've got Kenny Omega, Hangman Adam Page, and do you want to say no. the third name? Kota, Kota. Ibushi. Mm-hmm. I was just happy about Hangman. Yeah, you were happy about Hangman. Not getting... Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, with... I mean, because a lot... What is it about Kenny Omega that you know. don't like? I don't know, but I've said this before about other people. There are some people I just don't gel to, and I can't explain why. I'm sure they don't care. It's nothing against I them. I know, to be honest. Yeah, no, I know. And it's nothing against them. I just... I can't do it. Also, who is this guy? We've talked about him before. With, in the opposite team with Not the Jane curly White. black hair Juice with his Robinson. eyes very close to that's him his eyes Juice 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 I can't remember what he was called but yeah Kenny Omega I don't know just winds me up Juice Robinson was in NXT of course yes as CJ Parker and that was Kevin Owens first televised match in WWE really under the NXT brand he had a it was a takeover match against uh, CJ Parker mm. and uh, Juice, as he's now known, botched and caught Owens flush with something and busted his nose open, I... or the bridge of his nose, top of his nose between the eyebrows, and he had a nasty little cut there. I think he misjudged a punch and caught him clean. Because I'll be honest, Kevin did not look happy about how that unfolded. I'm pretty sure I literally went very quickly. As soon as it started, you did because <laughs> to, you to did, go quick and come back quick. You like Jay White for that reason oh. that he's just displayed. He's he's a bit of a prawn. That's how I describe him. That's an amazing explanation, and with it, I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. He's absolutely a prawn. He's delightfully jacked. He's also shaped a bit like one as well. But yeah, take the head off. Yeah. Suck I mean, I'm no oil painting, but if we're just doing the shallow comparison, then... I would take your head off. Then... <laughs> thanks. Then, um... Who are the two guys in the back? Daddy Ass's boys. Oh, God, it is them, isn't it? Yeah, it's the Gun brothers. they're so bronzed. Austin Gunn and Irrelevant Gun. I can't remember the other one's name. 
Hmm. I'm being perfectly honest. The tall one with the the like bunches. Yeah, Juice Robinson looks. I think that is Austin, to be fair. But Juice Robinson, like that. Have you ever seen uh, the third Men in Black? No. Okay, he looks a little bit like Boris the Animal. Okay. And I'm going to recommend if you oh, you don't have your phone. Oh, handy. I do have my phone handy. I was going to say, look up Boris the Animal and then tell okay. me that Juice Robinson wasn't giving you those vibes. Boris. The older version, preferably, because there was two versions of him in the film. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> do you know what I think? That's very good. Thank you. It's the glasses are yeah, doing a lot as well the as the hair. And the hair. What do you make of the jacket and the gear of these lads? Mm, okay. Let me let me analyse. Jay White's I'm all for. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good look. All white, nice. He's it works with the name as well. I think he's modelling his physique loosely after me there, but you know <laughs> there's still a few things that he could iron out. Okay. The gold pants, the gold lame pants are... Gold what pants? Lame. What the hell does that mean? I mean, basically like tinfoil pants. Okay. Oh, interesting. And now, what did you refer to this gentleman as? Oh, fuck, I don't remember. Oh, if it's bad, don't say it. So, Konosuke Takashita. No, if it's bad, don't say it. You just said... No, you just said it's a random Japanese guy that I don't know. Yes, that's true. (laughs) And it's fair. I don't know, I just can't... My memory is so piss poor, I can't retain... I can barely retain... My name, let alone other people's. In your defence, he was fairly new to AEW. Okay. Having said that... But the... not new to actually... He's fairly fairly new to the game in terms of prominence. He's He was doing a lot of tour work from uh, around the, the United States at the time. I think he'd even done some appearances in the UK. Okay. And then AEW picked him up. So what in Japanese wrestling, what tends to be the done thing is that they basically have a load of what they're called young boys, mm-hmm. or young lions. And this is very much a case in New Japan Pro Wrestling, where all their dojo graduates, when they're starting out, they have to wear black trunks. Mm-hmm. That's it. Oh, I see. So until they, they kind of graduate their, from... Until they okay. are proficient enough and deemed to be able to develop their own personality. But what they tend to do is they start a lot of New Japan shows with the young lions doing yeah. their work... And the crowd are very respectful because you know it's not going to be as smooth and as good as yeah. some of the other guys. But a lot of it is actually very good. They know okay. how to train their wrestlers out there. And oh, when I they get to like a certain him. Sorry, point, I'm distracted. I really do enjoy him. So Adam Page has come out and Holly's very excited. Like but a cowboy. I know you do. So back to New Japan. <laughs> yes. So what they do is after they get to a certain point, hmm. they then go and tour to basically learn their craft around the world. So some of them go to the United States, some go to Mexico, some go to Europe and the United Kingdom. Yeah just to round out their skill set and kind of create a bit of an identity and personality. Then they come back to New Japan with this new form character oh, okay. that they've got, new gear, and it's very symbolic. It's almost honourable and respectful, and I really like it. Oh, okay, that's interesting. I think it works well in the Japanese culture. I think yeah. that's a big thing that, that just lands well over there. For yeah. the United States and over here, not so much. I don't think the fans have the same kind of patience. They're getting better, but... What to? Are you saying to what if they don't have the patience to wait for them to go and learn these crafts before they effectively return and go? Yeah. This is what I can do. I think they this expect is who to I be. Am. Yeah, I think they expect to be blown away pretty, okay. pretty much like straight away. Towards, yeah. Mm-hmm. So now we've got Kenny Omega coming out. I like the gear though. The gear's good. The gear looks good. It's just for me, there's no contrast. You've got Hangman in in black. Then you've got 
Kota. Kota Ibushi. Yeah. In half blue, half black shorts. Yeah. And then Omega comes out wearing half blue, half black trousers. Yeah. I would rather he be in a completely different colour, but that's my personal eye preference. The reason why, so we've got Adam Page is wearing the same gear that he normally yes. would. There's nothing different about no. that. But Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi in Japan yeah. were a tag team. Oh, really? They were called oh, okay. well, the Golden sense, Lovers. Okay. Yeah. I thought that would get a different reaction out of you. <laughs> so I understand them matching their Right, gear. okay. Well, now you've explained that. It does make sense. Obviously, I also wouldn't have seen that when we were actually there. We were too far away. No, of course. But to have it explained makes sense. But then it just makes Hangman be the odd one out. That's a bit sad. He could have at least had some blue fringing. Well, yeah, to be fair. That, that's not a... Well, they've got black on their pants. He is wearing black, so it's... <laughs> I know I'm thinking way too laterally here, and also, who cares? But this is my thing that I can talk about, so that's all I will provide. No, I like the aesthetic <laughs> as much as anyone. Maybe not as much as you, actually, no. having said that. But I like that they're mostly dark, and the other team is mostly bright colours. I do like a nice contrast of the white, the gold. Apart from this, the guy that's just in... I was going to say, that's black, not... that's boring, but... Do you know what Taka I mean? Takashita is not helping you from no. the eye, eye perspective. No, but it's easy from a distance. This was easy to differentiate who was who. Yeah. Which I think at a live event of this size is Especially necessary. Especially when you as far back as we were. Because even yeah. though we had good seats, and they were yeah. good seats, so... I mentioned it earlier, but I never actually finished the thought. Oh, yeah. So we were on the the very bottom tier, but we were the last row at the back. So behind us was just like a a grating of a fence, which was good at making oh, noise. And some guy started twatting his nut off it later in the show to great effect. Um, really good seats, though. I really like not having anyone behind us as well. Oh, they well. were perfect seats. Perfect. So Adam Page teaming here with Kenny Omega. They were at one time the AEW Tag Team Champions. They had a thing where Adam Page is part of the elite. So when I say the elite, do you know what I'm referring to? You can say no, it's fine. I feel like when you explain it, I'm going to go, oh yeah. I think you will as well. So Adam Page, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks all class themselves as the elite. And this was... Basically, they have a YouTube series with the group. And they've oh, done loads of episodes. Yes. They have other people appear in mm-hmm. it as they come and go from various other companies that will then allow them to be in this kind of stuff and when they formed AEW Adam Page in the early portion was trying to distance himself from the elite he's like no I want to be my own man and it kind of just became a bit standoffish they made a thing of him like drinking quite a bit and just right. being a bit careless they didn't make him out to be a like stumbling alcoholic or anything right. like that but they ended up then having a feud because Adam Page was the AEW champion. And I believe he was the AEW champion before Kenny Omega. Because when they started the company, people were predicting, you know, who's going to be the champion, what mm-hmm. they're going to do. And with Omega being such an important part of the company, a lot of expectation was that he was going to be the first champion. I see. That didn't come to pass but he was the champion in the end I think he's the longest reign MJF might have beaten him now having said that but he was the longest reigning AEW champion but the first champion do you know who that was? absolutely not not um oh no just say I'm king of the world oh Y2J really yep of course it bloody was yep and he beat 
Adam Page for the title. It was the match that decided who was going to be champion. Oh, like when there was no champion, it was yeah. like, here's the decider. Yeah, I think they had it. It was a tournament to get to that point. We had Adam not, Page. Not a King of the Ring uh, style well, tournament. Effectively, except without all the pomp and circumstance of it. <laughs> but yeah, kind of. I was very excited. So we haven't really talked about much of what's gone on in no. the match. But we've got here Jay White, Kota Ibushi trading... Well, headlock now, they shoulder barge, down goes Ibushi, nip nice. up, because he's athletic as fuck. Love that. And then a little slap by Jay White for good measure. Kota shakes his head. And I was very excited, actually, to see a Kota Ibushi match, because I think he's very, very talented. Okay. He was in the uh, Cruiserweight Classic, oh, the WWE tournament. okay. And he was someone that WWE very much wanted to sign, but he did not want to sign with them. Wow. And... He and Zack Sabre Jr., who also yep. does odd work here and there for AEW, were picked to be the, the favourites for the tournament. They thought that was going to be the final. They both got to the semi-finals and they both lost their respective matches. Rumour has it is because they didn't want to sign a contract with oh, WWE. Oh, I see. Okay. But I think Ibushi's a bit of a head case, like, legitimately. Well, so, okay. he just seems odd. There's, like, an oddball... Slightly unhinged. Yeah, Ain't nothing wrong with a bit of an unhingedment. There was, I think it was in the UK. He came over and did some shows in, um, I don't know if it was London or the Midlands or yeah. wherever, but it's kind of irrelevant for the purpose of the story. He then had flare, um, you know the things that periodically shoot flares off? Yeah. And he was pointing two of them at his chest out in the street as part of a match. I, oh. I, it was odd, very, okay. very odd. That's nice, whatever that's called. Kenny Omega, so does... Leaps over from behind, then hooks his knee over the back of the head, drives him down like a reverse Rough Rider. Very nice. Double te- uh, teaming Takashita here. Do you remember who you would have picked for this? Did you pick Hangman and all of that for your team? I did. And I remember the outcome. Oh, see, I don't. My memory's so poor, which is why sometimes watching these is nice because I don't remember. So Kenny Omega, Hurricane Rider takes Takashita oh. to the floor. Now it's Holly's least favourite moment of no. any match. Everyone's to the outside. Over. Omega is building the crowd up. We're going to hear the Terminator tune. Oh, God. Just don't do it. He's about to take flight. But to be fair, Kenny does it in the least offensive way. He goes over does the he? top. Off the rope. Off the opposite okay, side. fine. I can make peace with that. I don't know why I'm okay Two with that. Suicida. Not, just not through the ropes. Over the top rope, landed, that was completely fine. taking Takashita out. I think he landed on, was it one of the guns or was it Jay White as well? I think it was on the gun. Oh, it was no, Jay it was White. Jay, Jay White did not take that well. No. Head, floor, watch. Yeah. Jay White's thrown back into the ring. I feel like AEW are missing a trick on Jay White as well. Oh my God, point. for sure. I think AEW are missing a trick with a lot of people. After this match, I'll probably touch upon. Oh, bastard. Oh dear. Drink. Two fingers of drink. Sorry. Don't you apologise? Just, yeah. Let's just carry on. <laughs> <laughs> you sometimes forget that this is being recorded, yes, don't you? Yes, I do. It's a sad time. So now we've got Jay White just beating the ever-loving piss out of the back of Kenny Omega's neck. Yeah. Sideshow Bob's involved now. Oh, honestly. With his gold knickers. God, it's annoying. Here we go. Hey! It's the man that we almost had dinner with that evening. <laughs> Nigel McGuinness, we see him Oh, he's got a smooth talking voice. Oh. Yeah, fine. Takeshita, 
Takashita, surely. Takeshita. Okay, if they want to call him Takeshita, I'll try and get on board, but you'll probably hear me call him Takeshita. Elbows to the top of a prone Omega's head. Boom. And Ibushi just kicks so Takeshita right in the spine. These two in the ring now. Yeah. Have they, like, I Got don't know, is, is, yeah. Well, not really, because the other guy's still so fresh. Yeah, not really. I'm sure they've had matches and run-ins with each other, but they don't have, like, a history. Nothing to write home about type Yeah. Thing. Okay. I mean, Takeshita's very different in the ring to Ibushi. Ibushi can do a bit of everything. He's known as a hard hitter, but he can fly. It's an all-rounder. Well. Whereas Takeshita isn't he so much quite, of a high flyer. I was going to say, he looks quite... Heavy, like heavy built rather than but if you look agile. At Ibushi, Ibushi looks heavily built as well. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's an interesting. Uh, so Takeshi choke on the ropes are doing nothing. Not really choking Omega, but Omega's selling it like a dream. What do you think of uh, Daddy Ass's boy's hair there? I don't. I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> You're okay with that? With the pigtails? Would I? Would I want to be with somebody that had them? No. You would be too you wouldn't see it, you'd be holding on to him as you're riding his face, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> oh my god. To be stop. honest. Tell me I'm lying. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He's let's, a child, Holly. Let's move on. Right, that's not what we're talking about. What are we talking about? This match. Okay, so what's happening? Talk me through it. Um there's a sleeper hold. Or I'm a choke a, hold. I'm asleep. I'm asleep. I'm, I'm asleep. asleep. So this isn't technically a sleeper hold because it is just a chin lock. Oh. Because the sleeper hold, they tend to just put a hold. the hand on top of the head as well. Because in theory, you're pushing the head forward to block, block off, off the, mm-hmm. the blood circulation. So this is just a, we're going to have a little rest. This is a I'm Randy Orton special. I'm just going to put special. your head in my elbow hole. Elbow hole? I couldn't think I think of... you should go to the doctor if you've got an elbow hole. I couldn't think of a better way to explain it. This is why you do most of the talking. Because if I narrated this, people would be like, what the fuck are you watching? It's more entertaining, I think, if you, oh, you narrate it. So Jay White is now slapping Omega. By this point, I'm very bored of Omega being in the ring. Let's let's get Hangman in. I think you'd actually already gone to get a beer. I definitely had, let's be clear. So Jay White's <laughs> strumming the guitar on Kenny Omega's leg, and I realise that sounds weird, but that is, quite frankly, all I can describe him as doing there. But also, this was the perfect time to get a beer, because I think I was back and out in two minutes, because everyone else was watching this. You were, and you didn't care about the outcome of the match. So Not really, no. But I didn't miss much either was great well they kind of go through sporadic moments of chaos Ooh. that i remember seeing and not liking so juice robinson hits a snap suplex and omega's rope kind of dangles over the bottom rope and snaps over if you're his not, legs just ping out don't they yeah if you're not quite ready for that you can definitely pull or tear a muscle yeah hammy hammy would be crying calf even yeah again the crowd loving it which i'm i don't know if they just loved it because they like wrestling or because are you really getting behind this guy? I think it's because AEW are here and the crowd know that they need to make an yeah. impact. Oh yeah, like I mean, even just us two, I cheered for people I would never normally cheer for, purely because you're in the environment. Yeah, and we had a game where I had to, but still, you didn't have to. You could have cheered for no one, but still had a pick. Yeah, but where's the fun in that? Robinson floors Omega with That's a forearm, nice. hits a jumping back sent on. Not my favourite. I still prefer Samoa Joe, Kevin mm-hmm. Owens, Bray Wyatt. That's something we didn't mention. 
Oh, the the Bray, um, the guy dressed as Bray. That was amazing. Because so, this was well close after the news of that he passed. I wasn't think it, it was the week of, of days. Yeah. Yeah, and so as we were waiting for the show to start, I think we'd missed a couple of pre-show shenanigans. I think yeah, Miro had come out and yeah. signed a contract with Powerhouse Hobbs. Um, but yeah, before they got the action underway, there was a gentleman in full yeah, fiend cosplay. Fiend. And from a distance, he looked very, it was very amazing. good. Very, very good. Um, and he started walking through the crowd. The crowd clocks him, and then the whole stadium started chanting, He's got the whole world in yeah. his hands. And really the guy nice just moment. stood there. Didn't we? Really, obviously, we know like it's just someone dressed up, but he just stood there and then took a bow, and I was just like, Oh. And then got just cheered hits by you, the didn't crowd. it? Yeah. It was a nice word we're not allowed to say. No. This show. Look Tribute. At the hair. Tribute. The guns are getting involved, Ooh. and fortunately, Austin Gunn throws himself into the barricade yeah, really with did. little assistance no, from... The head ricochet off the turnbuckle from Juice. No, ricochet's not in this. No, his head ricocheted off the second turnbuckle. It looked quite brutal. Now, here comes a man in to do cowboy shit. Good. Adam Page coming in, clearing house. Springboard, springboard, springboard clothesline puts Juice to the floor. Ooh. Ducks a clothesline from Jay White. Catches him. Is he going to go for the sack of shit? Fall away slam hits. And a kip up, and he's going to throw himself over the top rope. Springboard. I am here for that. Landing on Juice Robinson, back in. Close eyes, Jay White out the other side. No. Suicide no. dive. There's no room to do that. Back in the I'm ring. Sorry. Suicide dive. And he catches his feet, honestly. Caught his feet on the rope, he's didn't lucky. land well. Honestly, there's no room there either. Like, out, you see how little room they've got when they do that outside the ring. Just don't do it. He's. I understand your liking of Adam Page. He's regular good looking, if that makes yes. sense. He's attainable. He just looks like, to me, he looks like a normal guy. Yeah. Because he's in good shape, obviously, but he's yeah. not in. He's not a cheese grater stomach. No. And he's not yoked, as you He's going to have it. the world's best dad bod when he gets to that age, Ooh, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Just with a plate of nachos just on his belly. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Beer in one hand, his yeah. wife's tit in the other. It will be a magical <laughs> oh time God. in the Adam Page household. Mm-hmm. Other body parts are available. He has got frills on. I yeah. didn't realise that until oh, just yeah, now. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was nice. interesting. Oh, and Kota Ibushi is uh, going to the restaurant business as he's clearly just opened up a chop house. Hey, crowd love it. Crowd love it. Back Ibushi... Standing nice. moonsault. He looked like he defied gravity. Like his body felt like, like it should have so come down quicker. Easy. Standing. Wow. Safe to say the action in this one has fallen apart a little bit. Yeah, it's a bit chaotic, I'll be honest. As is most six-man tag matches, especially in AEW. But for me, this isn't the most stressful. It's about to get stressful. I don't think you were here for this bit. The fuck is this? Oh, okay. Ibushi kind of missed his placing. Yep. So what happened there? Ibushi and Omega in opposite corners of the ring did a samurai pose, ran across, cross paths, leaped up over the top rope, and then from the middle rope they springboard moonsaulted on their opponents who were both on the floor. I like the idea of that. It was, but it Omega did his Unfortunately, just didn't. Also, the cameras were nowhere to be seen. Yeah, I was going to say the camera angle had to be at a certain depth to get it all in. Yeah. No no pun intended again, all in. <laughs> yeah, I think the cameramen did them dirty there. What do you think about Jay White's 
lethargic run into the corner there. Clothesline. He's I taking a train. Have it. Stop. He is taking a train. Yeah. Flying back elbow. I, d- I, I just don't think I should comment on things like that. Pop-up German suplex. Right. Into a... Half Nelson suplex. Boom. One, two... Jay White clearly looking at the ref kicks out yep. three. Those when people do those though, how do they do that and not absolutely break their neck? What the half Nelson suplex? Because I know Chad Gable does that it's, very nicely, but it's one neck strength. So all the making sure you've got the support there uh, okay. with the strength in your neck, but making sure that you mainly take it on the top uh, of your shoulders. So you kind of take it on your shoulders, then push round to like yeah. your head effectively. Yeah, because they don't land straight at the back right. of because you'll get a concussion every week. Well, yeah, that's what I thought. Spinning Urinagi from JY and Kota Ibushi looks dead. He looks a bit tired. But well, also tired. awake. <laughs> and then we get to see so some of the lovely UK ridiculous. fans. What's that smoke machine? Honestly, who's there? Who Hot tags. There? Hot tags. Takeshita, Omega, forearms, because this is Japan. Oh, and he's taking his hair down. Oh, he means business. Nice hair, to be fair. Yeah, he's got good uh, Good locks. locks. Luscious locks. But it's like hair versus hair. Yeah, I don't really understand how to describe Omega's hair. Cause it's kind of like, But it's almost got like white guy dread starting as well. Ooh. V-trigger, standing V-trigger. No, Snapdragon suplex is countered, but his hit That's on nice. Juice Robinson is... Another one. Same treatment for... Jay White. I need to see that slower. It's. It looks impressive, it, but I'm not. I is, think if I watched it slower, I'd be like, oh. Effectively, he's starting to pull them back, nice. then he moves out of the way. So we see a. Oh, and he said a Tahada bomb. It's not that. Yeah, I don't. I, Sami Zayn hits called. it. The yes, when well, they go up, Blue spin Thunder them bomb. round, and then bang. Blue Thunder bomb. I like that. He executed that very nicely. He's a good wrestler, Tegeshita. Is he going to hit him with a V-trigger? Blocked. Kenny Omega. Throws him off the ropes. V-trigger to the back of the neck. Oh, is that what that kick is? The Poisoned Rana. I know you're not a fan of that. Does that make you tense up? I feel my neck like breaking in half as I watch it. But Takeshita kicks out before the ref can get to three. It feels like a really long match. It's longer than the first one, that's for sure. How, what, how are you finding it? Because I know in person you missed a bit of this. Yeah, I'm happy watching it. Like, I'm not bored. It's a little... Now it's fine. It was a little slow in the middle. But then, like you say, that's always going to be the way when you've got six people involved. It's never going to be over quick, is it? It was six people. Well, you can just about hear the crowd chanting, this is awesome. Omega has Juice Robinson across his shoulders. Tagging oh, for Adam hey, Page. In he comes. We're doing a helicopter spin. What are we doing here, Kenny? Fireman's carry. Forward roll. That's... As much as he annoys me for some reason, he is impressive. He is very impressive, Kenny Omega. Also, again, I feel like the cameramen did them dirty just then with what they did. Oh, my God. I do not remember this. I would not have been okay with this. Top rope flipping fall away slam. That was insane. One, two, not enough. That was insane. Who is that guy? Don Callis. So Don Callis is a... Well, he's done a lot of stuff in the business, to be fair. Primarily a manager. Okay. Um, He did have tenure in ECW, where he was Cyrus, who was supposed to be the network representative of um, the TV station that ECW was on, and he was used as a villain because ECW hated the television station they were on. Oh, here they are. Guns are getting involved. Sears me. 
No, they're, they're not aligned. No, they're, oh, they're not. They're just the bloodline, aren't they? They are. Well, they're not. The gun, so and, uh, the gun bloodline, but they're not. The gun line. Standing hmm. a hairy moonsault. How does his knee not pop out? Gosh. Slingshot lariat. Oh, well reversed there. Jay White oh, getting involved. God. Half Nelson deck. suplex. This action is too quick to call. Kota Ibushi takes a scissor kick to the face. This has to be near the end because it's chaotic. Face plant from Omega. Omega is now currently the only man standing in the ring. Hair, all kinds of fucking crazy. But his tag team partner's still there. But he's getting up. He, oh, he wasn't up. What are they going to do? Are they going to do the dual V trigger? Oh. Golden trigger um. is basically the double V trigger, which is just oh, the knee okay. to the face. But like, so one in knee from each person. Yeah. So Takeshita is getting absolutely painted by Ibushi. <laughs> oh! Jesus Christ, wow. I forgot about that. So Takeshita hits a jumping knee straight into Ibushi's chin and Ibushi is selling. That looks... I'm not a fan of overselling, but this is the perfect amount of selling for me. Yeah, it's nothing looks over the top given no. the level of impact. Brutality. Oh, hello. Slingshot Lariat sends Takeshita Nothing. bouncing off the ropes. Nice. Don't know why they're tagging, because I don't know if they're the legal... Oh, oh no, he was. He was the legal at man. This point. Now we're left with Takeshita and Kenny Omega. It's going to go around. The crowd are building up to it. Jay White snuck in the back door. Okay. He's going for the Snapdragon, they're countering. Is that his finisher? It's this... Not the sling Or like blade. ultimate... Kill switch, like, does he call it? I can't remember. We're about to see a V-trigger. V-trigger nearly decapitates Ooh. your boy. Roll up from Takeshita. Three. Yeah. And I was very upset. Yes. <laughs> so Kenny Omega hit the running V-trigger sent. Yeah. Jay White flying out of the ring. Takeshita snuck up behind. Schoolboy roll up and the three. With a count. lot of tight to start with, not necessarily while the pin was happening, but no, I think he remembered last minute that yeah, he was supposed to, let to go. have the tights. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I remember you being livid. I was livid insofar as that I'd lost two matches in a row to you, which never happens. No, it doesn't. It doesn't often. Don't know why uh, the security guy was helping him there, but that was interesting. But the match was good. Yeah, enjoyed it. Chaotic. Enjoyed, enjoyed seeing it actually being able to see it properly if that makes sense yeah it makes perfect sense do you think that over time hmm. Kenny Omega will stop wearing on you having actually honestly having just watched that properly yes Ooh, you are oh my god I'm so clumsy I'm so sorry so, so you can always move the chair slightly back so I just think I'm clumsy today you are clumsy um, look at the sound bar on that. I know right oh my god very sorry um, yeah actually having just watched that I, I'm quite impressed I think if I watched him more it'd be he wouldn't grate on me at all well, because I don't watch it enough that's probably why not talking out of turn, from what I understand from our conversations, your big issue with Kenny Omega is nothing more than his face. <laughs> that makes me sound so shallow, and I don't mean well, it not, like that. Not because he's ugly, because there's a no, lot of ugly no, people out not. there. But there's something, something about him, just... I don't know. What about the he's Young Bucks? Extremely skilled. Right, I don't... Oh, don't get me started on the Young Bucks. We're going to have to. The Young Bucks are effectively meant to be... 
effectively. Oh, crap. Sorry, she's just got to get two fingers Sorry. down there. Oh, my God. Of drink. Of drink. Yeah, again, I don't feel like we need to caveat that. I do. I do. I don't, I don't want two fingers to be the next short that comes out. Just constantly two fingers. <laughs> yeah, three fingers if you like. It's up to you. More of a four-finger kick-out myself. Yeah, I thought you preferred a chunky. Um, oh, fuck off. <laughs> so the Young Bucks. Anyway, Young Bucks. Aren't they meant to be the new Hardy Boys? Well, not new anymore. Anything. But do you know what I mean? Like, they... Oh, I was going to say it again. They basically... What are they paying? Oh, stop it. But they... I can't use any of the words I, I want to use. I know. I'm, right, I'm just going to give in the two fingers. To me... Oh, my God. They are showing the Hardy Boys now that they were in their peak. And I, I just... I, I take it because I can't think of a better way. You've got to put four fingers down. Yeah, I know. What are they dressed as? Ali G here? Isn't that a Freddie Mercury vest? Oh, it is Freddie Mercury. Definitely not Ali G. I don't know why. Because it's in London. It is. There was a, a few uh, tributes that were paid to the the wonderful United is. Kingdom. Mm-hmm. The Young Bucks, I think, are great. Mm-hmm. But I just don't like the whole compare them to the Hardys because yeah, I know. let them go Let them the be them. Room. I'll be honest. They're, in my opinion... Better. Yes. Yeah, I d- I'm not going to fight that. But the, I just... I think it's for me, it's because the Hardys are such a iconic scene for you big thing for me yeah that then because they have been compared to them so much it's a bit like oh okay and then i watch and i'm like you but you you're not comparable because you can't compare something that happened at their best 10 15 years ago to something that's happening now i don't think you couldn't deny like apples but, and oranges yeah but you couldn't deny the initial similarities between for the two. sure so both of the older siblings are called Matt for a start. No, well, I don't know that, but yeah. Yeah, so you got. Uh, I knew that about Nick Hardy's, Jackson. but so Nick is the younger one. Nick is also blonde primarily, which Jeff Hardy started off with. Bit of a hair. loose, loose cannon. I don't think either one of them are more of a loose cannon than the other in the, um, the Young Bucks. To be honest, yeah. I think, in because I know they were in. Impact. I love fireworks in daylight. <laughs> yes, quite pointless, isn't it? <laughs> I think for a while when they were in Impact, they were called... I don't think they were called the Megabucks. Okay. They were called something else, but it wasn't... Megabucks sounds good, though. It might have been Matt and Nick Buck. Okay. I'm sure they had a different tag team name. Someone who's listening to this, I'm sure, will correct me. And were it not for the fact that I was just doing this off the top of my head, I'd have the information to hand. But I think they are... I think both of these tag teams are phenomenal, to be fair. I like these. I really like these guys. So FTR. Mm. Do you know what FTR stands for? No. So what were they known as when they were in WWE? I knew you were going to ask me this. I knew you were going to ask me. I'll give you a clue. It's the R in their name. Revival. Yep, the Revival. My gosh. So that was their name in WWE, NXT, and the main roster. Fuck the Revival. There it is. And that was because I think it was a And they've Cody got their Rhodes. Union Jack Union Jacks on. It, yeah, emblazoned into the FTR on the back of their, in their, their ass. In their house indeed. How many beers you had? Yeah, yeah, I know. We're getting there. With this tag team again, they mm. were I in NXT they were used so well. And then main roster, and this is a problem with WWE yeah. and what they've done with a lot of people that have come up from NXT. Yeah. They've taken what was good about them and just eliminated everything that made them them. Yeah. Whereas AEW, to give them credit, so for me, here's my overview of AEW. AEW have 
all the right intentions okay. to create an alternative option to the WWE. Mm-hmm. That isn't to say that the WWE can't have good matches nope. with good wrestlers, both male and female. AEW just cuts some of the strings that hold back the WWE competitors and wrestlers. Yeah. Oh, they've got their Bray armbands on. They do have their Bray armbands on. AEW... And Brody, in, oh, in sorry. In theory, no, it's all right. AEW, in theory, have allowed their wrestlers to be the best version of themselves as possible. But after a while, it gets to the point, not the inmates running the asylum, but I'm noticing that, much like WCW before them, AEW are making a lot of similar mistakes. Not insofar as bringing in people on massive contracts. I don't Hmm. really know the ins and outs of the contracts, if I'm being perfectly honest with you. But they're flooding it with any talent that kind of leaves WWE. They've slowed down a little bit on that, but there was certainly a period where oh, anyone who As soon who as left, someone left, you know that next week they're in AEW. Or after the three-month clause that's in mm-hmm. the WWE contracts. For sure. But the way that AEW book is that they try and make... So wins and losses matter. I have no issue with that. I think that's brilliant. Yeah. But everything then becomes, more often than not, like 50-50 booking. So each team has to get a win, then they have a third match. And everything in AEW... Is made is put on paper like it's all important. Everything is vitally important, and if everything is trying to be displayed as important, nothing is important as a result. Okay. So, for example, when you look up and down the match card, yeah, as you would say in your W format, yes, you need to have peaks and drops. It doesn't have to be the shits, and it doesn't no. have to be the best match you've ever but seen. But you've got to have some that are better than others, because otherwise, there's no elation and there's no sort of there's no peak and trough you've got to have that emotion in there surely otherwise roller coasters would just be a straight line exactly exactly that and AEW just gets to the point where they feel to me like they're putting matches that should be safe for Uh pay-per-view on free tv yeah yeah. and that's great for the the audience but then what's the incentive to then go and watch a pay-per-view if you're effectively seeing the same caliber and style of matches true that you then have to pay for I think that a lot of the wrestling they do is great, but I think on the character side of things, they're starting to drop the ball on a hell of a lot of things now. Right. I think there's only a couple... Like, MJF has done brilliantly. There's no getting away from mm-hmm. that. But I think a lot of that is self-made because he's just got all the ability in the world. Yeah. That's good. With the young talent they've got there... I know, obviously, you don't watch AEW week in and week out. No. But if I said pick the next big star in AEW... God. What name do you think of? Jesus. That's kind of my point, though. I don't know. The only one I know is the guy that they're pushing at the minute, which we saw in progress, which is Hook. We didn't see him in progress. Did we not? No. Who did we see then? Nick, Nick Thank you. Wayne. That guy. They look exactly the same. they got similar um, hair. But I, that, that's the only one I've seen recently, and I've only seen that because of all the shite that's gone on on social media about... Again, the battling between the two brands. Of, it's stupid. Oh, he, this guy gets a title shot and he's done nothing. Yeah, this guy's no. getting a title shot because he's won two matches. Tony Khan care. needs to get back in his box. I respect him for you know having the idea of AEW with um, you know Cody Rose, the Young Bucks, yeah. Kenny Omega, putting an alternative out there. That's great. He is worrying me. He's setting off a lot of alarm bells for me okay. as someone who's in charge of a company like this where it feels a little bit like the inmates are going to run the asylum and there's no steady force that's guiding the ship. He's now getting into pissing contests over little things that he doesn't need to be involved in. Stop worrying about... Sorry to interrupt, but stop worrying about 
WWE and what they're yeah. doing. Worry about the shit you can control. Yeah. Who gives a shit if Jinder yeah. Mahal's getting this, that and the other? You shouldn't give a flying fuck. No. But you then getting involved in a contest like that and then no, Jinder Mahal it's... coming out saying, well, who the fuck is Hook? Yeah. 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 It's stupid. Like, Tony Khan, stick in your lane. Do what you need to do to worry about your own yeah. house. Don't worry about what your neighbours are doing. Yeah. And also, why, why can't... Why can't they work in unison? What do you mean by that? Well, we don't have one. You don't have one football team. Like, I don't know how to explain this, but without they're not making com- sense. Yeah, I know okay. they're not necessarily competing. But it's in the same against field. each other. Yeah, but it's like why? For me, it's like if yes, I just prefer watching WWE. That's just me personally. But would I watch AEW if it was more freely available? Maybe. But I just prefer the format of WWE. It's what I've grown up with. It's what I'll stick to. But I don't understand the whole, you have to watch one or the other, which seems to be the mentality of that the companies necessarily. It's the just best. enjoy them both. It's the, exactly. You don't have to... Liking one doesn't mean you automatically tubber. hate the other. Yeah. I agree with you. But I'm just concerned, like I said, that I've seen Tony start to throw off a lot of alarm bells yeah. for me that he's going to start to lose control of this. Yeah. And I don't want him to, because I ultimately, mm-hmm. AEW presents an alternative option, not only yeah. for fans, but for people that can't stay employed in WWE. Uh-huh. It's a lovely platform for them to do their trading, and they can be not as successful, let's be fair, they just don't do the same numbers as much as AEW might right. like to think they're on the same level. In-ring-wise, fine, I'll grant you that. The matches that AEW put on, for the most part, are very good. There's obviously exceptions in yeah. there. But they need to focus on what is important they get lost in the bigger picture and then they start to lose their identity in the process and with regards to making stars the only person that i can think of on the upswing you've got a couple there maybe so like darby allen oh i love him darby allen's great orange cassidy love him also but i think also if you were to put them somewhere else they would flounder darby allen might have more success in wwe than orange cassidy would because Orange Cassidy is a gimmick, as funny and as brilliant oh, as it is. Brilliant, but who is he wrestling? How can I take him seriously? He's yeah. wrestling everyone. No, but I mean, if you put him into, to me, if you put him into WWE, you've already got enough gimmicks. You've already got, to me, he's uh, not on the same calibre because he's been around for so much longer and is, is just better to me. But The Miz is kind of, I don't know how, as in like their physique level of wrestling this is how i'm gonna he's not gonna be a heavyweight champ surely well in surely. aew he's what is it the he's, not the tnt champion yeah, the I international champion or something so like, like that. is that like the intercontinental roughly ish. supposed to be the same so what he would in theory be like a he's the yeah he's the workhorse champion he's the gunther y- yeah which could you imagine yeah i could actually i think that'd be a very good match but <laughs> i think my point with orange cassidy specifically is with the gimmick that he's doing, which as great as it is, yeah. it has a ceiling. Oh, it's got a time frame that it's done by. Not so much for that. Me. In terms for me, of anyway. Credibility. Like, yeah. Okay, so you're aloof, but mm-hmm. suddenly you're t- taking every match really seriously, yeah. and then you're ditching the gimmick. Well, then your gimmick isn't a gimmick anymore. You're just a guy wrestling in jeans and sunglasses. Yeah. And again, I think he's brilliant. He is good. But it's very limiting. There's, there is a, a ceiling that yeah. he's going to hit, and I think he has hit it, to be honest. But the only star for me that AEW that are kind of putting 
not stocking, but they're making him come across quite well, is yeah. Swerve. Okay. Swerve Strickland. So he's on uh, this show later yes. on. Mm-hmm. Former NXT guy. I can't yeah. believe they let him go, to be fair, because no. I think he's really good talent. But beyond that, the stars yeah. in AEW are people that have been around for a long time. Yeah. And to be fair, WWE fall into the trappings of doing this as well. For sure. And we are doing this match a massive disservice because this was, I think, it was my favourite match of the one of one of the best, I think. Really good tag team fluidity. The two teams The work two of them work so well together. Tremendously. So well. And it's the right contrast, as you were saying. So yep. we've got the Jacksons who've been flying around the ring, yeah. doing good teamwork with super kicks galore. Yeah. And we've got the ground and pound. Yeah. No fucks given. And you've got the two, FTR. two guys in black pants, two guys in white trousers. Contrast and is all there. about aesthetic. And white works well for the flashy workers as a pair yes. compared to the kind of the generic. Yeah. He's such an odd shape, his old Dax, isn't he? He is, but it's just... Is this... Oh, sorry, I'm going to... It's not a change of subject. Was this the match where they... Sh- who's got a gun? Yeah. Was this this one? Yeah. Okay, got thank you. Got a gun. Got a gun. Mm. No, it wasn't Dax, it wasn't him, it was, was it? the other guy. It was the name. other guy. Oh, his name's completely But yeah, everyone was singing that, wasn't they? Because he'd just got done for... So we weren't sure if he was going to be able to get here. So, as I understand it, the story behind this was, is Cash, that was it. Cash Wheeler, um, on a, a journey, going somewhere in the car, was frustrated, had a severe case of road rage with someone that was basically going too slow in front of him, I think. Eventually, when Cash got in front of him, as he was driving alongside his car, tapped the window Mm. with a pistol that he had, I assume, in his dashboard or whatever. Didn't do anything beyond that, but the intent's kind of clear and unmistakable, and he was um, taken in for questioning. Now, there were doubts whether he was going to be able to then travel and come to the UK. Obviously, it worked fine, but the UK crowd were ready to go with chance. It was, yeah, got a gun. Got a gun, Cash has got a gun. Brilliant, got involved in that because you came back with beers at that point. Yes. Went, oh my God, they're singing that song. Yes. This is a good match. It's a very good match. And the other chant was, please don't shoot him. Yes. Oh my God, it was. It was so good. Fantastic display of yep. uh, wrestling here. Dax Harwood and Matt oh. Jackson exchange encounters, pins. The whole match has been fantastic. It really, if we're going to recommend any match from this show for anyone that hasn't seen it, this is the one for me. I think this is why it's hard. Like this match in particular, obviously it's only the third, but this would be hard to actually, not narrate, but comment on because there's so much going on. It's just brilliant. That's a lot of modern wrestling, but Matt Jackson hits a Northern Lights suplex. I guess, to be fair, we're not doing blow-by-blow blow commentary. No, even in the normal, I, mean, I couldn't, so... <laughs> but even in the normal podcast format we do, I don't explain every move. No. I just kind of... Any, like, interchanges in between, I just put a brief little summary yeah. there to make sure it's touched upon. So here we go. I couldn't think of another touched word in time. Upon, so dear. we're going to have two fingers. <laughs> having a nice little... Nice little rest. Sit a minute while they gather their... Gather their lungs. It wasn't obvious that you were trying to time fill for me there. I was because I didn't know how long it would take to drink, and you're a better talker than I am. What what kind of levels of panic set in when I'm not allowed to talk for a moment? It's probably like a seven out of ten. Yeah, I can because imagine. Because I worry how long I have to speak for, and I don't have a lot to give. I don't think. Whose idea was this podcast again? Remind me. No, you know what I mean. I, I feel bet. like your words are 
Just better than mine. I'll take that. Oh, crotch to face again. Lovely bit of crotch to face. And this is a move that we haven't seen for a nice. while. Nice. So, like, as Dolph Ziggler did, um, or oh, was, had done tried. against him by yeah. The Miz, we see Dax try and rebound powerbomb Nick Jackson off the top rope, but it's countered. Another face full of crotch for Dax, and who then goes, goes for the rebound powerbomb. That is how you hit that move. Yes, nice. Miz take notes. Crucifix pin by Matt. Nope. Dax kicks out one more time. What are we going for here? Sharpshooter? Figure. Oh, yeah. Sharpshooter. Is he doing it the right way? But he's so close to the rope. Seems a little pointless. He's not doing it the right way. Uh, it's No, it's fine. He looks well happy with himself. That was a weird face. Oh, hello. He's now so we see close. Cash on the apron. Cash flips off Nick and a second sharpshooter mm. on the outside of the ring. This looks very odd, I'll be honest. It's a very good match. I'm just going to watch the one in the ring because the one on the outside is weird to me. Oh, okay. So Nick pushes off and Cash goes face first into the steps. And is that he's reaching for a... He's got a gun. Cash has got a gun. <laughs> I do like this combination nice. by Nick Jackson. He's so good. He is. So I'll good. I'll be honest, I'd love to see them in WWE. Yeah. There was talk of before AEW happened, Triple H was very, very keen mm-hmm. on bringing them into the company. Them against... Um, Anyone. Oh, God, I never remember what they're called. Montez Ford. Street Profits. Thank you. Uh, I think the ship has sailed for me on the Street Profits, if uh, I'm being honest. I don't mean... Yeah, I think I don't know what they're doing with them now. I think they'll be the next ones to get released, I'll That's, be honest. Okay, how or about this? Or one of them, because what they're doing with Lashley is weird. I'll give you a, um, a match, okay? Oh, okay. So... Let's say... Give me time to stretch first. A wrestle... <laughs> you stretch whatever you need to. I'll do the stretching after. Um, that sounded horrendous, actually. We'll move on from that. So, a WrestleMania match. Mm. Tag team titles. Okay. Four-way ladder match. Oh, oh we've God. Got... Yeah. No, no. It's okay. all people that are there now. Okay, good. We've got the Young Bucks. Yes. We have got Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Okay. We have got... Damien Priest and Finn Balor. Oh, and gosh. we have... Oh, who is it? I've forgotten who I was going to say. Oh, DIY. Johnny Gargano. Oh, I Tommaso love Ciampa. them. Those four teams, four-way ladder match. That would be amazing. Oh, unfortunate. little bit of a botch there by yep. the, the Jacksons. Dax Howard's going for a powerbomb. No, power no, driver. Reverse now. Boom. Nick Jackson, beautiful kick to the head, very CM Punk. What went for a form that? of a Panama Sunrise, but it's countered. Rolled through. Dax again, going for a pile driver. Or no, is it a spike assist pile driver? Spike pile driver's coming up. Don't there like it that. is. That's awful. One, two. Nope. Nick Jackson kicks out. That is not enough. Not today. See, I knew, obviously, because I've seen this twice now that this was my favourite match of the night. Okay. And nothing that I'm seeing here is telling me anything else. Well, that's good. Cash's hair is absolutely... Horrendous? Yeah. I mean, he needs a can of Stella in one hand. (laughs) String vest. String vest to be sitting on a sofa in his front porch with his dick out. (laughs) That's all I'm thinking at the moment. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Cash has got it out, got it out. Cash has got it out. Tag to Dax Harwood, who looks dead. I don't remember how this finished. Do you reckon when um, Dax um, has intimate time with his ladies that it's... Oh, hang on a sec. Boom. 
Nick Jackson goes for a sunset flip, but fortunately puts his legs there just enough for a jackknife pin. Kick out. Do you think Dax, obviously without glorious Tash, mm. when he has intimate time with his missus, that if she had a yeast infection, he can smell oh. the Hovis for a oh month? Oh my God, stop. That is awful. No? Alright. Oh my god. You you haven't thought about that before? No, that's that's vile. Jesus Christ. Meanwhile, this match continues. I mean, FTR looks dead. Yeah. Oh, miscommunication. Cash has been sent to the floor. Backslide pinfall. Very close. Super kick. Super kick. Oh. Lovely clapping attached. Are they going to go for a double, a double. super kick? Oh, that's it. Oh, that looks stiff. What about, um, and I'm saying this solely based on just what we just saw, if they were still together and working together, what about these guys, what was that, versus the Usos? Yeah, fine. Yeah. Spike pile driver from the Young Bucks doesn't put Dax away. Would he get on your list? No. He's no Jeff Hardy. Okay. <laughs> He's very good, a bit like ability, agility. I'm very impressed with his wrestling prowess. Oh, prowess! Thank you. Love Thank that. you. Which but, one of the Jacksons, if they had to be on your list, would oh, be on your if list? they had to. Let's see the face of the, let's see the face of this, this guy. He's shorter though. Gone oh. to my head. I think Matt's more classically handsome. Oh God! They're going for the Meltzer driver. Oh, reverse. Reverse to a tombstone. Super kick. Have to be very careful not to kick your brother in the dick. Victory roll pin. No, Dax kicks out one more time. Kick outs galore. JR doesn't know what he's doing on commentary, bless him. <laughs> yeah, it would be him. Yeah, yeah. He pips the post. I think Nick's just got a bit of a baby face. There's something about him that he can't shake. Yeah. Lovely bald spot as well forming at the back. We'll see that in a few years. <laughs> Are they going to hit a golden trigger? They're setting up for a golden trigger. Oh, or the okay. BT trigger, excuse me. Both hit knees. That oh is my God, mental. He's crazy. That was actually very nice. So Cash is running spear through the middle ropes, sent Nick Jackson flying to the floor, but he did it really well because he hit him kind of almost side on. Yeah. So he didn't run the risk of his legs catching on the rope. No. That was brilliant. Really well done. Really well done. I, it wasn't quick and like it was quick enough that I didn't get nervous. BTE triggers coming. Okay. Not looking great. And now they Aww. both give Matt Jackson a lovely kiss on the cheek. Shatter machine. Good night. Dax covers one, two. Nope. 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 What a match. Yeah, this is by far the best we've seen. You mean on the show or in the podcast? Oh God, don't ask me that question. I'll, I'll put. I it out actually there. think it might be the best it's so the best. far for in me, the, the whole thing podcast. For, yeah, for me, it's the best match we've yeah. seen on this podcast. Yeah. I can't think of the only one that comes close. To me, yes, and it's not on this level. Was Cena and Punk from that initial episode we oh, did? Oh yeah, just as a from taster. your that was your your favourite match, wasn't it? It wasn't or, my well, favourite your, match. Your it was selected. a match that had a meaning to yes. me. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I'm sure there's other matches I'd watch and go, oh, I love this. No, Randy Orton match. I love not that for movie. the skill. Yeah, that's lovely. Like, Cash this Wheeler, is full of skill. 
Jesus. I don't think you saw that because I think this was you'd gone to get a beer. No, I definitely left because I heard the cheers yeah. of who won. Like I heard when it yes. finished. Because you picked the young bucks for this yes, one. Yes, of course I did. <laughs> of course I bloody Not did. Not to give any spoilers as to the outcome of this match. <laughs> but the crowd are on their feet. And I'll be honest, a couple of the camera shots, like from this angle here, low down, yeah. looking so you've got the whole stadium in the background, it looks impressive. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, the stadium was not full. You could get another no. 10,000 or so people in there. Yeah. But it, you couldn't tell. It didn't look like not full, if that makes sense. I know that kind yeah. of sounds like a contradiction. But you look around and you couldn't see one area in any one position that was just dead. Yeah. Like there wasn't empty empty sort of chairs as such. It was just unutilised space. Yeah, which is mainly around the entrance to be fair because you can see it from this kind of camera yeah. angle. They blacked out a lot of the first yes. rows. I think they needed All the, the stage cameras lights. and lighting and whatever they need to be doing. But this opens an interesting avenue for us. I know after this one the next show we're doing is uh, the first journey of the march through the manias yeah but this opens up the door to covering other shows it doesn't yeah, just have to be wwe like nope. i said as long as i can get access to it we can yeah. watch it shatter machine from the young bucks to dax harwood cashes by himself about to get a bte trigger nails nick jackson for the cover one two and not enough cash still, kicks out still Crazy. Another audio um, touch which I like is the fans at the front row bashing mm-hmm. the metal sign off yes. the, the barrier. Really good. See, this is going to be, this is a very personal comment from me. Okay. But I'm never going to be like a ridiculously jacked guy. But I feel like Cash's physique is something that would suit my shape, if that makes sense. Because uh-huh. he's not yoked, but he's in good shape he's a stocky lad yeah see that would be my kind of physique goals not the kind of jay white shredded. yeah look that doesn't do anything for me and not that i have nearly the energy to attempt to look like either one of these gentlemen oh. brilliant counter into the shatter machine counter the Meltzer driver one two three yeah cash pins nick jackson and ftr retain the AEW world tag team titles such a good match five star match for me so good five star match there's nothing in there that I thought, this is crap. No, there's one or two moments where I go, ooh, but nothing where I'm uh, bored. See, and this is another testament to your timing for going to get beer. Yep. Because this is when everyone you just saw started to go and get beer. Yep. You'd come back. We oh, yeah, had four on the go. Already back by this point. And you hadn't thrown one down your top yet. Not yet, no. It does. It did happen, but not yet. It was funny because you were telling me off for accidentally <laughs> kicking a little bit out of mine as you drained half a pint just down your chest. So clumsy. It's ridiculous. So clumsy. No, that was yeah. That really, was really one good. One of the best. I'm just kind of just taking it in. I like, know. A moment yeah, to I know. Take in the just match both, that I just saw. Both teams, absolutely bloody brilliant. Yeah, fantastic. And you'd hope that. After a match like this, that they'd go back into gorilla. Gorilla. Is that what it's called? Yeah, gorilla. Like the position. waiting. Yeah. And and people actually just say, "That was awesome." I'm sure I've asked you this before, but right. you know why it's called gorilla position, yeah? I think so, but I can't remember. What's your understanding of it? And we right. see the Jacksons there, young bucks refusing to shake the hands of FTR, tut, rolling tut, out the ring, heading backstage. The crowd do not like it. Um, I don't know. Will you get pumped up? I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, Gorilla Monsoon used to be a colour commentator. For, well, no, he wasn't a colour commentator. He was an announcer, I guess. 
for the WWF in the 80s, early 90s. He partnered the likes of uh, Bobby Heenan. He did, I think he did some stuff with potentially with Vince. Oh no, Jesse the Body Ventura was who he worked with as well. And when he moved away from that, so he was a former wrestler in his own right. Um, he even had an in-ring altercation with Muhammad Ali at one point. Oh, wow. Muhammad Ali was a big wrestling fan. Oh, wow. Big, big pro wrestling fan. And he stole a lot of his shtick from pro wrestlers. So oh, okay. Ali's known for talking, isn't he? Yes. A lot of that he nicked from uh, Gorgeous George, who was a professional wrestler yep, in the 50s. Yeah, I know that name, yep. Yeah. Uh, and anyway, so yeah, Gorilla Monsoon, when he was backstage, he used to stand just behind the curtains. And because he was always there, it's like affectionately referred to oh, as the Gorilla okay. position. right. And that's usually where people like Vince McMahon and Pat Patterson yes. would have the headset on and watching mm-hmm. stuff through a monitor. So here we're doing a little montage of uh, altercations between group warfare. We've got here the Blackpool Combat Club, which is a name I just hate. I think it's <laughs> awful. Not a fan. No, I mean, they came together because of what William Regal formed them or helped form them. Right. And obviously he's from Blackpool. I understand... Like Daniel Bryan being in it, I understand Cesaro being in it. Dean Moxley's not a catch-as-catch-can wrestler. He doesn't do... He can do technical stuff, but that's not what he's known for. So why is he in that group? Was this... This wasn't the one that was all over the game. It was all over the Oh, gap. this really confused me. So this was the stadium brawl, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it didn't make sense in my little head. Because you can't see. No, so from our perspective, that the... They actually came out, so this was underneath us, if I remember. Yes. So we're seeing the Blackpool Combat Club walk out to the ring. Mm-hmm. So we've got Dean Ambrose, we've got Claudio Castagnoli, we've got, oh, I've forgotten their names now, we've got Wheeler Utah, and we've got Santana and Ortiz. That's yeah. who I forgot. See, Ortiz, who's got the straw hat on there. Is he not wrestling? Because why's he got jeans on? Yeah, no, he does. I'm sure he does. <laughs> I know I know. Moxley used to wrestle in jeans, but he just looks like he's off for a casual day. He used to have a very interesting look where his hair was like Tina Turner-esque wild. Okay. And he kind of got it cut down. And, you know, I'm not a big fan, but he kind of looks a bit like a bitch. If I'm being honest. Whereas um, okay. Santana's look is brilliant now. Like this, I just think, was lost. Because obviously you get people running or like getting in the way. And it's just to see it is just to me being in the crowd. I was like, I don't really understand what's Difficult going on. Difficult time security as well. I mean, to be yeah. fair, Dean Ambrose, I'm pretty sure, could I mean, beat yeah, his way through most of those himself people. Out. I don't know. Just this match in its in- entirety, I my brain just couldn't cope it, with it. It, it was fares better all over the gaff. Yeah, it fares better on TV than okay. it does in person for sure. Because there was too much to concentrate on. There was one point, actually, where they were fairly close to us and I didn't even notice. No, I wouldn't have. So, yeah, there you go. That's Santana. I think his looks yeah. improved massively since his hair's grown out because he used to have mm-hmm. a shaved head for quite a while. Oh, OK. So Cesaro? It's Claudio Castanelli. Wow. And that is Wheeler Utah. He's not ugly. Well, Claudio. Yeah. Well, and he tall. doesn't... I'm sorry, he's um ever, ever like, not ageing. But he also has pin eyes. Pin eyes. Oh, you're going to ruin him for me, aren't you? He's going to take his glasses off and I'll be like, oh, great. No, it's really pin eyes. I no. love Claudio Castagnoli. I think he's I a think fantastic he's so worker. so good. Charismatic when he's wrestling on the microphone. Yeah. He just doesn't have it. And I don't even think it's a language thing. I just don't think he's no. got that within him. Just reunite the bar. 
<laughs> one last round. Hey, at the bar. Yeah. Very nice. Hey. So now we get. I have this video on my phone. Best friends <laughs> this entrance because I thought this his entrance is great. Do you remember the guy that cosplayed as Orange Cassidy at the bar? As yes, well? very good. What do you think about the the Texas tuxedo that we've got? Oh, there? I'm not. I'm not opposed to double denim. As we know, I like a. I like a cowboy, I like country, cowboy therefore you get used baby. to double denim. And of course, uh, oh. Trent Beretta, formerly in WWE. More fireworks in daylight. Yeah. Such a waste. Did and they that even was have dusk, fireworks but... in the evening? Oh, they did, didn't they? Yeah. I don't remember any of that. I think Orange Cassidy's brilliant. I just, it's a tough spot he's in to go yeah. from aloof to serious. Yeah. Now we've got tag team partners so we've got uh, Chuck Taylor's come out obviously with uh, Trent uh, as the best friends now we've got Eddie Kingston this guy is d- honestly he's crazy. just a fucking brawler and here he goes running straight into Claudio who he dumped tackles the two start ball- little roll around on the floor away. what do you think of uh, Penta Pentagon's uh, outfit there Penta L Zero I mean hang on where <laughs> there's too yeah. much going on wow yes I do remember seeing that actually well, we see a, a different version of it later on, which really confused us. Yeah. That was the moment that completely <laughs> stumped me. So oh, this match is going to be a lot of chaos. So too much. Although I would say, if there's one memory from me yeah. of an incident from the show that will stick with me oh, more than no, any other. Oh, no, it's this one. This oh, is in this match. God, I remember this now. I won't get there. We'll, we'll cover it when it appears over oh. the course of the match. It's oh, fan, I've done it yeah. again. Drink. Apologies. Yeah. Yes, I do remember that happening and being so far away and being like, oh, good, brilliant, can see that. But Eddie Kingston. Yeah. Is he actually, like, he? if he's not, he plays the part so well of just being an absolute, like, lunatic. Yeah, he plays the part well, but I think there's a little bit of, there's no smoke without fire. Right. I like Eddie Kingston. He's always been a bit of a wild card. Mm-hmm. Um, he used to be in a so the earliest stuff of Eddie Kingston I saw was in Chikara which is where he actually had quite a rivalry with um, Claudio Castagnoli actually, oh, okay. so they go back to like we're talking 2005 right yeah so they do have a history with each okay. other um, and he's always been this kind of ball he's never been in the peak of shape he's like no. he's kind of just looks like a just like a normal guy a basically fighting and I don't think Someone that's Someone down bad. the pub on a Friday. He's got a unique look and it works for him. Who is that guy? Chuck Taylor. Chucky e. T. Jeez. I believe he might oh, be on, he the, on shelf the shelf next to Wardlow or around that area. Cool. Next to Hennigan and Wardlow. I try and just sit and focus because no, I won't say fine. anything for about 10 minutes. Um, Eddie Kingston's actually a very good promo. Yes. His ring work is fine. He's not the best. He's not bad yeah. by any stretch of the imagination. But his, on the microphone is where he sells himself because yes. I believe him when he talks. I when he tells me he hates someone, I think he hates them. I saw some good stuff when he was in that tag team with... Oh, I don't remember who his last tag team partner was. Eddie Kingston? Yeah, he was in a tag team with some guy and then they portrayed it as if there was, like, trust issues between the two of them. Right, okay. And that was actually very good and then they just turned on each other and game over. We see but, here Moxley's got a bit of colour. Oh. Kingston focusing. This for me, like watch it on <coughs> watch it on telly. Yeah, and it's fine. It's in still the, chaos. In, yeah, it is. But like in the stadium, I'm there. We're probably 
having a chat, like commenting on it. I can see what's going on in the ring. Mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden, there's something also going on over there. I'm but pre- there's also something going on over there. And my brain is too OCD, ADHD to focus on all of this shite. I'm pretty sure what happened in this match, we were talking, we were kind of leaning into each other, watching the big screen, <laughs> yes. talking, probably playing drinking game actually at More the time. More than likely. More than likely. I love that whole shtick. Yeah. Penta L Zero. Yes. The look of that as well. You tell me that won't work fucking gangbusters in WWE. It's very good. Very good. Him and uh, Ray Fenix. So I think they are, they're brothers as well. The Lucha Brothers name is not great. But I think as a tag team they work very yes. well. And I think Ray Fenix was actually supposed to come over mm-hmm. for the thing. But there was an issue with his visa. And he oh. wasn't allowed to travel over here. So have you seen any Ray Fenix matches? Mm-hmm. I say Phoenix, but it's Phoenix, basically. Ray Phoenix. Recalling off the top of my head, probably not, but maybe if I watch one or two, they I'd go, are oh, a brilliant I think tag I have. team. I sort of, there's another pay per view. Maybe we should watch that in the not too distant future. Maybe I'll pick it as another show yeah. for us. Um, there was, it was Penta that was That's unfortunate. Upsetting. So we just see a backstabber attempt there by Penta as I'm commenting on his abilities, using a chair on Santana, but he kind of falls back before Santana does, and then Dean Moxley hits a flying RKO basically. It was a match between Penta and Ray Phoenix. Uh, def- I think they were going for the tag team titles against the Young Bucks okay. in a cage match. Oh, wow. Brilliant. Okay. Really good match. Yeah, I've got to watching that. Um, no, no, And this no, is the moment no, coming up no. now. Holly is obviously grimacing already. So we've got here wood skewers. So what you'd kind of put on the barbecue, you'd put your vegetables on it, you'd put maybe some halloumi if you're feeling fancy. No, no, no. I mean, the kick misses by a mile by Penta, but he stops Dean... Moxley from putting it... Dean Moxley, I'm calling him. The whole Dean time, Moxley. I've been calling him Dean Moxley. <laughs> John Moxley. Now we've got no, Penta. This, this is, is the moment of the match. He I gets the wood watch. skewers. I can't watch. And he hammers them into the top of Dean's head. Wait, look at this, Holly. Look at no, that. They are buried no. in his scalp. Uh, and then the effect afterwards, there's like a maybe a hundred or so of them in a group. They all fall apart and six stay buried in his head. He's still wrestling. There's still four of them buried in his skull. Oh, God, I just remember watching that. I'm feeling physically sick. I'm pretty sure we grabbed each other because we yeah. stopped mid-sentence. We just I think it was grabbed. beer in one hand, yeah. hands in the other. Like, yeah. what I think the I, fuck I was on this? your knee, you were on my shoulder yeah. or arm, and we were just oh, like, what have God. we just seen? That will be the moment that will stick in my head yeah. long after that. And do you know what's Who weird? agrees to that? Well, I'm calling well, him Dean Moxley. Dean Moxley. <laughs> John Moxley obviously agrees to that because he's mental. Yeah, true. And now we see Claudio and Eddie Kingston. This is when they were near us. I think us. this is a soup. I think these were like the stairs that I went down up about twenty times to go and get beers. <laughs> this was on the same level as where we were, yeah, but, but we I just didn't know known, they were below we us. Because we had just seen that happening in the ring, so we yeah. didn't know these two fools were battling no. around the children's section. I just think apparently. it's a bit of a waste. Well, it's a stadium stampede match. That is horrendous. Did you just see what Santana did in the ring there? No, I, I was watching. They... Sorry, I was watching. Uh, not Cesaro, Claudio and Eddie. So Santana put the two chairs like they were sitting upright, yes. but you put the backs together like you're playing... Um, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Ring round a circle, I was going to say. What's it? Oh, what's that game Musicals. Musical, Musical, Musical chairs, chairs, thank you. And he just powerbombed Penta on the top of the chairs. Ooh. So there's no flat surface to land on there. Ouch. We've got a split screen continuing. We unfortunately saw... Santana go to try and hit a pile driver 
on Penta on the chair, but he kind of kicked the chair out of bounds. And I think he kind of... There's a lot of people crowded around someone down there. Yeah, Penta's basically injured at this moment yeah. in time. Oh, here we go. Hands in pockets. Here comes This Orange was brilliant. Cassidy. I've got this on video as well, because why couldn't you not? Yeah, they've taken off the other guy, haven't they? Yes. So Penta's been taken to the back. And Cassidy is lighting brilliant. up John Moxley. Brilliant. With kicks to the knee. I don't know how his patella's still on, Holly. Oh, it's... I'd have fallen over by now. John is in absolute agony. Walk back. And John is ready for dinner. Pot noodles to hand. Roll through. Two fork in right. That is... that is cl- oh, And then John has been... <laughs> been a bad boy. And he has forked the living shit out of Orange Cassidy. That's not nice. And do you know what? Sometimes when you can't get to the food with the cutlery, you just go at it like an animal. Yeah, that is what absolutely. we're seeing John Moxley do here. Ooh, grim. A chair's been set up now. So the guy that got taken off injured was that from what we just from what you saw? Oh Jesus Christ! So we just see John Moxley brain buster, Cassidy on an horrible. open chair, horrible. And now he's dragging yeah, a I didn't baseball like bat with barbed wire over the face of Trent in answer to your question yes so yeah. uh, Penta was hit with a pile driver on a open chair or a, yeah. actually it was a sat down chair I think and they've there when they just dropped the lights red they've missed their cue because uh... we see this later in the match so backstage we see Chuck Taylor hit a suplex on a guardrail um, yeah. completely folding it in half on Wita Eula Wheeta Eula. <laughs> Wheeler Uta. You can tell the beers are being had. <laughs> Wheeta Uta. Yeah, crunches. Like I like that. Other crisps are available. Oh. And now, oh, maybe it was Chuck then that was hit with the suplex because now Uta's with Claudio beating confusing. up Eddie. Oh, here's Someone's is that Chuck. Coming? And Chuck's come up behind with him a with brolly. an umbrella. Oh, bastard. Jesus, That's brolly to affairs. Oh, that was good. No Eddie Kingston's thrown hit with it. a brolly. For his beard? Oh, for in his, his mouth. <laughs> so Eddie Kingston's teaching uh, Wheeler how to deep throw an umbrella. Skill. And we see Aubrey Roberts. Yes. The head official of AEW. Good for her. Yeah, good for her indeed. She's a very good ref, actually. I also like... Um, oh, I've forgotten his name. The guy who used to do uh, Chikara. Him, the bald guy. I can't remember his name now. Okay. I hate this guy with the AEW shirt. Clearly a plant. Really annoys me. Wait, where? That guy, oh, that guy. That guy there, yeah. 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 So he's wearing an AEW shirt. In the bar? Because he's... That bar, I was not invited to. In the bar going, oh my God, yeah. oh my God. Now the ref's talking back. Now he's like, oh, you're Eddie Kingston. And Eddie Kingston's like, yeah, I am, brother. High five. Yeah, Over fuck the bar you. you go. Into the bar. Now he's just beating up. This oh, I just realised who that is. Who's that? When I say 0-1. Oh, 2-1? One. One. Stop it! I think that's man like Darice. Oh one two one. Yeah, that guy is brilliant. The (laughs) guy who came out and we fist bumped. By we you mean you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh Jesus! So that noise didn't really articulate what we just saw. Chaos. There was a ladder that was bridged between um, in the corner between the middle ropes and Dean. No, it's not Dean. Still not Dean. Dean. John Moxley (laughs) pulls away the legs. John Dean. (laughs) John Dean. Pulls away the legs of Trent, who goes back first on the ladder. Fortunately, there's give on that. Oh, of the, uh, God, that looks awful. Because of the ropes. And now it's about to get a whole lot worse for him. 
Trent is about to be double power bombed oh, oh, through a ladder that had been leaned against the middle rope. That looks like agony. He's having a bad day. I think, though, this match, they kind of, all of them just said, you know what? Whatever happens, happens. Let's I just think, put on a show. I think a few things they decided upon. I think the key spots. Well, the, the things in the head, I'd assume. No, I think a lot of the big spots in this match, they kind of said, right, by the way, we're going to do this. Yeah. They must have had a run-through. For a show, uh, a match like this... Sorry. That's fine. Fall away suplex, yeah. and Trent is having not a good day in the office. Back first on the barbed wire oh, board. Oh, God. If I'm here, Mark, just go home. Just leave. The one thing I will say about this match is not ideally my favourite type of match. There's no, a lot going mind. in. There's a lot to take in. That's what she said. But... <laughs> It offers something very different to anything else that was on this card. Yes, which you've got to have, haven't you, really? Ortiz with the limp fish splash. Yeah. Is he doing Ziggy Stardust? Is that why he's got a lightning bolt I, on his I would eye? assume it's a Bowie yeah. tribute. Yeah. Or Bowie, whatever you want to say. David Bowie. Bowie. Oh, I want to say Bowie now that you've said that, but I don't know if that's right. I just Who cares? And so we see after being forked in the head that Orange Cassidy has got colour as well. Of thrown into the barricade. Everyone everyone seems to have a bit of colour, surely. It's about Imagine to get washing. even worse for Trent. Imagine Trent is just... I'd give up, I'd mate. go home. Trent has been treated this like a ginger hideous. stepchild and a pile driver on top of the steel steps, and Trent is dead. Nope. No, no, no. Brilliant. Great. A lot of bloody punches to the face by Ortiz to a very, very bloody Orange Cassidy. And how Trent is still standing. I think this is bad selling. (laughs) What, because he still stood up? (laughs) Granted, he's being pulled up and pushed around and stuff like that, but it doesn't make sense. He's been killed. No. He's been hit with four moves in succession, any one of which should have ended the match. Yeah. Look at his back. Oh, my God. Imagine the burns on that. I mean, luckily he's got jeans on, but... So they've made their way to the entranceway. Yep. Lovely all-in sign. And they're pointing high Up. above. High I think John Moxley's got um, got death on his mind. This is now, everything that happened at this point, from where we were in the crowd, confused me. Okay. Because I didn't know the importance of it at the time. I see a blind thing. Considering my vision is awful... Regardless. Oh, you didn't have a prayer, did you, in this one? So, no. I mean, lens is in, but unless they're showing it on the big screen, which they were showing only one thing at a time, it was very confusing. Yeah, again, for the, for those in attendance, unless you're near enough, it doesn't really land well. Now we I remember, we I remember this, this coming in. A white in. van coming out of nowhere, yep. slowly driving its way towards the entrance ramp from the side entrance. No rush. And it just casually parks up. Who's that? As the Blackpool Combat Club just stand a bit confused. And that's Sue. And now you might ask, who the fuck is Sue? So Sue is Trent's mum. And John Moxley just went up and kissed her. Trent's gone mental. Blood on the van now. Oh, I see. Uh, There's obviously a backstory in AEW as to why she's involved in any way, shape or form. But here she is, and she's handed a tray of cakes this is so to Brent, ridiculous. and he is absolutely twatted, casting only off the side of the head. Why don't you take the cakes off? Why do the cakes need to come with it? That's true. What a waste. What a waste indeed. Now, oh, black back screen's gone black. Black, black screen. Um, 
they started playing music and I remember thinking what's this yeah and here we Yay. see now the alter ego of Penta yeah. L0 yeah and this is the hardcore version of him a bit uh, like how with Mick Foley yes. you've got Cactus Jack because when I heard yeah. the music, I was like, oh, cool, we're getting a surprise entrance. And then he came out yeah. in a different gear, and we were like, who cares? I also love that they gave him the hard side of the ladder to climb up. Yeah, that's tough, isn't it? <laughs> Just give him a double-ended ladder. I don't think they really do that. The shortest though, the shortest of the two, yeah, let's give him the harder yeah. bit of the ladder to climb up. So they're both atop the ladder, also, there's a couple of tables, and then the ladder oh, breaks. Oh, God. That's, that's dangerous in itself. It is, but it's because got, you're not prepared for it. It's not built for two men that two hundred pounds. They go back up the ladder and and a sunset flip power bomb. Fair fucks for them to normally you shouldn't go it. back to a spot. Yeah, especially after the ladder broke. But they got up there and they hit it. So Santana's been put clean through the tables. It's... John Moxley looks like he's delirious, <laughs> and a lot of the action has returned to the ring. Yeah. God, if I was a ref, I'd be exhausted. Which one? There's three, four. Yeah. Bryce Remsburg is the ref's name. That I was oh, there of. we go. I knew if I didn't think about it for a while, it would come, come to back, you. and it did. Aww. Group hug. That's a nice shot. Wheeler Yuta getting hugged, and now he's getting battered Absolutely. by the best friends. Cookie oh. sheet back involved. Ortiz is covered in other people's blood. Because yeah. he's not bled <laughs> no. a single drop. No. It looks like he's been working in a restaurant. He cannot control work. his Merlot, is what <laughs> no, I'm saying. Merlot. <laughs> Murno. <laughs> Murno, indeed. <laughs> Where's Eddie? That's a great question. Where is Eddie? He's gone. He's in the bar. Well, he's, did he... he's having a drink with 0121. 0121, man like the Reese. <laughs> Wheeler Utah goes to stab a man in the head, but fortunately he doesn't commit murder. Oh dear. Soul food. Mm. Offal waffle. What a move that looks like, by the way. I wish the teams in this were dressed differently. What do you think of the name Offal Waffle? Offal Waffle. More importantly. <laughs> brilliant. But before that, it was Soul Food. Offal Waffle. Oh, stop. Chuck Taylor is another uh, Chikara alumni. Oh. Here we go. I also remember him, um, him, Orange Cassidy being so taped up. From, I he think was. I'd watched it a little bit before we went because I was like, oh, I need to know what was going on before we watched. And I just remember seeing him so taped up and being like, okay, your lower back is fucked, your upper back is fucked, all of you is fucked. <laughs> this is not fun for you. I think that's a large part to do with how frequently he was having to wrestle and defend his title yeah, in grueling matches. Uh, but we see right, Claudio. Claudio swinging Orange Cassidy for days. On the outside, we see Chuck Taylor get suplexed oh. into Lego. Trent, oh, I like the little face-to-face head touch. Trent suplexes Ortiz from the ring to the outside, through two tables, and they make sure that they're okay. It's like the nose-to-nose. You mm-hmm. okay? Is that Mr. Kingston? Oh, no, it's John Moxley on the outside. Claudio's going for the Ricola bomb. I tell you, Eddie's in the bar. Reverses oh. out. Superman punch. Mm. Freshly squeezed punch, whatever he calls it. Second mm. one. He's feeling it. He's feeling froggy, Holly. He's fresh. He's freshly squeezed. (laughs) Three punches to the face. There's so much blood here. It's a stadium. What's it? Stadium showdown? Whatever they're called. Stadium stampede? That's it. Stadium stampede. Do you know what I wouldn't like? Having to get in the ring after. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. 
Didn't they change the canvas? I don't remember, but I feel like I maybe they, they did. they changed the canvas after this one. This gets worse. God. If only Jack Perry had heeded the same advice. <laughs> Real class. <laughs> Cry me a river. Oh, it's such a pleb. Oh. So we've got Orange Cassidy's taping up his own yep. fist in gaffer tape here. Because, you know. And someone's conveniently put a bottle yep. pow, pow. in a paint can or pot. And he's broken the bottle in oh, and he is smashing just... his fist into broken glass. No, thank you. It's horrendous. No, thanks. He's also got blood streaming down his eyes, hernias for days. Moxley saves Claudio's face (laughs) with a wonderful punch. I'm sorry, I just heard that hernias for days. (laughs) (laughs) The smell of deep heat must be radiating from that ring. Positively palpable in that ring right now. Yeah, they must. I'm sure they must have changed the canvas because also, if there's broken glass, whether it be real or not. They've got to change it anyway. It's not, because look how it powders. Oh, I know, but... Do you know what Look I mean? at that. The power of He's Mr. So Cassinoli. Powers Orange Cassidy clean into the air for a lovely, lovely, lovely European And uppercut. someone could just pin and finish this now. He could, but they're not going to. This is There's not enough damage, not enough chaos that there's we've seen at this moment. Far more... Hey, he Eddie's three pints deep. <laughs> coming out after blading himself incomprehensibly backstage for no reason. Because he wasn't bleeding no, last wasn't. time we saw him. He was fighting in the bar. No. What happened to him? He got glassed. I don't know. He looks like he's not had a good outing at Weatherspoons. <laughs> oh dear, they overcharged him for his Guinness. He's like, what are these prices? Oh, Claudio's back, getting hit with dear. a steel chair wrapped in barbed wire. Eddie mm. Kingston is making life miserable. Can't see though, can he? Can't, it's probably for the best. He literally not much to can't see. see a thing. John Moxley one more time but saves Claudio. Look at Claudio's back from the pinpricks of the barbed wire. Oh god, this is so gross. I just want to give him all a bath. Now they're. Oh, I bet you do. No, I don't. I actually don't mean like that. Now they're sharing favourite hepatitis recipes with this yeah. blood that they're exchanging. Spinning back fist to Claudio. Mm. Spinning back fist to Ambrose. And now the shittest spear you've ever seen in your life. And Eddie Kingston puts. Moxley through the table, other side of the ring, Orange Cassidy, that Superman punch was weak. on Claudio with the glass on his fist. Yeah. And that is all she wrote. Victory for the best friends and Penta L Zero. Hmm. Who was it? Was they were they a man down? Who was the other man? I'm missing someone here. Where was the who was the guy that changed clothes? Penta. Oh, Eddie Kingston. The, <laughs> he was in the ring. He yeah. just did something. I forgot yeah. about him. <laughs> it's three beers deep. This match was uh, my pick, and I picked correctly, did I? I don't remember. But I think as a whole... Oh, look at the congealed blood. No, thank you. Oh, my good God. No, thank you. Yes, because you can see them all there. They all came to change the canvas, didn't they? All the people that are... Look at that. We've got Moxley and Eddie just lying in a heap through the barbed wire board swearing at each other I mean it must be exhausting and there is just a line of congealed blood Blood. hanging off Moxley's eyebrow it's a hell of a sight gross hell of a sight good to know that it's clotting and healing though well yeah that's a bonus he does not look well he doesn't look well he looks like they've been I mean they look like they've gone to war oh that's miserable god well that was a Hell of a match. Lovely match. Very much a change of pace from what we just saw, though, Mm -hmm. wasn't it? 
safe to say that the tag team outing is still your favourite so far? Yes. That one was better seeing it on screen, but I just... Oh, it's a little bit much for me. The Kentucky gentleman, Chuck Taylor. <laughs> Looking like he has had every single drug oh, on the face absolutely. of this planet. Absolutely. He's like, yeah, this is just a casual Thursday. He used to have a lovely Bieber haircut back in the oh, day. Really? It was awful. Trent should be dead. He does look crazy. Trent looks a lot... This might make me sound stupid. He looks a lot like Mike. Um, Canellis. Canellis. Seeing you said Mike and I knew where you were going with it, suggests that he probably does have a look at that. They look so similar. Mm. So similar. He needs some deep heat and a bath. He does. Would you help him? Um. Get the rid of the blood? Yeah, <laughs> sure. I'd hose him down first. I don't need to be nowhere near that. Hose him down, then in the bath. Now they're building up to the, the next match. We've got Hikaru Shida, defending AEW Women's Champion. Yeah. Why do you look less than enthused? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think I was getting a beer at this you point. <laughs> were you not genuinely um, looking forward to this, this match then, or was this just a good opportunity as any? Oh, it was a perfect opportunity to go get beverage. I'm pretty sure I also went as soon as the bell rang on that last match. You did. But also, for me, there's only yeah, there's only one person I wanted to see in this match, and I know she wasn't winning, but I still would have picked her. You did pick her. Yeah, and so, I I've fully invested in supporting her, um, vo vocally, shall we say? Yes. So we're going into this uh, women's four-way match. Mm. We've got Hikaru Shida as the defending women's champion. We have got uh, Soraya. Mm -hmm. We have got Tony Storm. Mm -hmm. Is it the classic, all-time classic? Or what is she going as now? I don't know anymore. And we've got uh, Justin Roberts doing the honours in God knows only what kind of tuxedo that is. Straight out of the Liberace collection. Absolutely. And here I, we have... Oh, I just don't think they should have announced her first. I agree. I get it. I get it. But they're doing the right thing. I know Champ doesn't come out first. There it I, is. I do agree with that. But I think. And also, they changed her music, obviously. They gave her a Queen theme tune to come into, or her family came out with her, which is a nice touch. Yep. But I also just think, well, pretty fucking predictable. The entire Knight family are out here with her, and Sarai's coming out to We Will Rock You by uh, Queen. She's wearing a very unique outfit. Yeah. Kind of going sticking with, the, Powers, sticking with the page theme with a bit of the leather, the kind of grunge, but she's had so so much work done on her. She's almost yeah. unrecognisable as the girl that first yeah. went over into NXT, and I don't think it's for the better. If I'm being perfectly honest, I might be in the minority on that, but I much prefer her original look where she yeah. was natural. Cause she was naturally pretty girl. Yeah. And now she just—it sounds bad because I know, obviously, you know what there's been tapes of her doing we yeah, all do yeah. stuff in our private yeah. lives but I look at her now and I think it's a bit dirty like not in the okay. kind that you would say as a compliment either. right okay so Soraya comes out first uh, to Queen I just want to make sure they're not going to get copyright stricken if they manage oh, to God, yeah, hit so, any of this yeah, on the undertone yeah that's a very valid point but I don't think uh, we will I think we'll be fine uh, she's now in the ring and here we go oh that's your opponent. girl Tony Storm one that's of my girls girl. not the peak 
and I will Ooh. take a drink for that in a second. Not the peak hair form, the Marilyn Monroe look. I wasn't a massive no, fan of No, you this. liked her with the stripe. I like the grunge. Face stripe, backwards cap. Long hair. WWE, Tony Storm. Yeah. Shelf. Shelf for days. Yeah. Yes. Levels of shelf that are comparable by only a few. But you know what? I like, <laughs> I like here. Is that you can see she hasn't succumbed and had the plastic surgery. Yeah, she hasn't had a boob job, that's for no. sure. No. But she's, again, very pretty girl. Oh, the figure is ridiculous. Yeah, she comes out to uh, God Save the Queen, which I think is interesting. Yeah. I mean, obviously part of the Commonwealth, Australia, so yeah. still have our sovereign as their sovereign, but... Wearing a nightdress. Yeah, again, she's just going for the kind of classic throwback yeah. 1930s, 1940s look. Oh, is this mine? was this mine when I got vocally next? It must be, wasn't it? Was. It was. I'm sure she had fireworks. Maybe. Actually, you're probably right. I got very overexcited. Here we are. This was my pick. Do you want to do the honours? <laughs> Dr. Britt Baker DMD. Wait for the fireworks. Very, very happy. She is an absolute rocket. Yes. Again, it's a bit too heavy on the fake tan for me. Like her gear. It's very giving Christina Aguilera dirty vibes. Here for it. Here for it. Yeah, she's definitely not an ugly girl. Absolutely not. And a legitimate dentist as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's incredible. I mean, why not, eh? Why not? I like the fact that, you know, her parents are like so proud that she's got, you know, the doctorship <laughs> behind her, uh, the doctorate behind her. And uh, yeah, and then what are you going to do? I'm, I actually want to wrestle. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, she's got dreams. a job to fall back on. Oh, yeah, she's going to be fine. Absolutely. Well, as long as she keeps all the faculties and eyes in yeah. check, then we're good. Yeah. And they've done. Exactly what I say they should do for all title matches. Yeah, the champion, champion comes come out last. Agreed. Hikaru Oshida, arguably the least popular out of the four yes. women, but that's still the treatment yeah. that the champion should get coming in last. No, this I is do. Who trying to dethrone. I do agree with you. Actually, it doesn't make sense to me when the champ comes out first. No. Now this is very complex gear. What what are you making of what we're seeing it's here? It's a lot. It's a lot. But again, it's a nice contrast to what everyone else is wearing. She's in, like, full shiny white. I could be wrong. Mm. Am I right in thinking that the only woman who didn't get any fireworks is Tony Storm? Yes. Wow, that's that's harsh. Yes. You are correct. That's harsh. So going into this match, mm. I just had a, an inkling. Yes. Based on nothing I'd read, just thinking hometown girl, oh, Soraya. Of course. I thought was going to walk out. When it, I mean, Hikaru Shida, not ugly either. No. Interesting gear too. Yeah, very interesting. Here for that gear. too. Very nice. Again, wouldn't have noticed that where we were. No. To me, it would have looked like she was just in full on like a white catsuit. Yeah, it did. To be fair. Um. But yeah, to me, like, who else? Who else are they going to give it to? Who else is going to get the pop? Well, she Shida could have retained. Britt yeah. Baker would have got a pop. Oh, I know. It's just like you say. It's the hometown. Thing. Again, this is a match that I, w- I just didn't really see a lot of. No, I think you were here for most of it as well. No, as in, because there's two, <laughs> there's not two, it's not one on one. Okay. It's like, so when you're further away, and to me, pa- although Paige is dark haired and Tony Storm is blonde. Sorry. Oh, God, sorry. It's, their gear is so similar. Well, they were part of the same faction, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, so at times it's a little hard to differentiate 
who's doing what to who. So we're seeing some pretty slick exchanges, all women kind of going at each other. Obviously, Tony Storm and Soraya are trying to stay away from each other, but mm-hmm. Britt Baker set them up to hit... Well, Soraya basically hit a DDT on Tony Storm and Baker clotheslined Soraya, so she wiped both women out in one move. I, the, I'll be honest, so and this is going to sound weird, but appreciating Tony Storm isn't doesn't have a lot up top and that's not yeah, what yeah. I'm about to criticise that's still a little bit too skimpy that top for me yeah because it just looks like you're asking for an accident waiting to oh happen. yeah yeah I know what you mean like one move wrong and you're out Tony Storm spanking herself hey. in the corner runs and gives a flying Christ Jesus. almighty flying buttocks into the mouth oh my god neck re- Jesus but Britt Baker took it well. Now you've got both Tony Storm and Soraya covering Baker. They're disagreeing here. Shock. Because this was always going to happen. Soraya's going to have someone's eye out in a minute. <laughs> One of her norks. Yeah. Okay. Well, this isn't the match where you normally say, throw some jelly on them. Well, well. you you would if you were a guy, but I'm yeah. feeling like I'm saying that in a way that's projecting it on yes. you. Yeah, I mean, why not? I'd probably only throw it on DMD, I'll be honest, out of everyone here, but if I had to. I mean, you don't have to do it at all, but it's good to know that you've got a preference. So what faction were... I can't remember. I was hoping you weren't going to ask me that, I'll be honest, because I can't remember the name of it. Because wasn't it Paige, Tony Storm and Ruby Riot? Ruby Riot, yeah. Ruby Soho. Oh, Ruby Soho, yeah, excuse me. I don't remember the name of it because mm-hmm. there's been so many factions in women's wrestling that I feel like a lot of yeah. those women have been in. Because the two names that are coming into my head, yeah. and I know it's not either of them, is Toxic no. and Bad, and it's neither of them. Okay. Because oh, Bad was... That was... Like Naomi was in Naomi, that, wasn't she? Um, and he said Miss, um, Monet, but what's her name? Sasha Banks. Yeah. And someone else. Ooh. That's a throwback. That's something that I can't quite pull no. out of the old uh, recollection bank. They haven't showed um, her in the crowd at this point either. Did they not show that on telly? Show who on telly? Banks. Oh, yeah. No, I don't think they did. So, yeah, when we were in the audience, they did focus the camera on Sasha Banks. Yeah. Who was, um, I think she was top tier as well. Obviously didn't pay the same price that we did to get there. Because I'm pretty sure... She'd been shown before this because we did sit there and go, "Oh, interesting." She's going to make a surprise because we thought you were. We thought it might be a a fatal five way. Yeah, and then obviously it just didn't. But you know, now Soraya's mum wants to get involved because Tony Storm accidentally clocked her. Yeah. And And DMD straight into the cameraman. Right into his pecker as well, based on the height. Yeah. He's probably feeling quite stiff after that for a while, I imagine. You know, get a Charlie horse, pull your old hamstring. Oh, my God. So what do you make of uh, Soraya's mm-hmm. gear? You haven't really commented too much on it. Um, it's a bit gimpy, dominatrixy. Yes. Yeah, but that's I, that's always been the point with her, isn't it? Yeah, it has to be fair. Even when she was Paige, do you know what I mean? It's always been there. It's just, I feel like she's a little more enhanced these days or this day this day specifically it was very much pushed up as well like and the, i don't i think if it was all just black it wouldn't look 
It wouldn't pop. Yeah, but the Union Jacks obviously draw your eyes. It helps to that she's also areas. very pale as well. And English Rose. Oh, yeah, Rose. English Rose, yeah. And finally, we see Tony Storm and Soraya yeah. throw punches at each other. The alliance, at least temporarily, is over in this match. Yep. Well, turnbuckle off. Oh, Bottom turnbuckle off. That's interesting. Oh, I don't remember what this was used for. Oh, okay. So, Tony Storm going to hit a hey, flying yeah, asshole. she is. Ruby Soho flying all the way over from the United States to London just to run in to interfere in this match. I mean... She's standing centre of the ring, pleading with Tony, do not do this. Think about the group. Yes. And she has now stopped her, and Tony just absolutely rockets her in the jaw. Yep. Ruby's like... Could you imagine flying all that way to just do that and then walk out again? Uh, how much am I, am I being paid? Yeah, yeah, someone's paying for me to start doing it, but... Yeah, I'd expect to at least get a flying attack from one of the oh, women something. in this match or something. Yeah. Bronco Buster something, something. or something. Bronco Buster. Tony Storm <laughs> with a scissor, uh, crescent kick. Boom. And Britt just kicks Tony right on top of Soraya. But fortunately, Soraya's made mainly of plastic there and immediately is woken up <laughs> by the hard impact. Oh, my God. Oh. This is... Oh, this To me, this is what this match just annoyed me with and I get it you're always going to get it when you've got two people that are in the same faction whatever you're going to have that play on it but it's just like snore I really like that submission I think it looks oh, brilliant it does so it's like a modified bow and arrow like a sharpshooter where yeah. Soraya uses her own midsection to keep the legs of a storm locked and then lifts her off the ground with a couple of underhooks really nice move I yeah. think she used that in WWE yes, as well yes she did was and that, um, not the, oh no, USA Page Turner. I was, and then I realised it's not the right one. No, I can't remember what it's called. I can't remember the name of it either. But it's not a very a good move. Oh, it might come to me at two a.m. And in the middle of that move, we oh, see Britt Baker do a curb stomp right on top of Tony Storm, driving her <laughs> unprotected head into the canvas. Yep. And she puts the Michael Jackson glove on because we know what's going to come from there—the manable claw. Yeah. But Haruka Sheet, Haruka Sheet. No, we've lost it. Sheeta interrupts and now starts exchanging with Soraya. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Soraya rack is... Attack. Rack attack. Yeah. Reverse <laughs> rack attack. I don't know what that was. It was a big whoopsie. It's a mess. That's what it was. I Britt really Baker. like Britt Baker's gear. Yeah, it's good. To be fair, apart from Tony Storm's top, I don't have an issue with anyone's gear in this match. It's yeah. all unique. Oh, top right. Hikaru Shida. There you go. The name came back to me. The first name. Are we going to see a Meteora? Top rope Meteora, brilliant. That could have caused a rupture, but we're fine. Soraya covered two. Sheeta, not quite. No. I think all women, even though Sheeta wasn't the favourite, obviously, going yeah. into this, all women got good reception. You yes. Know? Yeah, actually really did. Spinning kick to Soraya. Sheeta covers, but this time Britt gets in the way. Into... Into the Gargano escape, but we're going to see it. Transition. She's trying to get her hand in the mouth, and this is stupid, because just put your hand in her mouth. She's well, got yeah, I know. no ability to defend this, other than the fact that she's clenching her teeth, but you can get your fingers in the mouth, if nothing else, but it is disgusting. It's grim. Like, why? why but she... it is true, by the way, that there's a pressure point yeah. in the mouth that completely is debilitating with pain. Really? So that mandible claw thing is actually, in theory, a why good move. Why you... Oh, no, thank you. She's a dentist. She knows where it is. It's just grim, though. What, what, oh, what should she call it? The task the control. Tony comes in but gets spray paint in the eye by Soraya. And then we see... Oh, my God. 
Spike DDT two three. Boom. Soraya has won the women's Shocking. champion in her hometown. Shocking. Of London. Well, not really. She's Norwich, isn't she? No. Oh, but Soraya wins the women's title on oh, home soil. God. Very just about staying in the gear. It, oh, I don't know. Anti climax. Yeah, I mean, I was happy she won for many reasons because I wanted to get the victory. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it made it made sense. It made, it does make sense. I wouldn't have been asked if she'd have retained care. though. Yeah. I wouldn't have wondered if anyone had won it. Now we've got the whole Knight family surrounding her in the ring. Happier if DMD did, because then I would have got a point. But yes, AO. I wouldn't mind. Can't win them all. Other than other than the fact it would have gifted you a point, I wouldn't have minded Brit winning. Soraya standing atop the turnbuckle, crying, and this brings this one to an end. So I'm looking at the timestamp on the match, and we've still got. What, two hours left? Yeah. I don't remember what's next. I or in the card. Well, I'm pretty sure I remember three of the matches. But I feel like three matches over two hours as we still see Soraya crying. So we'll just move in from that. Maybe this lasts half an hour. <laughs> what, her crying? <laughs> yeah. It did just remind me though, because I just saw in the crowd someone wearing that all-in, mm-hmm. like Aussie rules yes. shirt. Really nice. Because yeah. I wanted to get that, didn't I? You did. You also wanted to get a foam finger that said scissor me. Mm, no. You did? No, I didn't. I wanted the no. That's what Pudney wanted. Oh, true. I wanted to get the um. I wanted to get the uh, Burberry scarf. But obviously, they couldn't do a Burberry oh, scarf. Oh yes. Oh no, it was the um. That was. Or was it better than you, baby? That that sure. was great. Because be I thought we should both get that, but then like the concession was just a joke. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. And nice to see a member of Lincoln Park there walking. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually the Zebra Kid, I believe, is his wrestling name. Oh, is it? Okay, so now it's kind of... This is one of the matches I do remember. Oh. So we've got Swerve Strickland. Oh, God. I believe hey. he teams with uh, Christian Cage in a coffin match against Darby Allen. Oh, I love him. And Sting. Did watching Sting in person mean anything to you as a wrestling fan? Um, how is he still actually doing this? <laughs> Valid question. At the grand old age of, fuck he's knows. 60, around I that. know he's 63 now. Yeah. Well, you'd have only been 62, 61 here. I say I know that. I'm sure I heard it, but my memory is piss poor. I, so. he's, I, I know he's around 60. Early 60s. Um, I don't know, really. It probably doesn't hit as much as it should, but I know he's... A pretty big deal. Because he's bridged a lot of eras. So his mm-hmm. early run back in the Jim Crockett NWA days, yeah, he was one of Ric Flair's big rivals back oh, in the 80s. okay. This is when he had... I don't know if you've ever seen Sting. I'll try and get a picture yeah. of him like this. But he used to have a blonde crew cut. Oh, really? With different face paint. So... Whilst we see Swerve Strickland coming to the ring with Prince Nana, and you'll have to excuse me because I do not know who these two gentlemen are. One's doing Some stanky leg dance. DJ something. DJ Woo Kid, I think, was one of them. Yeah, okay, I have heard of that because I thought his name was Who Kid. Oh, maybe. oh but it's two O's, isn't it? So to yeah. me, I read it as Woo. Woo Kid, yeah, fair enough. So 
whilst I look up this, I'm Steam, pretty sure I must have been getting a beer at this point because I don't remember this. It wasn't. No, you. Uh, or I wasn't paying attention because I don't. You I would have, have commented a, on this. Maybe you did a toilet break or something. Oh, but yeah, I know you missed the latter part of this match. Yes, I did. I did, so I'm actually looking forward to seeing this properly. There's a couple moments that I remember off the top of my head that were actually very good. Okay. One looks particularly dangerous. And I, we know I very much so enjoy... Oh, I have seen Sting before. Yes, I have seen him with that hair. So that is what he was wow, rocking okay. in the late 80s, 90s, before he went to the Crow version of Sting. Oh, yes. Nice. See, Swerve Strickland... Has got it all. He ticks, for me, he ticks all the boxes of professional wrestling. Yeah. He's got the swagger. He's yeah. got the in-ring ability. He's got the charisma. Yes. He's got the whole package. And he's the only one that AEW don't seem to be letting down from the next wave of talent. Oh, good. In my opinion, anyway. Oh, this, I was so happy with this. And his roll neck. Oh, he just ages like a fine wine. Yeah, Christian's ageing very well. He's so, I know wrestling is not necessarily about how attractive you are but my god he's so much more attractive now than he was back then and I shouldn't have to caveat this but obviously we make a lot of comments on people's appearance yeah. it's all done in jest like oh, we did for it in sure. women's match but ultimately I want to see good wrestling I don't really give a shit what they look oh, like oh no um, it's so just so an you, added bonus anyway, yeah exactly so Christian Cage is coming out looking like all kinds of bitch Steve Jobs on the weekend with Steve his Jobs on the weekend sleeveless or um, Howard Wolowitz from How I Met Your Mother oh Oh, that's a good reference, that is. Thank you. We saw him come out with Luchasaurus. So Luchasaurus is, in my head, a monster. But Christian didn't look that much shorter than him. He's a tall guy, though, isn't he? Christian, Christian. I want to say 6'2". Yeah. You might have to look that up for me. But if I'm a betting man, I'm saying 6'2". 6'2", yeah. Yeah, I'd probably say 6'2". Let's see what... So Swerve must be about 6'2", then, because he was of height with him. Oh, is this Derby? So here we uh, see Sting being Jack the Ripper. Good ode to... That is so well avoided. You yeah, avoided paying, paying the ultimate price. I like it because it's a personal touch of the location, like London. I know Finn Balor did it in his NXT days as one of the demon things came Six out. Six foot one. Six foot one. Oh, okay. Then Luchasaurus isn't as tall as I thought he was then. Because I felt like he would tower I over I wonder me. if the headgear gives a... like. A bit more of a... Well, maybe. A couple of inches. But mm. as fun as it is, like, paying a bit of respect to the culture and a um, bit of the history of the area... not pay respect to a, a, a murderer. Well, yes, exactly, a, a serial killer. Mm-hmm. But as we can see here About now, Sting on screen is being the Joker. Yes. So this was a phase he went through in TNA. Look at all the fireflies out in full Love that. Absolutely love that. The visual of everyone with their phones on, because I'm pretty sure we were involved in this as well. Yeah, and I believe that it wasn't this one though that hit me. It was later yes. on. It was the match that follows this, I believe. I think so. Yeah. But as we're looking into the sea of lights, this is what nearly killed my phone entirely, and it did die on our way home it did, from this didn't uh, it? venue. But it managed to direct us to the train station. You did a we good did. job because I was just wanted to go home by that point. Yes, I know that the. The shine had gone off of it yes. for you. The light point. had left me torch. Yes. <laughs> I really like Darby Allen. I know, I've, I know it's because of the 
I know what you're saying. It's the baby bird, the injured baby bird issue. But I also think he's very good. He is very good. He's a very good wrestler. I don't like his new tattoo, though. though. Have you seen it? No. It's all over his face. Like half of his face. Well, I'm all for tattoos, as we know. But it's it's not the one. But I was very excited by this. He's also child size. Yeah, he's he's pocket rocket. So I noticed you use pocket rocket differently for men as you do for women because you described. Oh, she's no DMD is not a pocket rocket. Oh, you just said rocket. DMD is a rocket. I take that back. I recall you did say rocket now. Yes. Face paint's very good actually on both of the guys. Yeah, very good. See how long it lasts. Christian wrestling in the turtleneck is everything I need. It's so strange. It's so just, strange. I want to hate it, but for him no, I don't. It works. Works. And Sting was given his throwback WCW music, which I know they paid out an additional sum of money for to get oh, the rights really? to the place. It's just so strange to look at. Like, he's old. He is but old, and... he's still... I wouldn't say he's a you know amazing, but they've still managed to somehow make it work. Put it this way, I wouldn't want to see a Hulk Hogan or Ric Flair match these days. No. But if I'm seeing a Sting match, I'm quite happy. And do you know yeah. what's weird? I haven't been to like dozens and dozens of wrestling events, but I have seen Sting wrestle twice in person. Oh, okay. I saw him wrestle at TNA. Oh, did you? And it was on the same show, even though he didn't wrestle and I was gutted, Hulk Hogan was there. Oh. And Hogan came out doing the whole thing. Oh. And, there was a bit, and that was the show I went and saw, one of the shows I saw with Jamie. Oh, I see. So uh, Jamie's uh, our editor on YouTube. He does a fantastic job. Um, we saw TNA. It was at Wembley Arena, I believe it was. So just next door. No. Yeah, Wembley Arena is the smaller venue next door, isn't it? We saw it there and um, Hogan came out and like, beat off some bad guys so to speak not that kind of beating off and then he did his gesture to all sides of the ring oh. and he me and um, Jamie just stood right up and there was a moment and he probably wasn't but it looked like he was pointing directly at us yeah. at the back and then did the thing and then me and Jamie just started mirroring that's it back hilarious a magical day that was so Sting's now got a cricket bat because we were in England. Of course. And England is a cricket nation. Derby's got cold, so he's putting a coat on. Well, if you actually look at the details of what they've put on there, so Derby has handed Sting a hoodie, but what is that sticking out of it? Because it's not rhinestones. Studs. It's not studs. Wait, what is it? What Am I meant to know what it is? I think, I could be wrong. Tax? Thumbtacks. What, out, pointed outwards? I think so. Really? I think so. But how would that be allowed Glued. in a match that's not... It's a coffin match, so it's effectively anything. Uh, he just twatted in with a cricket bat. That, oh, God, yeah, of course it is. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, yeah, okay, fair point. And the point of a coffin match is to get one person of the opposite team into the coffin and close the lid. Yes. And then game over, we're done. Yes. Okay. So basically, in WWE, it's a buried alive match. I would call it a casket match. So yes. it's a coffin match because you can't have. Because I'm sure WWE have trademarked a casket coffin, match. Yeah. Okay. So now we've got Swerve who's trying to choke Sting by dragging him out. Makes sense. Yeah, it's definitely uh, thumbtacks. Okay. On Which is why Christian touches it like it's a live snake. Well, when he speared him, he had to put his arm around him, so he probably see. jabbed his own arm on it. Now Swerve is okay. laying the beating down on Sting and I don't know if you recall this moment but we see Christian 
taping up Darby. It was very kind of Darby to keep his hands in place and then put them at an angle so they could oh, be yeah. tied up. It's very impolite of him, isn't it? Which also, Camo Daisy Jukes, right? I knew this was going to come up. I really like his gear normally because the tights are the same colour as the shorts. So for a long time, I thought he was wrestling in effectively like tights. skinny jeans. Yep. Or do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. It looked that way. But I don't like... Oh, Jesus. I, like I don't know. Sorry. I, I didn't like the throw into the turnbuckle with his hands behind his back. No. Um, I'm not... I don't hate it, but I'm also not a big fan. I just... It, yeah, I don't know. It's irrelevant, really, but... That is brilliant. That's so impressive. The, so, the balance and the poise mm-hmm. to have. So, we no, see... No, no, no. Darby Allen and Swerve Strickland <laughs> oh there God. just saved his life. Jesus so, Christ. we see Darby Allen do a Cape Rada moonsault with his hands, sellotape behind his back to land on Christian perfectly. And then he does a uh, suicide dive out the middle ropes... And front flips, not just a dive, front flips, mm-hmm. and Swerve Strickland genuinely saves his life. Yep. Now, we're not Gosh. too far off a couple of moments that I remember vividly in this, and I think okay. it wasn't too long. It's been good on that, like, nerve-wracking. Yeah, I think it was after Derby oh. did this. I don't think that was meant to happen. Oh, no, sorry, I tell a lie. I think I've done them a disservice there. So we see Swerve Strickland go to Spinebuster... Oh, sorry, uh, Sting go to Spinebuster, Swerve Strickland into the casket, which was opened, mm-hmm. but we see Christian lying down next to it, and yep. I think Christian kicks, kicks the, the lid door close shot. so door he can be slammed in it. Lid. Good, yes. good psychology. He's got a tack in the bottom he of his He does, there. doesn't he? Better hope that's a thick soul. Mm-hmm. Oh, Christian's got a soul, don't worry about that. <laughs> Darby Allen's thankfully been untied by Sting. Yep. And I believe it was around about this time that you actually did do a beer run. Yeah, probably. I can't remember if it was your final in the beer middle, run of the night. In the middle of a match, it's a perfect time to do it because it's so quiet. It was, and I think it was after he did the suicide dive that you were like, nope. Yeah, I do tend to tap out after those, I'll be honest. They make me so nervous. Especially as he did it with his hands behind his back. Because I remember you picked this one correctly, the outcome of this. So I won't say who you picked. It's for, for fear <laughs> of giving it any way to anyone who remember. may not have seen this show. Look at the state of that lad in the second row standing up. Christ almighty, is that Andre the Giant? Wow. Has he got, he's not got a neck. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> We're so horrible. Massive. horrible. But like, in all aspects, he wasn't just like a fat bloke. He just looked like a Oof. a giant. Yes. And the only giant I'm aware of was Andre, so hence the uh, not great impression of him as Fezzik. Oh, here we go. We've got Swerve Strickland. He's got Darby Allen on his shoulders. Darby mm. counters it into a stunner. Interesting. Great face paint, that. Also have a Darby Allen figure up there. Have a yes, look. I've, I've clocked. And I clocked do have Sting as well. Look at oh, that. Wow. So Sting just tried to put Swerve through a wow. table, and the table went not playing that shit. Wow. Just kudos to him. Wait for it. No. Wait for it. Whatever it is, I don't want it to happen. Sting's like, I don't know why he went that way. That's the most arse about why he could have done it. Sting's like, I'm not happy the table didn't break. So I'm going to sit my 62-year-old arse through your back. But look at that table. That isn't a table that's supposed to be breaking. That's like a laminate. That's not like one of those plywood ones that shatter. Sweet Jesus. Honestly, kudos to him. Yeah. Nothing he does in a match 
It's it's really good because I don't think he's bad. He's certainly nowhere near what he used to be, and he's obviously right, very no. limited, which is fine. Of course. But oh, when no. No. I watch him wrestle, I go, I could do this, but I wouldn't do it nearly as well. Brilliant. I don't like that. That's that's amazing, but I don't like it. So Christian was sat on a chair um, <laughs> on the floor. Darby Allen ascends to the top turnbuckles, jumps off with a shot, shotgun drop kick, and Christian goes flying. Darby Allen isn't done. He's, He's got him in a, a front yeah. chancery. Oh. Oh, yeah. I'm teaching you all this stuff today. Yeah. At one point, believe it or not, this is going to be a bit sad, but peeking behind the curtain a little bit. Yeah. When I was younger, because I was an only child, so I had to entertain myself. Um, I used to sometimes play DVDs of wrestling matches with the volumes quiet and pretend I was commentating Aww. on it. And I thought, oh, I wonder if I could do this sweet. and record it and then see if it's any good. Aww. So oh. Christian's in the, ca- in the cage. In the cage. He's in the coffin. <laughs> and Sting and Darby <laughs> Allen are desperately trying to close it. Oh, I'm sorry. But Christian's got his leg and his hands preventing the lid from that being shut. Tickled me, that did. He's in the cage. <laughs> And here comes oh, Luchasaurus, here comes Beefy Boy. Of course. Who was also in NXT. Was he? Not as Luchasaurus, but unmasked. Did he yet. look like this? Uh, minus the mask. He looks like an absolute beast. But haven't they unmasked him now? I don't know, but his I'm sure his name had something to do with Judas. He looks unreal. I'll get a picture of him. But I'm sure in NXT, he never went beyond NXT and he was cut oh. loose shortly oh, okay. thereafter. But... Do you remember any of this? Oh, Nick Oh, here he is. So this is the guy that we saw this at Progress Wrestling. This is the guy that we saw. I remember seeing him, because I'm sure I remember getting really excited that we saw him. Yes, and he nearly landed on my lap at that yes. event. I think as he um, flew over the top rope and landed on the floor in front of me, I said, yeah, that must suck. Yeah. And he didn't smell a deep heat. No. Oh, God. And he has just been chokeslammed by Luchasaurus onto a skateboard. So Luchasaurus came out to do the Lord's work for Christian. Yep. Help him from getting buried in the casket. And then and now Nick Wayne comes out and hits out. him with a skateboard like an absolute <laughs> chode. And for his troubles, he's chokeslammed oh, on it and then carried away. He's getting a nice carry back to the dressing room, though. And as I recall, didn't Christian kind of recruit him in the end in AEW? So Nick Wayne... I feel like, yeah, I feel like he did. ...turned on Darby Allen. But I don't... My knowledge is sub... Oh, shall we say? How do you find this match unfolding now? Because obviously we had the stadium stampede earlier, and this is got... for me. I'd rather watch this. Well, there's not blood because there's not too many people. Okay. Also, I can cope with four. Well, there's the odd other person, but it's all. I think obviously because Sting is older, shall we say? Mm-hmm. There is less. It sounds so stupid, doesn't it, to say, oh, there's less going on, so I'm enjoying it more. But my brain doesn't really cope well with more than one thing going on at once, so this is easier for me to concentrate on. Do you know what's funny? So this is the... You weren't here for this, because I remember this. Jesus Christ. So we see Swerve Strickland lying on a casket, Darby Allen, top of the turnbuckles, goes for the coffin drop to the floor, Swerve rolls out the way... And can you describe the oh way that God, Darby Allen hit that casket? It's the fact that he takes it with his back and his head yep. just ricochets off. Like It's like a ragdoll. Yep. So he lands full-bodied on the um, casket and his head ricochets and bangs off it as well. Jesus. He is a walking disaster, this kid waiting to happen. 
he's he's brilliant but i'm yeah. i'm not sound like a he'll parent. do any like he do you know what he is he's the modern day jeff hardy i literally was about to say that but i thought you might no he, me. he is they don't do the same move sets but no. the risk taking he does is just kind of, of just do it yep um, so I've got a picture here of Luchasaurus when he was in NXT. Yeah. And if this guy isn't on your list, oh, now okay. he, he'll be so on your list. Yeah. I just want to see your face. I'm going to turn the, the phone to you now. Okay. Oh. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah. he's a bit of me, he is. He's a bit of you, he's isn't he? He's a bit of me. He's like Corey Graves with long yeah. hair and no wonky eye. Oh, lovely. Yep. Well, thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. That's something for you to Google later. Absolutely. So Sting has just punched a chair straight into Swerve's face, but Christian. Oh, he's there. He's lurking with Christian's the, the ready to bat. ready to go. Step up to the crease. Speaking of the crease, he just oh, jams the cricket bat straight in the batty crease of Sting. Oh, it was a baseball bat. No, it was a cricket bat, wasn't it? I don't know. It was someone. So Sting's being sat down. Swerve's up top. Oh, not to Sting. We're going to see a meteora, or is it double shot? Surely stop? not. Double stomp to the... That's quite safe, to be fair. I think I'd rather it's take that okay. than the um, coup de gras. Oh, because effectively, yeah, all he has to do there is just is let push, his shoulders go with it. And then it. Sting slams himself off and then Swerve just has to make sure he lands yeah. on the canvas behind it. Look at that absolute dent. So the what Holly's referring to oh, there sorry, yeah. is the casket that has been warped under Darby... Because Darby Allen is a wisp of a He's man. A and he has absolutely caved that structure this in. Poor guy, Christian looking still on point with that. Um, wow. What would you call that without a sleeve? Is it just a sleeveless turtle? I guess so. Turtleneck tank top. Told you, Steve Jobs on the weekend. Not many people could pull it off. No. So this, this... bit's a bit dumb. Okay. And again, you weren't here for this because you were getting beer. Yeah. It does sound so... like I just went to this event just to get beer. No, you. Were, I'm making it sound like you missed a load of it. You didn't. I think I was quite quick. You most were very of quick, the time. and I'm relying upon this for our next visit. <laughs> yeah. So you see, Steve's oh. been put in the casket. Right. Okay. Well, this is silly. Swerve goes to close it shut, but makes the mistake of throwing a baseball bat in there. Because, of course, why wouldn't you? And then Sting dangles Div. his baseball bat outside. Oh. Sits up like the Undertaker, gets kicked in his neck, but Sting somehow defies gravity and rolls out the casket, but gets his ankle caught in it. Okay. Okay. Where's... Oh, they're there. How's that? Swerve. Where's Darby? Swerve picks up no. Sting. Leave him alone. Body slams oh, placed, the... Well, places him on the, the Places the him, places the oxygenarian lightly <laughs> upon the oh, okay. casket. Darby Allen's getting some BDSM on the outside. Christian from... is riding him like a horse. Christian's cage. Christian holding the TNT title in Darby's face, even though it's not technically his. Swerve atop the turnbuckle. Sting just gonna... prone. With one leg up, ready to hopefully quickly roll off. Sting has been known to not move out of the way of things as well. Oh. There was a move with Sammy Guevara where Sammy Guevara hit a 6.30 and Sting was supposed to move and he didn't. Ooh. He got the memo on that one. It didn't look great, he... but I think that's fine. Yeah, yeah. The guy got his feet down first, didn't he? So, yeah, Sting rolls out the way, Swerve goes headfirst into the, the casket, and meanwhile, Christian gets absolutely twatted with the TNT title belt on the floor. Good I'm a big, big fan of the whole Swerve look on this one. Yeah, yeah. 
It's like, and this is going to probably sound wrong, but he's with Prince Nana, so I think it's fine. African Prince vibe, mm-hmm. but with a bit of kind of ghetto about him still. Yeah, yeah. Really good look. Sting with a reverse DDT Ooh. on top of the coffin and Swerve nice is dead. Anybody. Not nice. If I was WWE yes. and I could bring four or five people from AEW, Swerve would be one of them. Yeah. Do you know? Do you remember who he was with in NXT? Oh, God. No. I think they got rid of them twice now. So before um, we go to that, so Sting's trying to shut Sorry, the I got distracted by his hands <laughs> stuck so in the coffin. We've got um, Swerve doing jazz fingers outside the casket to let you know he's alive. Sting cannot shut it. He sits on it and Swerve is still not allowing this match to be That's how I pack my suitcases ended. when I go on holiday. Well, certainly when you come back after the shopping spree. <laughs> Swerve um, will not die. No to answer your question. I don't remember. Here well, we go. You tell me and I'll remember that. We're coming to the end of the match. Coffin drop oh, from Darby Jesus, Allen. Jesus, this kid. On Coffin, Swerve Strickland. Yeah, because of course, I mean, technically, technically it's not closed. So, Darby Allen and Sting win. Swerve was hanging half out of the casket. The Coffin dropped to the top of the casket and Swerve collapses inside. But, as it slammed, technically we have about three or four stray dreads yeah. hanging out the top. So the casket isn't closed perfectly, but we'll overlook that one. That might actually quite hurt. If your hair's trapped thickly like that outside and someone's lying their weight on the top of it. I just don't know how Darby Allen is still walking. So, no, exactly. Not even just from this match. If he's got all his faculties and mobility when he's 50, I'll be stunned. 50? I'd say 30 at this rate because I'm pretty sure he's a child. I think he is in his 20s, but late 20s at this point. Okay, that makes me feel less bad. We've got, um, so as I mentioned earlier, Swerve... It's annoying now because I can't remember the name of the group. But do you remember, was it Top Dollar? Okay. Top Dollar and the other guy who I can't remember and the woman with the long silver dreads. Um, Hit Row. Yes. That's it. Swerve was the leader of Hit Row. Oh, really? Yep. And he was just let go. Oh. I think they all were at the time, but they brought them back. But I think Swerve had already gone to AEW. Oh, I see. So they didn't bring him back, but they massively dropped the ball. This guy's back again. The manager man. Don Callis, yep. So we're now going on to a match which was uh, quite controversial for the betting yes, that it we, was. we were doing between us. So Wasn't we had just... everyone's hero, Chris Jericho, yes. taking on Will Ospreay. And this is the second time we'd seen Will Ospreay in person. Yeah. We got a very close view of his last match that we were at, weren't we? Front row. He's a fantastic wrestler. Obviously, you know, there was an element of controversy around him. Um, Relatively mm. recently, actually. I think it's within the last 18 months. Um, it is what it is. We'll overlook that for the sake of the match. But Holly did mm-hmm. pick him to win. Oh, no. No, no, no. I lie. No, no. Let's I be lie. clear. Holly had to pick him to win. Because I picked Jericho. Not yes. because I thought Jericho would win. Mainly because I know that she didn't want me. to. You wanted me to cheer for Osprey. Yes, I did. Because that would have filled you with joy. And it did. And you know what I did? Fucking embraced it. I weren't happy about it, but I fucking embraced it. You did embrace it. It's like it's one of those things where you know you have like a kind of uh, uh, argument with uh, your other half, and this is not referencing anyone in particular. And then you have an angry bang afterwards. Mm. It felt like that was the setup for one of those yeah. where you were like, "Oh, if I'm having to do this, then I'm, I'm going to do it." Exactly. Right, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, because he sang, didn't he? So we've got Jericho going to do a Freddie Mercury. Oh. At Live Aid. 
God, yeah. You're going to use the word beginning yeah. with H? No. no. Okay. Tribute. So we've got I'm not this band, using that mode. I'm it's we've a got tribute. this band uh, Waka Waka on the stage, ready to do his this entrance w- thing. Oh, yeah, this was a bit. I was okay with it. I didn't hate it, but I was a bit like, "Come on, <laughs> let's, let's wrestle." <laughs> what do you mean you don't want to hear Chris Jericho go? Because you came back <laughs> yeah. when he started doing that. Because I was midway through singing his song. Yes. You were carrying the last of the beers. Yeah. So we've now got. Fozzy in full pomp doing Jericho's theme. Um, I mean, this was clever, him singing on the way out to the ring. That yeah. was fine. And I was it, worried he was just going to stand there the whole time. I was like, yeah, no, I no. did. So when I saw him come out, I agree. I thought that was good. And you'll hey. notice there on the graphic, it says Chris Jericho, eight-time champion. Mm-hmm. Well, he's only been AEW champion once, so... Where are they counting these other champion titles from? Yeah, I'm fine with it. And is that Sammy... Guevara. Thank you. He's it had is. his baby now with um, Ty Conti. Oh. He is a baby. He's like 27, 28 or something. Damn these people. They he's going to... Yeah, he's going to look forever young. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Sammy, Sammy Guevara. I think he had a uh, falling out with someone backstage a while ago. I don't know if it was Eddie Kingston. Mm. I'm sure he had a... There was a butting of heads somewhere along the line. I think it's all in the past now, but... So Sammy Guevara is again someone that AEW kind of brought out from nowhere. Because I remember the first yes. time I saw him in AEW, he was came out like wearing this panda head, not fully, but like a mm. um, like a deer stalker hat with the flaps coming uh, down, yeah, but yeah. panda head on top yeah. or bear head, and he just looked a million miles different from what he does now. Still the same stupid fucking hair, <laughs> but they started to do really well with him, and then it kind of tapered off a little bit. Yeah. Um. He's not uncharismatic on the microphone, but he does all his... He shines in the ring. Yes. Jericho's finished his performance. Sammy Guevara mm. with him. With the, pretty sure he had a bat. I think yes. bat seems to be the theme of the evening. Yeah. And we've got a long dramatic entrance for UK's own. Mm-hmm. The man who knows I can do better. Oh, God. Honestly. But he's a hell of a wrestler. Yeah, I know. I know. It's a it's a weird thing to be frustrated about, but with his, I just don't like the spelling of Osprey. Okay. <laughs> I don't want an e in it. Really? It's like Osprey. Okay. I just, I don't, yeah, just not. It doesn't look right. Take the yeah, e or the okay. a out, one or the other. So this no, was. I mean, it's annoying because I do actually quite like his gear. His gear is great because it's. It's very much tribute to tribute. See, I know you're looking. <laughs> it's tribute to what? No, no, you can carry on. I was just going to say it's very reminiscent of the British Bulldog. Yeah. Scared. Oh, see, night time. Fireworks. Good fireworks. Fine. Um, the most fireworks of the night so far. Just because what? Just because he's from here. Yeah, I mean. In but terms he's the of... least. He's the least famous of everyone there. What in this match? Well, definitely in this match. Surely Jericho should have got some fireworks. I think he did, didn't he? Wow. <laughs> Not as many as him. So they're showing on the screen now mm-hmm. um, Rev Pro, which is a local UK or a regional UK promotion mm. uh, where Osprey got attacked by Chris Jericho. That would be amazing Yep. to be at something like that and have Jericho come out. 
And again, for 50 years of age. Great. Fair fucks to Chris Jericho. Absolutely great. And I think, funnily enough, even though, again, I've seen a few shows personally, I don't think I'd seen a Chris Jericho match in person up until this. No. Because, no. like, my time of going to see that, he wasn't in WWE. I think he was touring with Fozzie. Oh, I see. So, what I recall of this match was pretty good. There's a couple of missteps. Okay. I remember nothing apart from shouting in your face. Yeah. I'll be honest. You did shout in my face. We were getting quite animated. Like yes. I said, it was the setup for Because an I had no band. choice. I had no choice at this point. Come on, Osprey! Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Livid I was. <laughs> oh. But, if a bet's a bet. But to be fair, this is it's all this kind of stuff that will... That's... It sounds stupid, but you know if you like doing a life flash before your eyes thing? Mm-hmm. I genuinely think our time at this show would feature in the little roll-through that oh, I did. It was so good. Yeah. It was so good. So we see Jericho mm, slapping Will and get slapped in return. And when when we went to the show... Which I didn't like. Boring. <laughs> when we went to the show before... So we went to Box Park beforehand. Oh, yeah. Um, as we were queuing up to go into that sheriff shit, um, I saw the guy that actually trained... Uh, Will Ospreay and because I'm oh, I say friends with him on Facebook we are friends on Facebook but he wouldn't know me from a hole in the wall yeah. I nearly went up to him like I'd known him for years and I thought oh, actually you don't know me and I've spoken to him like once mm. twice before but that's it but I nearly went oh you're right mate like as if you an old yeah. school friend or something which was stupid so uh, yeah shout out to Darren Burridge so we see a springboard phenomenal forearm from Will Ospreay Trying to be AJ. That'd be a great match. Annoyingly, it would. <laughs> if you had to put Osprey mm-hmm. in a WWE match, you oh, could pick heck. anyone on the roster. There's one person in WWE who he's had a ridiculous, like, acrobatic match with, and that's probably given it away who it is. Ricochet. In New Japan Pro Wrestling, oh, over really? the junior heavyweight title, they had a okay. match where it was almost like a it's one where it can split the room you'll either think it's fantastic or a shower of shit I mean I love Ricochet so do you think you'd, you'd find it very physically impressive what they yeah. did again I could find the show that that's on on New Japan and put it on the docket but we'd have to watch obviously the New Japan show as well but maybe that knowing that that's on the card we're good, yeah we'd have to mix it up at some point exactly. anyway, to be fair it's almost borderline French though his outfit now that I see it up close and personal if i didn't know who he was would i say he's british no what would you say hmm. if he put his coat i'd say french canadian if he put his coat back on then i'd say he was british because it had the union jack on it i don't hate it though but it does remind me it's like um it's quite cody cody rhodes-esque it's actually very cody rhodes-esque yeah no, like i wouldn't that. be surprised if he had those trousers either i feel like cody because it's a has... wrestling belt yeah like oh, no. wrestling belt lifting belt style at there the top go. um considering i spend most of my time in the gym you'd think i'd get it right straight away i'm debating actually getting one of those because i can feel <laughs> myself when i'm doing heavier weights yeah. for longer the strain oh, yeah. in the lower back so i feel like i'm asking for trouble then i still mm-hmm. need to get that um bar mm-hmm. that we talked about but I keep forgetting Oof. baseball slide by Jericho sends Osprey sprawling Oof. I remember none of this yeah you were fucked yeah sexy so Chris Jericho just <laughs> Jericho just to clarify blood. I forget as well that people can't see no. what we're seeing so 
So we're seeing some knife edge chops by yeah. Y2J. Ooh. Reversal. Osprey's ascended to the top turnbuckle. No. Jericho spanks him. Brings him down. They're on the apron. Osprey fighting like hell to get out of there. But Jericho will not be deterred. Will not be defeated. Oh, Jesus. And a German suplex Jesus. which drops Osprey right. straight onto his neck. That's horrible. That is brutal. Do you know what? I don't know if they did change the canvas because it looks like I can see blood on there. Oh, God, that's awful. That was brilliant. I know it's... it's I understand. It's only because of the... Yeah, you yeah. know. But that looked brilliant. Yes. Oh, he's acting like he's got a... Um, they're called a stinger. What's that? So a stinger, I think, is when you get a... Like, because you've hurt your neck in some way and it sends, like, the numbness... Oh, down yeah. Well, okay. You say it like that, I know exactly what that is. Yeah. But it's not... I just wouldn't call it that, but, yeah. That's what I've heard it referred okay. to as a stinger. Okay. I don't know what... So Sammy Guevara looks halfway between uh, extra from Greece yeah. and someone from um, the Sons of Anarchy. I don't know where he's, but he's somewhere in between those two. Borrowed Baron's lone wolf uh, waistcoat that he doesn't need anymore. How does this man, Sir Spunkalot, <laughs> get a name drop in every show we possibly do? And Not every. The, it feels like it. I Even, wish we watched him or we haven't watched him in a while. That's been great. Oh. To be fair, the matches he's been in that I remember... Been good. Well, Jack Swagger was one of them from Battleground. Yeah. Was it Battleground or was it No Mercy? Oh, I don't fucking remember. One of the two. One of the two shows you picked. Um, was, uh, yeah. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. I'm just saying, that looks like the kind of waistcoat he would have had. Have you seen him now, though? Yes. I'm here mm, for it. My, no, you can't be. That's nice. Brilliant. So that we see nice. Osprey do a handstand, flip off the ropes into a what I can only describe as a flipping kick to the top of the head. Nice. Jericho walks into mm. a reverse atomic drop, knife edge chop. That goes nowhere near his... Standing shooting way. star press. Now, I don't like that move. Do you not? It's impressive, but it doesn't actually add any impact. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, because, I think I'm just impressed by it. Because you're pulling yourself back to do the backflip. Yeah. So you're arcing away as you're hitting the guy, so you're pulling away oh, from I the impact. See. So a moonsault, I Whereas get. you're going forwards. Yeah, momentum. exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. So kick to the top of the head, another knife edge chop by Osprey. Mm. Into the corner they go. Osprey up top, knife edge chop again by Jericho. Jericho kind of looks like a faded rock star, actually, yes, doesn't he? Now that I think he does about at it. this point, yeah. Does Are we going to see a top rope hurricane runner? No, Jericho unloading on, with right hands. Oh, I'm not sure. The crowd showing that they can count. Osprey ready to touch a penis at any moment. A. And a well-executed top rope hurricane runner. Yep. Two, not enough. How did Jericho cut his nipple? Was it taping <laughs> off his uh, leather jacket? Who knows. Oh no, just got overexcited. <laughs> what just started bleeding out of the chest? Yeah. Disrespectful slap to the back of Osprey's head. One to the back. Forearm. It's. I'm sorry, Karen. No, you go. It's no, no, no. I had nothing of value. So that although there's noise, this is a lot different to the matches earlier on in the night for me. Looking at the crowd. Do you think the crowd have kind of blown themselves out a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. I 
I, I mean, I'm pretty sure it doesn't stay like this. But you know when you're watching and you're like, okay, there's no sort of... There's no clapping, there's no like... There's the odd movement. The odd movement. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know, it just looks a little lacklustre. I think it's because they've... That's delightful. So we see oh, Will Ospreay there hit a shooting me. star to- um, press from the top rope as Jericho's draped over the middle rope to the back. Very nice, well done. I think, you're right, I think they just ran out of puff. They're still live. Yeah, you can see like, that's a bit... And for the big moments, they're still getting involved, but they can't. you can't maintain that level. No. Especially this is what? Just shy of a four-hour show. Yeah. It's just not possible to maintain that kind of energy. No. So Osprey goes to the horse cutter. It's countered. Second one is mm-hmm. countered into a backstabber. And a code breaker for good measure. I mean, I was waiting this whole entire match for a... Was it a lion... Lion, lion saw? Yeah. yeah. That's all I was waiting for. That's all I needed to see. Even though I had to cheer, even though I had to cheer for the other person, that's all I wanted to see. Doesn't even get a name check; they're just referred to as the other person. (laughs) Offspring. There we go. He's someone that I could see genuinely not going to WWE ever. No. He even mentioned as much that he doesn't need it. You've done your research, haven't you? Yeah. Judas effect blocked with a crescent kick to the back of the head as a counter. Springboard Oz cutter, brilliant. What's the difference between that and a Cody cutter? cutter? Same thing. Same just thing, just called different. Okay. Um, just Osprey does it better, if I'm being honest. And the reason why he does it better Bold. is because Cody is a bigger man. Like, he's built yeah, bigger, true. so he yeah, just yeah. doesn't fly the same as Will. That's not me having a dig at Cody, because I'm not saying he does oh, it no. badly, but Will just does it better. Okay. Oh, I thought I was about to see a pedigree there. Going for a Stormbreaker, which is his finisher. Nope. Ooh, wow. Counted into a brilliant Hurricane Roller. Osprey rolls through. Walls. Jericho's got the legs. Is it the Lion Tamer? We're we going with the Walls of Jericho, because it's the same thing. Oh, he just has to call it different. I don't know what they call it, actually. I was just trying to listen to see what the commentators call it, but it was originally the Lion Tamer. Wow. Do you know why he goes for, like, the, called it the Lion Salt and the Lion Tamer? Um, he likes lions. He likes lions. He loves a lion. Simba is his hero. He's got him Reflects, tattooed just... Looks like a bit of a lion. He's got um, a Simba tattoo just underneath his left testicle. Oh, okay. Um, Has he just... got a scar at the top um, holding him, oh, I don't <laughs> holding if he had him over the... Uh... <laughs> no, you're silly. So when he was um, pre-WCW even, yeah. um, in ECW, I know he had this, it was Lionheart, Chris Jericho, and I think he picked that name up in Japan. Oh, okay. When he worked New Japan. So we see Osprey looks dead because I think we were talking over it, but Sammy Guevara run ran by, hit oh, him yes. in the side of the head yes. with a baseball bat. But Osprey is slowly, slowly countering out. Himself. Contorting himself is a great word, Holly. Thank you. Big right hands, well, right hands. <laughs> and now it's just turned into Ooh. a messy Saturday night blow fight. I was about to say, but that doesn't sound right. <laughs> but the two are separated. Mm-hmm. Damn. Do you feel like we peaked with the tag team match that was earlier? Um, I just feel like maybe it wasn't us that peaked. The show peaked and then we just um, went with it. How many times have we said the word? Oh, fudge. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll go first because we can't both be drinking at the same time. Cause then no, because no then audio. there's pure silence, so you go. Well, I mean, I'm just not going <laughs> to... If I don't talk, it's irrelevant. <laughs> 
So exactly, Osprey looks fall. like he's about to do the ro- the people's elbow. He keeps, you know, grabbing his elbow pad. <laughs> I thought he's going to whip it off. He's going for the the hidden blade, and Jericho hits a god awful yep. Oz cutter. That is one of the moments I remember being a misstep because I remember as we saw that I went, oh yeah, it's not nice. And then Nigel McGuinness tries to save the blushes yes. by explaining it away. No wonder we couldn't get to Wembley Way Station. My God. <laughs> it's bad enough when you're leaving uh, Wembley Arena, let alone the bloody oh, stadium. I know. I know. Yeah, because getting angry always is the best idea. It's powering up. He's using the, the oh. depleted power of the Hulkamaniacs from a <laughs> bygone era. I'm waiting for the finger wag. <laughs> Trading strikes. Ooh. Super kick by Osprey. Is he going for another Stormbreaker? Uh, Jericho no. rotates over the top oh, and grabs Aubrey. Oh dear. But he kicks. Low blow. He kicks Osprey straight in the nuts in a move that Aubrey completely and utterly would have seen. And we see a Judas effect. <laughs> she would have seen it. Maybe she blinked. One, two. Oh. To be fair, she does have thick mascara on. She might not have seen it yeah, through that. Maybe. That eyeshadow's potent. Yeah. You looking at my phone? Yeah, actually, <laughs> yeah. I can see it light up. It's lighting up like a Christmas tree. It's all Isn't the fans it? trying to get early access to the show. <laughs> Honestly, I'm a man in demand. The issue is, I'm in several group chats. Ooh. And just, I've had to mute, so I've, I left uh, a couple, so I'm just getting my tits. Yeah. And I'm a man, as you know, that likes to talk. Yep. No, nothing bad. Oh, going into a lion tamer. Surely not again. But it's reverse. I love that reverse. Yeah, that is nice. Where you cross the legs and roll through in a victory roll. Jericho just kicks out in the nick of time. That's nice. Osprey flips through a clothesline attempt. Goes Mm. for a powerbomb. Pretty sure that wasn't what was supposed to happen. Jackknife cover, 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 and no. Jericho kicks out once more. Yeah, that was. I don't know. It looked good, and Ooh. then you see the end, and you're like, oh, okay. Brutal back elbow by Osprey. Stormbreaker at the third time of asking. Jesus. Up top, That's nice. Stormbreaker connects. Osprey hooks the leg. Two. Jericho kicks out the Stormbreaker. You do not kick out the Stormbreaker. Oh, dear. Now Leave he means it. business. Oh, he's taking. The people's elbow pad comes off, and he's realised he <laughs> he's shouldn't have thrown it, it away because he needs that. Yeah. Don well, Callis right. picks it up he's for a late date. Sweaty elbow. Sell that on eBay. Yeah. Get about £3. What's it, I mean, what's the Superman arm for? Jericho saves that on Appley. <laughs> Flips him off. And a Brilliant. hidden blade by Willie Ospreay straight to the face. Jericho Again. lifted once oh. up. Stormbreaker. It's a cool nice. finishing move. I mean, it is. One, two, two three. three. And Holly won the bet. I did. And you went delirious. I I was overly excited because I got a point. Let's just be clear. I believe it was at this moment you went, Yay! Fuck you, I hate you for making me do this. Yes, I think were your exact words. Yes, I did. Let's just be clear. I get excited because when we play this game, I never win. And I never really get many points. So what progress? Me. So you won both live events, (laughs) or did we draw this? (laughs) I think we drew this one. Um... But that's why I was excited. It's not about who is winning. It's about me. <laughs> it's about me. I, I'll be honest. A point it was just, it's nice seeing you because not 
to say you're uptight because you're not. Mm-hmm. But it's nice seeing you metaphorically let your hair down like that. Yeah. Because I think it's fair to say, as an individual, we're kind of peeling back some layers. Oh, you're a fairly guarded individual. Pretty much. But in that environment, it felt like it was you, the natural you, and it was really nice. Mm-hmm. It was nice, even though I did lose the point. But I kind of sacrificed it myself, so you had to cheer for mm-hmm. Will. Yes, you did it intentionally. Yeah, I, said, I said, Will is going to win this, but... You wanted me to cheer for him. I really did. I really, really he's just, did. Oh, he's got a face. I just not to punch. I, it annoys me because he's he is very good. He is. And I think he has the ability to go very far. Yeah. Oh, he's already been an IWGP heavyweight champion. Yeah. Which is the top top title in New Japan Pro Wrestling. And Jericho is not having any of Sammy Guevara congratulating him he pushes Sammy away it's also funny to me though that Os- so Osprey wins yep. in his home country he celebrates and walks away but the attention is kept on Jericho in the ring sowing the so seeds of dissension so he doesn't really get you know he gets his celebration and yeah but also we're mainly focusing here on the person that lost yeah the Ocho lost <laughs> do you remember him calling himself that Ocho yeah oh Le Champion with a little bit of bubbly. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> the impressions are back. Sorry. That's funny. But I, just, I find that. <laughs> Not good. I find, it's funny. No, it's funny. <laughs> I find that odd. Like the whole concept of if I'm winning, I, I want my moment here. I don't want to have my moment quickly to. He's quickly, you know, left the. the Not ramp because it's flat. But do you know the what I mean? Way, yeah. And then the focus is still on, albeit the person that is much more well known, well known and famous, I yeah. suppose, than you. But I'd be a bit like, hang on, I just won. Taz, it's night time. It's fucking night time. <laughs> you, I love how you pick on Taz glasses when your man down there wearing a full-on mask. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's a full-on mask. It's not Halloween. I'd no. That's fine. Oh, like oh Halibur, here he is. Oh. Look at him. He's just so lovely. Just to clarify, Nigel. Nigel McGuinness, yeah. So, looking at Nigel McGuinness there, how do we feel about oh. the suit and shoes yeah, combination? I'm alright with it, because those are, are decent shoes. Brilliant. Nice suit and some Adidas trainers. So, oh, AEW oh, announcing oh. that the attendance was 81,035. Paid attendance. They put paid attendance, yes, mm. whereas Wikipedia was strongly disagreeing. I believe you had oh, an did. interesting fact you stumbled upon. It said that the local local government site, um, where they sign off who the like the number of people that actually go through the turnstile, reels off the uh, Wikipedia number that you gave earlier of the seventy seventy odd k, yep, rather than eighty one. So maybe 81,000 people, I don't believe this, but 81,000 people bought tickets and only 70 turned up. I don't know. I like the idea of like... 10,000 people just not turning yeah. up. They're all busy that day. Christ, you imagine how busy it would have been otherwise. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was quite interesting because they measure the turnstile turnage. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Yeah. So you taught me something. I try every now So and now again. we've got a little montage oh. of the House of Black with two of yes. your boys. He doesn't look good there, though, to be fair. I get Buddy... Look at that. Buddy Murphy, fine. Yeah. And they're going up against... um, Sizzamy. Why can't I think of their tag team name? So we've got Daddy Arse and... um, 
Oh, I know his name's not Jared Bowen because he's a West Ham footballer, but it's something like that. Bowen. He's got my surname, hasn't he? Yeah, he does, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, okay. The, and they um, sing as the they come out, don't they? The acclaimed. Yeah. Well, one of them sings. Yeah, or raps or Max Caster. There we go. This, this, got there in the end. Yeah. Oh, was this the tribute? Yes. So. This was lovely. What Holly's alluding to there is. All the lights in the arena go off, smoke comes out of the entranceway, mm-hmm. and all the fireflies in the audience come on. And as the House of Black emerge, they're paying a tribute to the late Bray White, who had passed away within the week of this event. Uh, they brought out a lantern to pay their respects mm-hmm. to him. Obviously, both uh, Alistair Black and Buddy Murphy would have had dealings with Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know about the their partner, to be fair. I don't think they necessarily would have, but... It was a really nice touch, and we couldn't quite see it from our side that they were paying tribute to him. But, yeah, very good. Yeah. So Buddy's got his arm behind his back because he's there holding the lantern. Yeah. Would you make of their outfits in general? Um, this confused me. In, in what respect? How did this confuse you? I'm used to seeing them all black. So House of Black coming out in all white and gold. Yeah. Is that not a good self-contrast? I mean, maybe. I think it's just what you're used to, isn't it? Every time I'd seen them on, on Telebox, they they were all in in black, and then all of a sudden now, they're all in white. I think, as well, from and it's memory... Better for, it's better for the viewing public in the stands, because you can yeah. see it better. But... but I also think, isn't it because the acclaimed tend to wear pink yeah. and black? Yeah, so it makes sense. But you know, in your head, you're just like, let them wear black. You changed to pink and white. That's cool, man. Just looking at the arena. Mm-hmm. It's a terrifying looking gentleman. Do you know where he comes from? Ho- not Holland. Yeah, Holland. Netherlands, yeah. Some, yeah. I know a little. What was his wrestling no, name before he went to Alistair Black and Malachi Black? I don't have a Scooby Doo. Tommy End. Oh, okay. Well, you still don't have a Scooby, but no. Is that Julia Hart with them? It is. She is now. Isn't she now the AEW Women's Champ? Yes. Is she? Yeah, I think you might be right there. So here we go. We get Max Caster coming out. Bowen's official. (laughs) Their gear is great, though. Yeah. But it is all pink. So they could have been in... This This will be the thing I won't like, is that their gear is silver and pink and pink. Yeah. And theirs is white and gold. So be this... Black, be black. So this is for the trio title. I, I don't know about you, mm. but I really like the look of uh, Brody King. Yes. I think he looks like an absolute hoss. Yes. What I like about um, your man Bowen there... <laughs> Is because we have the same name? <laughs> yeah, that's what I put it down as. There was a bit where there was a, a woman on the roster who was uh, trying to hit on him, and he basically oh my came God, up yes. with a comment and said, "He said, hey, 'Hey, I'm gay,' yes. and the whole crowd erupted. Went, hey, yeah. And I know it's like you know we should be beyond the point yeah. of kind of. I remember watching that actually. But I, when I heard that, I was like, that's a really Good. cool yeah. reaction. Yeah, nice, I, agree. I liked it. How do you feel about trios championships? It just goes into the alphabet soup of what I thought before. There's a, a foursome it, championship. Yeah, it's 
Do you know what? If it's a promotion where they're built around kind of trios, then yeah. fine. But again, it just feels like another title for the sake of titles, which the thing is, with that's what a, with AEW, everyone gets lost in the soup. Like, you, it's so different to distinguish yourself. It kind of... If I correlate it with a sport like boxing, right. for example, where there's so many different organisational bodies and they've all got their own version of a title, uh-huh. it feels like more people have titles than don't. Just It's silly. It's just okay. excessive. They don't need it, if you ask me, because there aren't that many trios in the company. Yeah, true. So they're like... So you've picked the two, the two that there are... Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you could say the I mean, elite, there are, to be there fair. are definitely others, but I couldn't think. But it's not a division's worth. No. So that was quite nice. So we've got Bowen, who guillotines the neck. Oh, he's got a lot of tape on. Of, uh, yeah, of Buddy. Oh, and Buddy oh, takes flight. Jesus Christ. Buddy Murphy. Oh, actually, it's not his name now, is it? It's Buddy Matthews. Surely we can call him. <laughs> can do. We can call him I'm that. trying to be, because it's in AEW, I'm trying to be no. true. But we've got no. Daddy Arsenal. No. Now. Oh, Signaling that he was going to go over the top, but House of Black are not having it, and big man Brody King is behind him. And Brody King's a monster, so that yeah, tells you how big beast, how big uh, Billy Gunn is. Number one, Billy Gunn. Number one, Billy Gunn. I remember him from the days of Chuck and Chuck and Billy. Billy and Chuck, yeah. Yeah. You look so, so good to me. Good to me. <laughs> yep. Takes me back with their little red pants. Little red pants, all very sparkly. No, no. Billy Gunn hits no. the ropes, comes back, and then Julia Hart Good stands Julia. up. Now, this gear is interesting. She looks like an anime character. Yeah. Oh, suck. Billy, we're in a different age. You cannot be telling women to suck your winky. Oh, dear. Look at the oh, I rem- No, I remember this happening. Oh, my God, I remember this happening. So, Julie Hart's been... Put on the floor. Spread. Spread akimbo. Weird. Bowen is up top. Scissor me daddy. And a flying leg drop right to the family bus- bucket. And they said that family bucket. It's a KFC <laughs> That's male. That's hilarious. But also, oh. why? Why? Does it... Can I... Right, this is, might sound controversial. I don't know. No one's ever leg dropped me from a top turn buckle. No, not what I was going about to ask. No, but... Is it seen as acceptable because the gentleman that did it is uh, gay? gay? Well, it doesn't matter because it's no, not it his head that went there. Do you know what I mean? I no, don't... it doesn't. But do you know what I mean? I feel like that somehow... Maybe. I don't... It shouldn't, but I it kind of feels know. like it lessens it. Uh, to me, it would... Oh, there, oh, there, you there go. she is. So, having spoken of her earlier, we see Mercedes Monet in the bleachers at Wembley Stadium. Again, why the hell did she come this way if she never then signed with AEW? Oh, who knows? This match isn't really a match. It's kind of just like a mess of people hitting each other. Is this your filler match? This is uh, it is a filler match. There's no getting yeah. away from it. And that's not to be disrespectful to the men involved, but this is entirely what it's been used as. Right. I don't remember too many things in, in the match itself. I'm going to have a drink because I couldn't think of a way out of that one quick enough. No, no. I Honestly, it's too much going on for me. I know that's the point with the trio, but... It never really started off like... At least the other trios, Max, that we saw earlier in the night had moments where there was like a semblance of a normal match. There was yes. tags, it worked, whereas this just yeah. started off as nothing. But there's no tag... Like, if you're doing a trios match... Oh. Oh, well, to me, you should be tagging in and out. 
Well, in any tag match, you should be tagging, unless but it's tornado. This is chaos. So Billy Gunn was sat on the chair against the, not the apron, the barricade. Yep. Brody King takes flight to hit a crossbody, but Billy Gunn gets out of the way and then decorates the man's head with a chair. It's just a bit all over the gaff. Ooh. Oh, cameraman's in the way again. Bowen just absolutely nutted the camera. Could the referee be stood any more akimbo there with her legs? <laughs> yeah. Look at that physique, man. He is absolutely jacked. Good old Buddy Murphy. No, it's not his name. Buddy Matthews. Thank you. Mrs. Ripley. Mrs. Mr. Ripley. Mrs. Ripley. Mrs. Ripley. The talented Mr. Ripley. Mr. Ripley. You wouldn't say no. He wasn't on your list either, was he? Or was he? Um, he wasn't on on the list, but he he's an honourable mention. I'd put he's him on lovely. there with uh, Alistair. If I'm I bit, sorry, you, Malachi. Yeah, I know you would. <laughs> I don't think I'm not saying Malachi is ugly. I just think he's more controversial and less stereotypically yeah. good-looking than fine, Matthews. Is uh, Billy Gunn not an honourable mention for you? No. See, look how simple that. So. We just saw um, Buddy Matthews get sent over the top by Billy Gunn and he crashed into the announcer's table. He nearly took out the base again. Yeah, he did. Which Punk somehow cut his head off. Oh, yes. Going for the black mass. Yeah. Turned uh, into a million dollar bomb, um, I'm going to call it. I'm ready for this match to be finished. Ready? It's barely begun. I know. It's it's giving me nothing apart from... No, nothing. Really. <laughs> it's giving me nothing apart from no, actually no. nothing. No. What do you think about Billy Gunn's blonde hair? I think we should stop. <laughs> I think we should stop. I've only known it there being that colour since I've ever seen him wrestle. Could you imagine? Okay. Oh, that was a hell of a clothesline by yeah. Brody King. I think he's got a bit of colour as well. Yeah, he does. Flying drop kick by Max Caster. Meteor by Buddy Matthews. We see Bowen. We see Bowen going for... Oh, no, he's just going for forearms and elbows. Forearms and elbows. Yeah. Oh, see those? I thought he was doing A-Town down there. It did look like that, didn't it? Pops into a bit of Usher. He <laughs> does, yeah. Usher, Usher. That's oh, brilliant. that's nice. So a leg sweep by Malachi Black in the corner sends Bowen face first into the middle turnbuckle. Yeah, this... This? Nice. That was a good sentence. This, this nice. This full stop. <laughs> nice. Nice. Full stop. Can you explain what this nice means? Um the little combo. They okay. did. Or maybe he isn't bleeding, maybe he's just got red paint on the top of his head. And that's okay. a cannonball by Brody King, which that's looks brutal. What it's called. Cannonball? Yes. I always, I always call it cannonball. I always forget what it's called though. But I know that um Kevin Owens does it. Cannonball. He? Oh yeah, he is bleeding. It just kind of looks like it goes oh, with yeah, his paint. Oh, yeah, he is, doesn't he? Maybe it's when he clattered the... Uh... I think it was the chair. Nice little job. Dink. Yeah, he is bleeding for sure, because it's Absolutely. gone into his uh, fanny cracks on his forehead. It's <laughs> a bit harsh. Well, no, it's just someone's constantly surprised. You're going to get the old yeah, um, yeah, the rainbow. True. Rainbow of emotion. True. Oh. Ooh. Now Brody's barking like a dog. I like how you can be so manly with a beard and stuff, but still shave your pits. Oh, yeah. You know what? I'd, oh, dear. That's unfortunate timing. Alistair Black has been absolutely yeeted oh with a padlock by uh, Brody mm, King. He's devastated. He'll recover. Max Caster. 
That's a clothesline. Clothesline's the big man oh. over the top to the floor. Everyone's out of the ring. Oh no, here he is. Buddy Matthews back in, gets slapped for his troubles. That's Reverse nice. Rough Rider. Fame Master. And we're going to see the original. Oh, oh scissor me, daddy. And he sells it like a god. Doesn't he, Charles? Oh, One, Julia's back. Two, Julia is pulling out the woman referee. Don't know why I said woman referee, it's irrelevant. Just referee. Referee's fine. He looks mm. like he's shot in the head. It does, doesn't it? The way that the blood's kind of dripping down Brody oh. King looks like he's been shot. Oh, Julia, you are out of here. I'm quite impressed with Aubrey's hair because it's so perfectly flat, there's not a wisp out of place. Black mass on badass Billy Gunn. Yeah. One, two, two, Malachi. No. Oh, dear. No, more scissoring still to um, be had. Absolutely. Oh, I mean, it is funny. Like, the whole gimmick is, is a bit ridiculous, but it was amazing to see how many people, like fans, actually loved it. I had three random people I've never met come over to me and scissor me. Yeah. yeah I wasn't was, prepared for it. I actually think the most, like, the most fans I saw were all themed for... for Scissor me. Yeah, I think that's fair. There was a, I mean, there was a couple of Burberry scarves, obviously, but most of them were scissor me. Max Caster with the mic drop from the top rope. One Brody King kicks out because he's an absolute fucking Donny. Doesn't wait, just straight away. No, he doesn't. He doesn't fuck around this beefy bitch. I wish his pants were a bit tighter though. He got a bit of a, he's got a saggy bottom. Oh, we've all got saggy bottoms, love. <laughs> I'm sure we all do, but you don't need to think. At least give him pants that fit properly. Fame master on Brody King. Yeah, Bowen. I don't know what to call that move, but it's nice. <laughs> He's done it about 17 times. Another mic drop. One, two, three. Yay. We have new trios champions. Of course we do. I'll be honest, I was pleased because you had picked this match and you picked the House of Black to win. Of course I did. So I was ecstatic. Static with the outcome of this one. There was no way I wasn't picking them. You really can't stand Mercedes Monet. Yeah, no, and I don't really know why. She's not done anything to offend me. Obviously, is it it women not liking women thing kicking? No, because there's a lot of women I do like. True, there's a lot of women you don't like as well. (laughs) There's a lot of men. There's a lot of men I don't like. There's a lot of people. Yeah, I'm not a fan of people. It's irrelevant what gender they are. Yeah, I like, I dislike it's all genders people. equally. <laughs> yeah, it's just people I don't like. So we've got a moment now. We've got the acclaimed oh. standing in the ring. Just newly minted trios champions. House of Black walking to them, holding the title belts. Here you are, lads. Hand them over. And the crowd, in unison to a person... Are Look singing all foam fingers. Oh, scissor me, daddy. I don't recall you being involved in that chart. No, I won't have been, I'll be honest. Do you think there's any circumstances where you would get into an old scissor me, daddy chart? Yeah, probably if I was drunker. I mean, you were pretty drunk. Yeah, I know. Wow. So, no. <laughs> Fair. It's funny, it's funny just partaking and watching rather than necessarily being involved. Nothing wrong with it. But also... Just take your championships and go. So Bowen was, for whatever reason, given two of the title belts. So he could... Is that a tattoo on Billy Gunn's uh, belly button? Oh, has he got one around his belly button? It certainly looks that way. That'd be very... uh... It is? Yeah. Wow, sexy. 
What about you? What I'm turned on? Have you not got one? I don't know. Um, I thought I did, but it was a bit of lint from the shirt <laughs> that I had on. So now everyone's about to throw the world's biggest scissor party. I mean, it is amazing when you look at <laughs> like that. Ones. All of those people would. That's that is good, but. Scissor me, daddy ass. It's just a bit. Oh my god, the man's weird. in his fifties. Yeah, it's a bit weird. Billy Gunn has been wrestling on a big stage since about ninety-three. Wow. How it's old incredible. is he? He's in his fifties. I mean, he looks great physique-wise. Yeah, I've got. I'm probably well off base, but I've questions about how you sustain a, that kind of physique at that age. Right. I don't think there's anything to say that that is the case, but I just have my doubts. Shall we say that that's all natural? That cameraman's fucking yoked. Isn't he? I wonder if he's the one that's been clattered about ten times. Well, he got noshed by also, Britt Baker let's earlier. Not, let's not scissor children. Well, that, They're I mean, not going to know. They're not... No, thank you. They're not going to know what that is. No, but they, if in the wrestling context, it's fine. Yeah, true. Yeah, let's not open that box. So we are... So to speak. So we <laughs> are on the road to the main event. Aren't we just... And we are seeing a montage from his Ring of Honor days of Adam Cole. Baby. Going up against his tag team partner, (laughs) MJF. Nice. He's our scumbag. Defending the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. Were you excited for this main event? How did you feel? Thrilled. Genuinely? Yeah. Okay, is it... All for it. Throw some jelly on both them. party. Oh, you like MJF, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I like them both. I know why you I like, like MJF. I like them both, but also like just because I'm don't want to be portrayed as super shallow. I like them both in the ring. Yeah, fine. Like they work very obviously they work well together because they paired them up together. So they're just good to watch. Although the more Adam Cole was hanging around with MJF, the more orange he became. Let's be clear. Adam Cole has many a moment where he's been orange in his day. Um, (laughs) He just seemed to get oranger and oranger. How does that make you feel about what then happened storyline-wise at the last AEW pay-per-view between the two? Oh, when it was... um, Hang on. When it was revealed of who these people were and then it's basically just thrown the whole thing apart so basically Adam Cole has been yeah. revealed as being the devil That's that was it. tormenting MJF yeah predictable predictable but still, but still kind decent. Of a shame yeah but again what else could they have it's, done anything else they, they can't keep done? this going for forever can they no but there's rumour has it mm. and I don't know how much of how much this is just talk and you know wrestling carny stuff yeah. but there's talk that MJF could be out for the better part of a year Yes, I did re- read that. To recover from injuries. Mm. He's still I, young though, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He's like 28, 29. Yeah. Um, Adam Cole, I think, is about my age. Early 30s? No, I think he's genuinely about my age. I think mid-30s. Okay. But, um, yeah, so one half of the Ring of Honor tag team titles, they obviously were involved in a dark match. Um, for the crowd, or if it was a Ring of Honor taping, potentially, I'm not entirely sure. But we saw him and MJF take on Aussie Open. Yes. For the Ring of Honor tag team titles, and 
inexplicably, Cole and MJF came out victorious. Yes. Because I wasn't expecting that at all. No, I wasn't either, I'll be honest. It's a shame that Adam Cole got derailed with his injury. Yeah. Because I quite liked the storyline between the two of them. I thought it was one of the few things at the time that AEW was doing quite well. And then the hand was forced a little bit and had to change it up with his injury. But I think I would be shocked if he didn't end up back in WWE one day. Really? Do you think he'll bring his missus? Yeah. And I think they'd both do very well there. Yeah. Triple H loved Adam Cole. I think Triple H thought Adam Cole was a smaller version of him Him. that could work better. Yes. Yeah, I can see that as well. Because Adam Cole was leagues above what Triple H offered in terms of in-ring work. Uh But I do think Triple H saw something in him that reminded him of him. Yeah. Reminded him of him. That's what I said. I know what you mean. I know, yeah. Fairly self-explanatory, but... Yeah. I think it was at this point in time when we're in the, obviously being there live in person, I was not clock watching, but I was aware that we had to travel home and it was getting late. It was late. Because I don't know what time train we got back, but I think we're in Kingston about one. Yeah. It was, yeah, I'm pretty sure at this point I remember thinking, this can't go on that much longer because they have to know people have to get home. But then I remember having a conversation with Sam who'd said when they went to WWE it was late finishing and that, like they don't take that into account whereas most concerts and stuff you go to it finishes by 11 so you can get home. Mm-hmm. Whereas this didn't, they didn't really seem to care. And like I said, I'd more than happily go to the All In this year but part of me would think, oh God, we've got the bloody journey Yeah, home. and that is a trek. Yeah, we got back though, to be fair. It wasn't an issue, ultimately. No. And we've got now this MJF. entrance is great. And the mask he's wearing. Mm, we've had this conversation before and I don't remember. No, we just literally just had it. That's the devil mask. Oh. So the mask that MJF has been brought out on a throne, being carried by the paupers in yeah. a regal robe, is wearing a devil mask. Yes. Which, because he referred to himself as the fucking devil. Oh, I see. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. But... It's a good entrance. It's what Adam Cole used for the devil character. Uh, One thing I don't know, actually, about that whole storyline yes. is whether Adam Cole in all the... He can't have been because he had the boot on. So who was playing the devil when Adam Cole physically couldn't be the devil? Uh, Just curious. Who knows? Mike Kanellis? Maybe. Isn't he in the group? Yeah. Him, Wardlow and Roderick Strong? Yeah. Oh. What a group. Wardlow, I'm sorry. They, Wasn't on your list? They. What's happened to him? So we've got, um, I don't know what I'm looking at here, little devlets. I guess so. But MJF's great. Yes. I was having a debate with um, one of my friends about who's the best heel in wrestling at the moment and I know to be fair he wasn't a heel but if we go based on his recent heel work yeah I said that he's got every bit as good of a case as Roman Reigns does yeah okay I can see it I won't begrudge anyone saying Roman Reigns because he's doing it let's be fair on no. a bigger level yeah. but MJF been was doing, doing it week in week out time. whereas Reigns has gone part time which is fine but to be able to maintain it I think there's a little bit more skill in that yeah personally Yeah, he is very, very good. 
He is, and he actually, when you look at his moveset, not to speak ill of him, it's not spectacular, but it's effective. Okay. He does what he needs to to get the job done. He's not a flashy high flyer. Yeah. He doesn't do four fifties. Haircut. He's got a haircut. He did wrestle <laughs> Sorry, all earlier in the night. To be fair. That's so true, actually. I'll take that back. He probably didn't have Just time to tussled. head and shoulders himself. Have time. Have time. He's had three half hours. Yeah, but to be fair, okay, let's put it this way. And he's got to wash his oil off, then get dry, then get oiled up again. Okay. Yes, all those facts are true. But if you've had a match at the beginning of the evening, you know I've got another one later on, you're going to, oh, I'm going to have a shower, get nice and warm and comfortable and toasty, (laughs) wait around for another two hours. Me personally? Yes. (laughs) Yes, specifically you personally. They wouldn't do that for me because I'd be late, so it would be pointless. You would be late, yeah. Holly, you're going to be in the opening match for the show. You've turned up late. Okay, you're the main event. <laughs> yeah. That's a way of doing yeah. it. <laughs> They'd have to tell me, like, it'd start an hour before it actually did, so I was on time. So they're going for the big match feel here. They've got the mm-hmm. lights over the audience dimmed and the spotlight shining on the two guys in the ring. Adam bye Cole, bye. baby. He is great. I think he's the only three-time Ring of Honor champion as well. Oh, Okay. What do you think of those shoulder pads? They're great. Yeah. I wonder how much this costs. He's stuck in his gut. That was so awkward. So So Bryce Remsberg had a proper little wrestle trying to get MJF's uh, robe off for him. So MJF does a little titty dance to take your attention away from it and then falls to his knees as he's accustomed to doing. Gosh. Because this, I feel like this started about quarter to eleven. This Honestly, match. I feel like it started so late. Ironically, we're actually watching it about the same time we probably did on the day. But at least the travel home is a uh, much, much, much less. Yeah, you've got what four yards? Two steps to, to stagger. Yeah. yeah. Very nice. This is going to be a weird thing to point out, but MJF's okay. obviously got a tattoo on his his arm. Okay. It makes me think of like the you know the old boys that you see on holiday that. Expats from like the arm, UK, ex-army, and they've got like the bulldog Navy, tattoo. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what okay. it is about that. Just I will every- note that when I next see it. Let's have a look. So I believe it's on. Yeah, it's on his right arm. I want to say it's a lion head. I can't remember. Okay. And he's got. Oh. I don't know what that Roman is. Roman numerals. Farsi written on his rib cage, but he's in good nick. Absolutely. Well, they're both in good nick, to be fair, but Adam yeah. Cole's kind of more of a slighter frame good nick. But leaner. Yes, leaner is the word. Leaner. And again, I reckon that Adam Cole in his day, when he gets old, will have a lovely gut on dad him bod. as well. Yeah. Good dad bod. Good dad bod. But lovely eyes, piercing eyes. Yeah, he's got a good, good set of eyes on him. Oh, I remember this. So they start off the match, they have a conversation, they go to the ring... Drop underneath. Yeah. Bring a bit of material into the room. Oh, yeah, what I is it, Holly? This. I remember this and remember just being like, hurry up by this point. Yeah, that's fair. Just just wrestle. Like, we get it. Just so wrestle. They put, I'll be honest, I don't like the fact that they put on more clothes to wrestle, which sounds oh, weird. Oh, gosh. Coming from you, especially. Normally it's me that would say that. Yeah, it's just odd, though. Like, you don't come to the ring yeah. and put clothes on. I mean, that's a match I could do. What, uh, get clothes? Yeah, match. I'd be happy doing that. 
Well, what are you going out? Who in, can then? put who can put the most clothes on? So I was going to say you're going out in your no no your crackers and then <laughs> you've got a nice little contrast here of the colours of their gear. Yeah, so you've got a kind of metallic, massive, but a little colour by coal and uh, a very clean white. Yes, I'd be worried if I was a wrestler wearing white. I'd be worried if I wore white and wore that much fake tan. Well, yeah, mainly because I know that it's not unheard of for wrestlers to have a move hit on them and then shit themselves. Yes, I have heard this and watched many, well, watched many a YouTube video where it lists the members that this has happened to. Uh, I know CM Punk's done it. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else has done it then? Off some it of the... C- I'm sure Cena was one of the people on the list. Maybe. I actually don't know. Oh, there was someone else, but I can't remember for the life of me. I feel like I was going to say AJ Styles, but I feel like his bollocks just dropped out, didn't it? Miz? Miz? It's in my head, He's I can't all, remember. I was actually, you know, Miz mm. did used to wear white occasionally, didn't he? Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, white reminds me of the... Oh, Ric Flair walk, okay. Ric Flair strut. And then oh. a little hip thrust. Like Valvinus. Bit of Valvinus <laughs> by MJF for sure. Drops down. Leapfrog. Adam Cole goes hey, to threaten clever. the super kick, but MJF has read it. Clever. MJF saying, don't you do it, and we get a big Adam Cole nice. baby. yes. Who did we have in this match? I don't remember. Oh, I would have picked this. I would have picked MJF, wouldn't I? Sounds about right. And I would House have been... Black in the match before. Yeah, and I would have been fairly happy with... You would have been. Baby. But I think you agreed with me. You thought MJF was yeah. going to win. Yeah. Because it just made sense. Another shake of the hand. <laughs> Finger poke <laughs> to the eye. <laughs> MJF celebrating. He just plays the part. He's a, a great shithead. Yeah, so well. That's what I mean. He's a very different heel to Roman yes. Reigns. It's like a comedic heel. It's comedic, sly, it gets you on board. It does. It does get you on board. Because you look at MJF and you couldn't, but you think I could probably kick his ass. Whereas you look at Reigns, you go, I ain't kicking his ass. Mm-mm. Absolutely not. Stiff slap by Adam Cole in return. Back elbow. Pump Ooh, kick. Nice. They are dressed though like uh, a day at the beach. And yes. you're getting ready at the end of the end of the day and you you, you put your t shirt on but you leave your swimming kicks on underneath. I feel like it's ready for a, a beach training montage. <laughs> yes. Like in um Rocky three. Um I'm gonna say but in my head, it's the Rocky Four song of Hearts on Fire, <laughs> Strong. It is very like that. Oh, you can imagine them high fiving playing volleyball. Yes. <laughs> A yes. bit uh, Top Gun. Yes, for sure. There you go. Adam Cole misses, misses a charge into the corner. MJF tries one himself, and for whatever reason, Remsburg steps in the way. Yeah, that's a bit weird. What were you doing, Bryce? <laughs> Get out of the way. Oh, Cole, you sneaky boy, driving MJF face first into the middle turnbuckle and now stamping a mud hole in MJF's bottom. Question is, will he walk it dry, Holly? A mud mud hole. Yes, a la Stone Cold Steve Austin. All the terminology. Chin lock. The Randy Orton special. Honestly. You can only do that if you've got thighs as big as your head. No, his thighs are bigger than his head. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even joking. I would put money on his thighs yeah. being bigger than his the head. The circumference is definitely bigger than his skull. 
I mean, I think mine are bigger than my head, but they're not as beefy as. Well, oh, I, I don't know sorry, what the right answer to say there is. I get distracted thinking about his thighs. Was it say is it the right thing to say that your thighs are beefier than your head, or is that an insult? I don't know. Well, I suppose we'll never know. Not wrong with a bit of meat on the boat. No. Ah, oh, kid. <laughs> <laughs> Full on northern coming out of me there. This is interesting. So they're doing a weird test of strength, but not a test of strength. I think MJF's just breaking the hold of the chin lock. Telegraph right hand misses by Amar, and then Adam Cole pulls him to the canvas with a yank of the follicles. Yes, and then MJF pops right back up behind him and shoves him on the floor. And grabs what I can only assume is the greasiest hair in pro wrestling <laughs> today. Do you think? Who has got greasier hair? Ooh. Except for, no, I can't say that. Someone that we work with. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I mean, Romans must be pretty grim. Seth's can't be great. No. MJF's Anyone with long hair, really. Drew. Mm. I think Adam Cole's takes some beating, though. Drew, no, because he had his quaffed in a oh, ponytail the other day. I was very upset. Very upset. It just looks very moist at all times, Adam Cole's hair. It I've does. never seen it not look very moist. No, True. Isn't there a product that you can put in that makes it look like that? Yeah. I don't know what that's called. Lube. Is it actually? Yep. No. Yeah. Seriously? If you watch, um, I mean, I watch them because, you know, Miguel, a lot of hair tutorials, um, there is, I can't remember what his name is, Chris Appleton? He's like... He's a very famous hairstylist. He does like Kardashian's hair and stuff. Is he the camp, um, or say camp, the gay blonde mm, guy? Yes. Yeah, I think Em watches some of his stuff. He does a lot of wet look hair. And okay. the best product you can put in it to keep it looking wet is lube. Any particular kind or any um, lube will do? I don't know. I, don't, I haven't got that, that in depth, I'll be honest. If I was doing that, I'd probably put like a fruit-based oh, okay. one. Fruity. So it's got a nice smell to it. Yeah. I don't know why. I guess it's because it doesn't soak into the hair I don't know because if it was just wet it would just dry wouldn't it well that's what I mean but Adam and I think I reckon Adam Cole uses lube on his hair then is that what we've taken away either that or maybe just oil I would hate to just have oil like hair oil yeah I don't know it's an interesting question I wonder what would be cheaper lube yeah then hair yeah hair oil is expensive right extra virgin no he's biting the top of his head weird oh like olive oil yeah. I'm not sure. And Popeye. <laughs> MJF pandering to the crowd. Yep. He's their scumbag. I really thought that we wouldn't see MJF's face. Hungry bum syndrome, though. That's one takeaway from that. <laughs> he's struggling. Oh, he's, oh, he's oh, debating. Is oh. he going to go for a suicide dive? No. MJF a move that he does not do. Nope. 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 He's debating it. This is the second time he's debated it. He hits the rope. He comes to the other side and he suicide dives. And he is stunned. He cannot believe he has done it. Does he not do... do was that a thing? He never does those kind of moves. He should... Good. He shouldn't. That's the whole, the whole gimmick him. of... Because some of his... Um, promos back in the day was like I don't need to flip I don't need to do this or that and the other yeah. I just get it done oh, okay. it's that kind of stuff he did it obviously way better than what I did but that was the 
the crux of the matter that he was yeah. trying to get across. To be fair, as far as suicide dives go, that was actually very good. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah, it's a lion wearing a crown. Yeah. Just yeah. feels very expat to me. Likes lions. He likes lions. Maybe he, that's paying homage oh. to Chris Jericho. Oh. oh, I see what you've done. You take that drink. Those be the rules. Oh. We started off very badly on that game. We hit the no-no phrases quite often. Yes. And we've done pretty well, actually, I'm since impressed. like the first hour in. I'm impressed. Exchanging pinfall oh. attempts. Bryce Remsberg is earning his paycheck in this one. It's just like constant teddy bear rolls. I remember this. I never did teddy bear rolls like that. No, no, with your, your arse in someone else's face. That's nice. That's a very good bridge out. Ooh, oh, not so nice. Oh, Adam Cole falls out of a powerbomb attempt. Not well. Pump kick, misses with a clothesline, MJF returns. Oh, crotch the face. Catches him, a lot of ball licking, <gasps> and a power Ooh. bomb to the back of the knee. That looked sensational. Oh, Jesus. Do you know what? I'd rather take the power bomb than drop a guy on my knee. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my so God. So we're seeing a replay of that. Adam Cole leaps right up to it. Yeah, oh that's going to suck. Oh, God. No, thank you. Because there's no, especially just on one, there's no way to. Offset no. that. No. Jesus. Didn't they look nice? It's not something that I'd, I'd want to be a part of, that's for sure. MJF now crawling his way, pulling himself back up on the ropes. Adam Cole barely moving, but is now on his knees. You are not going to do a Panama Sunrise. And he doesn't do a Panama Sunrise, he jumps straight into a super kick. What's a Panama Sunrise? So Panama Sunrise is when Adam Cole's standing on the middle ropes. I'm pretty sure we'll see one today. Now this oh, is okay. brutal. Ooh. So using the middle rope to basically connect with a pile driver, Adam Cole. But no, MJF. Um. MJF. <laughs> All right. Just Gap about. Y'all. It's been a long session, this one, Holly. <laughs> we are motoring on. Oh, yeah. But MJF just about hooks his foot onto the bottom rope. Yep. So Panama Sunrise is MJF yes. is standing. Um, no, he's not. Adam Cole is standing on the middle <laughs> ropes, like MJF did. Yes. The opponent is kind of bent down in front of them. He jumps off, lands like he's going to, you know, in the start of a powerbomb position. Yeah. Then flips over with them and then hits them with a the pile driver. Okay. He does it all the time. Oh, okay. So we so, might probably see it. Yeah. You Hopefully, my explanation... I mean, anyone who knows what that is, I don't think my explanation was particularly bad. But hopefully, when we see it later in the match, assuming okay. we hit it... Holly will understand. Cool. So they are on the steel steps. Holy and Jesus. Adam Cole. Took brain all busters, of that. Spine bus. MJF straight onto the top of the steel steps. Adam Cole did not get out of that nicely, but he looks concerned. God. Adam Cole selling it like, oh shit, I've gone too far. Yeah, even though he took 90% of that bump. He did, but... I feel like he landed at least on the nice part of it. Yeah. Oh, I was, because, I was watching look, watch him. Watch MJF. On the corner. Yeah, because he's landing on the level oh, stairs. Oh, I see. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, fair play. Yeah, I'd get Seeing it from that angle makes it a bit different. That looked brutal. Gosh, I'd just be like, oh, oh, my back. I'd be um, dead. Well, yeah, I'd be, lo- I'd be long gone by I'd this be, point, um, I'll be I'd be no longer with us. No. <laughs> God. He's just having a little sit on it. And uh, he looks like that's how I've seen my missus sleep. 
mean, <laughs> she's probably sleeping right now. What I love about the, my ability, uh, my ability, my missus' ability to sleep is that she says, oh, I'm not really that tired. Within 30 seconds, she's asleep. It's incredible. That is a skill. The trick is as well, usually it's if See, you put a... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Can we... Can we just draw attention to what we just saw? That is how I feel. Right. So what we just saw there is the referee <laughs> very nearly got to the end of a count out. Mm-hmm. MJF springs to life like Tyson Fury after being put on the deck yeah. by Deontay Wilder. And he Fosbury flops his way into the ring just before the referee gets to the final count. He's fine. We see Adam Cole in disbelief, crouched down with his ginger hands clenched as tight as you could imagine now he's setting up for a Panama sunrise and that is how you know MJF didn't land well because he's got a cut on his shoulder MJF has got a cut on his shoulder but smartly rolls his way to the outside so Adam Cole cannot deliver the Panama sunrise and we get to a point of the match which Holly often hates is when they go to the outside I get it I understand it I get why they need it it's still boring so, and that's messy as fuck. That was messy. So MJF pulls the leg away of Adam Cole to make him fall on the ring mm-hmm. apron. Clear the deck, lads. Adam Cole wasn't sure if he was supposed to go forwards or backwards based on what MJF did, and he kind of just falls on his face. And now we see everyone scumbag clearing the announce table. This announce oh, table's getting more right. action than either of us. It's all right, because uh, Adam Cole just gets up. Gets up on the table with no help Very needed. handy. Just, oh, move back. <laughs> MGF looks like he's going to hit a tombstone. Adam Cole is flailing his feet, which is the counter symbol for I want to not be hitting this move. Honestly. And MGF couldn't pull the trigger. Couldn't pull the trigger on his bestie. This is, mm. He just dropped you on steel steps. I put him through all the fucking tables. I mean, just get it down. I get it. It's, it's good. You know, emotive work to kind of get the story across. Yes, that they're trying true, to true. Put out there. Hard. Well, it's hard to beat up my friend. But yeah, is I'll it? be honest. If is my it? mate put me on a steel stair like Adam Cole did, I'm dropping him on anything I can. Yeah. Adam Cole. Oh, Jesus. Picks him Christ. up for a tombstone. No, thank you. No I don't such think they're allowed to do tombstones anymore. Yeah. What What gave you that idea? I thought I thought there was some. Move that they weren't allowed. Pile drivers. WWE don't do pile drivers. Oh, right, okay. So, yeah, WWE have had pile drivers banned for a long time. As they should. But they'll allow them to hit certain other moves that are like pile drivers. (laughs) Um. Like, Tombstone's bad. So, MJF's been rolled back into the ring. Adam Cole hooks a leg. Two, not quite. MJF kicks out. The title match is still going. Isn't it just... Isn't it just? As we're going through the end match, it looks like there's going to be a little bit of a lull. How have you felt about the show? Um, interesting. Interesting to watch it back on telly. Yeah. Nice. Nice. I hate that word. It's good to watch it back on telly because I get to see all the bits that, like, I haven't watched this since we, since we were there. Yeah. I had the ability to, and I just chose not to. Fair enough. Um. So actually, it's quite nice to watch all the bits that I missed on all the 20 beer runs and <laughs> just from being far away. Yeah. And there were some, there was one or two matches that gave it a, oh, I can't use that word, a high point. Yeah, there were a few high points. The best was definitely that tag team match. Yeah, though. it was brilliant. 
And I actually I actually enjoyed the casket match. Coffin match. Yep. I don't know what you call no it. No caskets for. Um Oh no, it is a coffin match, coffin? isn't it? Yeah, WWE's casket, isn't yeah. it? That's nice. Canadian destroyer, but MJF super kicks as soon as he gets out of it and both men are down. That was nice. So appreciating we're not quite at the end of this match. No. How do you think it's compared to some of the other shows that we've watched over the recent episodes? I feel like it's hard to compare because we were like it's hard to take away the feeling when you're in the environment as well. Like because I remember some of the matches like if I'd have just watched them just on telly, I probably would have been like, hmm, okay, this is dull. But because you're there, you're in the atmosphere you we have our little game so even if a match is dull we're still wanting for something so i feel like it does automatically make it better but i don't know i also feel like this is might be stupid i don't feel like we've watched i know we've watched plenty of wwe pay-per-views what you mean for the purpose of the podcast or in general uh podcast okay yeah but we've not i don't feel like we've watched one that's similar to this no, we haven't. Because to I think me, a, Wrestle, a WrestleMania, obviously it's not, I know that's more huge, but it gives the same, there we go. So, not quite. <laughs> so, sorry I to hoped interrupt. It. Inter- I hoped it was the end. <laughs> sorry to interrupt the uh, nope. soliloquy that you went on there, but we see a double clothesline where both yep. men run across the ropes, level each other, fall with an arm atop each other's chest, Remsburg counts the three. Both men have technically been pinned, so this match is a draw. Or is it? Uh, Snore. So, Justin Roberts is just confirming what I've detailed there. Adam Cole cannot believe it. And at this point, I was thinking in the crowd, surely they cannot end this match like that. No. No. And Adam Cole rightly says... No freaking way! As Holly said... Adam Cole has asked for five more minutes. At which point I went, train might leave in five more minutes. <laughs> I just remember thinking they cannot end a show like this. No, that would have been so shite. Especially not the first one that they're doing no. this, this scale, this magnitude. No. Yeah, I did enjoy it. I just, I don't know, like trying to, it's hard to compare it to like, I know WrestleMania is massive, but to me it's the same vibe. Do you know what I mean it's outside, live crowd, and all the crowds are live. I don't know. It's whereas all the others, wow, all the others we've watched have been inside. Yeah, just different. Um, would I go again? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Oh, would I think it was good, good time. I think this show will have a special place for me for like yeah. everything you've mentioned. Yeah. Unless the show was really awful. And the first ref bump of the night. Oh. So the match restarted. Adam Cole asked for five more minutes. MJF said no. Class the ref. Crowd boo. MJF said five minutes isn't enough for this. We need to go until we've got a fucking win- yeah. winner at Wembley. MJF looks very, very happy that Cole accidentally wiped out the ref. Also, what are these refs made of? Paper? I mean, it can't have been that nice. Don't know what... She got pushed over. He got forearmed over. Get what's her name in there? Or Aub- Aubrey. Aubrey. She'll have about a two mile run. She'd absolutely smash this. Probably now there. She's almost done every other bloody 
match tonight. Ramsbow was in a few, to be fair. Yeah. So now MJF has retrieved oh the chair, gosh. come into the ring, throwing it to Adam Cole, who's throwing it back to MJF, who's throwing it back to Adam Cole, who's throwing it back to MJF, who's throwing it back to, so back to Adam Cole, etc. You get the idea. MJF goes to pretend to swing to hit Adam Cole, who then just falls to the floor. This was hilarious. MJF intelligently opens the chair, That's wraps it around so his funny. own head, and lies down on the floor. So funny. Adam Cole looks at him in disbelief at how clever, how intelligent MJF is playing this game. It, that was very clever. The ref is back up. He looks at MJF. <laughs> Adam that Cole is, is very funny. His case. It was very well done. Very funny. Very well done. But also... Oh, hang on. Schoolboy, one, two. Adam Cole kicks out, baby. In football, Superkick. they have VAR. Why have they not brought this in here? Because that would be dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if they did that in the uh, Eddie Eddie Guerrero era, and like when Ray does it? He'd have lost every match. And they'd be like, hang on. Hang on, let me consult VAR. You yep. just hear three he, referees he didn't, in the background. He didn't, he, he didn't hit you with a chair, we're fine. Carry no, he was on. offside. Yeah. No, he was off. Goal doesn't count. <laughs> so we see MJF hit the rope-assisted pile driver, much mm. like Adam Cole did earlier. Yeah, That nice. only gets a two as well. Two this fun. match is still going on. Still going on. Again, I don't think you'd be that fussed if it wasn't for the fact it's at the tail end of a four-hour show. No, oh, 100% agree. 100% agree with you. The two and men have moved to the apron. attention definitely was done by this point. I think had we had rooms at, let's say, just the hotel around the corner, yeah. I think I'd have viewed this differently. But yeah, now I was sure. in that I've got to get home mode. Yeah. Straight jacket suplex. Oh. MJF straight on the apron. Lovely. And old ginger hands is really, really causing grief to the champion. I really don't like those tops when they're so... Thin cut, yeah, so thin cut in the middle that your nips are poking out. Confirming once again, it is indeed cold in Wembley. It, yeah, I say it was, it wasn't. It wasn't. It's the only time you got cold is on the way back, but that's because you're kind of falling asleep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that awkward moment because I didn't have a jacket to give you. I remember that's when we saw that gentleman's penis. Oh my god, it was so. That's... Panama Sunrise. Ooh, that's nice. So Adam Kolf basically killed MJF with a Panama Sunrise that's to the nice. floor, and now he is not able to get him off the canvas. Oh, he is just about. Pulls him off the mat, drags him a little bit close to the ring, not close enough. So yeah, we got a train home as close as we could because mm-hmm. there was no train that went no, to no. either one of our places. Abodes. I think no. And. Uh, so we got to the closest we could, which was Kingston. As we were sorting out an Uber to get back uh, the rest of the way, we saw a gentleman who'd obviously had a lovely time out yeah. in Kingston, uh, deciding to pee right in front of the station instead of round the corner, yeah, which is the weird. bit that I didn't understand. Weird. And I did ask him, and he just apologised. Um, and he was just peeing on a flower pot, and that's when I went, oh, mate, come on, why there? And he went, sorry, and obviously turned to address me, the fact that I'd yeah. asked him something. And that's when we just saw him... His penis yep. looking straight out of still mid-piss. It was pretty grim. It wasn't great. No. It wasn't a highlight of my evening. No, it wasn't the high point, I'll I be honest. I could have gone without seeing his uh, John Thomas. <laughs> but he left shortly after, and so our taxi got there pretty oh, quickly. Oh, no! And so now <gasps> the referee's been hit with the Panama Sunrise. One. Oh, my God! One. 
not a good Panama sunrise. Two, (laughs) when Adam Cole lands on the floor, why do you then spring, knowing full well that you've seen the referee is the one beneath you? That's so true. You don't remember that? No, I don't remember that at all. Bryce Remsworth must have been shitting himself. Bloody hilarious. But yeah, you would just do the first bit and then go, oh, let's let's stop. See, that's interesting, though, because you hate... You hate that kind of stuff with the referee, but you like that. But that was genius. Now, that to me is much better than just knocking him over. He's got his sovereign out. But of his it pants. also had its level of stupidity. Oh with yeah, what for we just sure. talked about. So MJF has pulled the ring out of his pants. So this was a ring that he won, I believe, in like 2019, okay. 2020. Uh, he's put it on his fist. He's gonna. He's threatening to clock Adam Cole, who's unaware that this is happening. Also, the face, like the like almost crying face. Well, yeah, I think put it MJF's good at it. MJF decided against it. He's put the the ring away, and behind him we have got Roderick Strong with a neck brace on. This guy. Why? Spins MJF round. Dick kick for the ages. That's annoying. Strong heads out the ring. He's beckoning Adam Cole. Adam Cole's hair is drying ever so slightly, so maybe there is no lube. I don't think there's no lube. I think it must just be like oil and water. So what's he... Adam Cole goes back up to the middle rope. And immediately MJF gets up. MJF gets up perfectly in time for a That's wonderful nice. Panama Sunrise, showing the ref how you take that bump. <laughs> this is how you bump for the business, you bitch. Boom. Knee to the back of the head. Well, the ref is still sleeping. The final shot. So this is pointless. Is it the final shot? That's it, isn't it? One. Both legs hooked. Remsberg Just... is looking directly at them. He knows it's his time to move. The ref crawls with everything he has in his little bald body. So long. Looking better than Baron Corbin. One. Oi. He does. Stop. Two. Reliving Earl Hebner. This is so ridiculous. One more. MJF kicks out. Somehow, some way. Not surprised. He had the... Took him half an hour. He had the intestinal fortitude to kick out when his back was against the ropes. MJF comes out swinging. This is so stupid. God. I don't know how you time that without actually... Yeah, how do they do the low blows without, like, are they wearing cups? Yeah, we'll try after, see how close we get for one of us. <laughs> okay, I'll low, the other. I'll low blow you. If you could, that'd be great, thank you. Just give you a kick to the balls. Oh, that's what you meant. <laughs> yeah. oh, <it's> <laughs> Roderick Strong going, but I'm your best friend. I'm not a bitch. He throws the title belt to Adam Cole. Quite like the the, but not burgundy. The how would you describe that colour? Because it's yeah, it's not brown though, is it? It's the ah, oh, it's like the Louis Vuitton type. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I see what it's like. Yeah, a I can't talk. think. Of it. Yes, thank. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Adam Cole's ready to hit him oh, with the title. And JF is asleep, sat up. My question is here. Is it annoying? Yes. Yes. My question is here. If he ter- he turned out to be the devil, I assume yeah. at this point he already knew that he was going to be the devil. Why did he not then just lay him the fuck out with a belt there and get the title? Mm. True. Adam Cole sends Roderick Strong back up the aisleway. Quick. MJF. Small package. Boom. One, two, three. Adam Cole did not kick out. And at we which have point got we went, woo, let's go. MJF. <laughs> Retained yep. the AEW world title, and right here and there, 
I'll end the the live show because I remember the the very tail end of it, and effectively they just kind of yeah hugged. hugged yeah. Um. So yeah, what were your thoughts on the show, and Gosh. what would you rate it out of ten? It's so long, so long. Yeah. And when you're there live, it's not too bad. No, it went very quick actually. But when you're watching that on telly, sweet Jesus, that's long. I mean, we had. Like, not, we had a couple breaks, but yes, it was only to did. just kind of replenish the drinks and stuff. Yeah. Um, how did I feel as a whole? Yeah, I, it's really hard because for me, the length really plays a really strong part in it because I have really bad attention span. Mm-hmm. Really bad. Um, so for me, the time really plays a real impact into how much I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But, and I'm talking about just watching it. Yeah. Not actually being there in person. Mm-hmm. I would say, oh, out of ten, what were you out of ten? <laughs> this is a really difficult process. Seven. So this is your joint favourite pay-per-view yeah. that you've seen? Yeah. I, even trying to take out the fact that we were there, if I'm just looking at the quality of the matches, i probably put it at an eight. Okay. Fair. You're right, it's it's a slog, especially yeah. doing it with something like this. Imagine if we'd he'd done notes on this, like yeah, had to regale that. But forever. I mean it would have been still shorter than oh, watching sure. it live in person, obviously, but I thought it was quite a nice change of pace yeah, from what we normally it do. It is nice to do a di- like do it a different style, but it's also hard off the cuff. Yeah, I feel like I did a lot of talking. Yeah, in you this did, one. which for me is great, but it's because I can't do it off the cuff. Yeah, it's trying to find that it's it, as you said, the approach you have to tailor the approach. So normally it's a case of we talk about a couple of moves that happen, then we talk about a particular point. Whereas yeah. this is as and when we think of things and trying to find the balance between the two. Uh-huh. So it's quite tough. I think, I think normal standard format for us probably works quite well, but that's not yeah. to say that we won't do something like this no, again in the future. Maybe with a shorter match, <laughs> sure. a shorter card. Well, maybe we'll do the other show that we went to because that was shorter than this. Oh yeah, that's fine. Yeah, much but, shorter. No, <laughs> but I, I, yeah, like I said, I, I yeah. enjoyed the show. I think match quality wise, it's an eight. As much as I did list a load of things that AEW isn't doing as well as I think they should be, mm-hmm. I think this was a good show. I enjoyed it and I'd definitely go again and hopefully we'll go to the all-in that's uh, taking place this year in August as well. But apart from that, I think that brings us to the end of the episode. It we does. Just, we need to do the socials, don't we? Yeah. Have you got those to hand? Email wintwicepod at gmail.com Instagram wintwicepod TikTok wintwicepod YouTube wintwicepod You get the theme. Bosh. Done. It's easy. Um, and yeah, thank you for everyone that's uh, shown support so far. Yes. We seem to be making good traction on, on YouTube and TikTok as well. I think maybe the Instagram mm. game might need to yeah, step up no, a bit. I don't, I don't really know. It's not really... I don't think Instagram is the place to no, that's fair. attract people that like this sort of stuff. No, that's fair. But hopefully you all enjoyed uh, this slightly different episode. Oh my God, well done to anyone that stuck it out this long. They've done very well. But I think hopefully there's enough in there that content and entertainment-wise that people have got some enjoyment out of it. Fingers crossed. But yeah, thank you very much. And our next show Mm. will be the first in our March Through the Manias. Which I don't actually think... So normally we upload these on Sunday. I think there might be a one or two day delay in getting that up for the next one for commitment reasons. Um, But yeah, we will see you then. Bye. Toodles.